Oh, hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Educational. Oh, learn a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And rip and pow while the whole crew's all, you induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. What do you see as the biggest challenges in, in conservation? Yeah, the, the growing human population. Because if where we are, there's nothing else. And do you have views about what should be done about that? Can't you guess? Uh, well, it could be on a on a spectrum from mass sterilisation to no, no. Uh, to to uh, you know greater availability of contraception. I don't know. I don't know what your views are as to what can be done about it. Well, I think I think. Uh, might be described as voluntary family limitation. I grew up in the 1960s, watching those TV commercials with those starving kids in Africa who stared vacantly at the camera with sad eyes and distended bellies. And in sixth grade, my glee club teacher, Mr. Collins, had us change the words in this song we were singing. Three billion people in the world to Four billion people in the world. And I was shocked. I couldn't believe that the population was so big. And I was even more shocked because no one else in the class seemed at all disturbed by this fact. And a couple days later, I told my friend Susie Hollander that because there seemed to be too many people in the world for it to handle, that I wasn't going to have any kids. And she looked at me and she replied that she was going to have three. This is unsustainable. I am not a bigot. Mother Earth is dying because I exist. I trust these philanthropist eugenicists who just want what's best for me. I am an empowered and free global citizen. A war over resources? Or will it stop growing because people choose to have smaller families? And by smaller families, I mean one-child families. And this is where people start getting nervous talking about overpopulation and population issues because they're scared that I'm going to take away their rights to have children. But I don't want to take people's rights away. I want to give people rights. Hi, we're Natasha and Luca, that vegan couple from YouTube and other social media. The time has come to make animal rights history. Join us in London on October 7 for the Animal Rebellion. It's a two-week disruption, but you can come for any time you're able to. Taking direct action for animals to disrupt business as usual and demand serious change from governments is what the animal victims and the planet desperately need. Hey everyone, we're in Lisbon, Portugal. We are disrupting in a supermarket or a shopping centre, I should say, with lots of restaurants around us. We have about 23 activists with us tonight and we're playing the screams of animals. If we all sterilize ourselves and give the animals human rights, we can all have equal animal rights together and eat plant-based fortified kibble to stop the hashtag climate crisis and achieve hashtag climate justice with the good grown-ups at the big banks, governments, and global corporations. You know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient, would it be better not to lay off the, those 10 teachers and to 
make that trade up in medical costs. But that's called the death panel, uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. So you, of course, so we're that's making- an interesting thing you just said. Our Earth is warming up and our oceans are rising. Extreme weather is wrecking millions of lives. From California to the Amazon, our forests are burning. We are in a climate emergency. We cannot let this happen on our watch. Up to one million species are becoming extinct because of mankind's actions, and time is running out. History shows us that when enough people rise up and demand change, those in power have no choice but to act. Millions of people around the world are taken to the streets on a climate strike, demanding our leaders listen to the science and act. We must take back power. That means voting for leaders who care about the future of our planet. Join in supporting environmental movements like Greenpeace or Fridays for Future, a global youth movement inspired by Greta Thunberg. And doing what we can to live in a greener lifestyle, like cutting out meat and dairy in your diet and reducing plastic use. I mean, the population's gonna have to stop growing at some point, so why not stop now instead of wishing that some invention or technology will save us that doesn't even exist yet and we're not even sure works. So for everyone to have quality of life, the number of humans on Earth needs to go down. And I believe that it needs to go down to two billion people, which sounds radical because there are seven billion people on the planet today, but it's actually the world population of just 80 years ago. So let's change our idea of what the ideal family looks like. And let's not be afraid to talk about overpopulation because it is not about taking rights away from people. It is about giving opportunities to women, children, and future generations. And lastly, let's be part of the solution. The Red Brigade symbolizes the blood that connects all of us. It's the blood that connects humans, species, all of us to the earth. So for me, the Red Brigade is a vessel to hold the emotions of um, grief and loss and rage and joy and love and peace. And it's those emotions that connect all of us. And um, we work, or we try to work as one, which symbolizes that we are all connected. We act as one, we try to, we move as one. We are all one. Everything is relative and morality is subjective, so we must act together to save the planet. You are highly evolved gods who evolved by random chance through evolution that created something out of nothing in a meaningless cold material universe that evolved life out of nothing by transforming cosmic ponscom into monkeys who must save the planet by getting rid of themselves and creating a totalitarian technocratic global monoculture society. We must eat nutrient-fortified kibble in our smart cities and pay for our cockroach milk and VR porn with carbon credits so the IMF, World Bank and Fortune 100 can save the planet from the evil CO2 we exhale and poor little Billie Eilish can have her future back. I am not deceived. Pop culture is healthy and is not programming me to self-destruct. I will save the world by eating sustainable vegan kibble and demanding the government give me the same rights as animals. I am not being dehumanized.
I am empowered. Veganism and vasectomies should be mandatory. Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide and I trust the people on the TV screen. Peace, Reflections Hello fellow global citizens. Hello fellow global citizens. We need some like some music, some build up music for the intros. You know, after, after the intro we need like a We got to get the uh, the adrenaline up. Jessica's adrenaline is is raging right now. She's having she's all hopped up on on uh, cross stitching. Not weaving. It's not what it's called. It's not called a weaving, Tristan. All right, guys. Bald man bad. Bald man back for another stream. Fellow global citizens, I hope you are all doing well. I hope your sexual object partners are properly spayed and neutered, safe at home, wearing their happy, healthy muscles. Hope everybody's ready to get their happy, healthy medicine injection soon. And uh, hope everybody... Is just is living their best life. Are you living your best life? You're not living your best life. What are you even doing? We've got Billie Eilish living her best life. Little Billie Eilish. She's totally living her best life. Promoting the totally not toxic weaponized pop culture. Programming us to self-destruct. And oh how far it's come. The last uh, six months, eight months, it's been crazy. We got Young Virus up in the chat, Young Virus. Young Virus, I hope you forgive me. We didn't watch your music video last week, did we? Or, I'm sorry, last night. It seems like a week ago. It seems like a week ago last night. I was up till like 2 a.m. Still woke up at what time? 6.30. Six, like 6.15, and that took like a 15-minute nap till 6.30. So it is what it is. It is what it is, as the boomers love to say. When the sun comes up, I'm getting up, though. We got no curtains. There's, there's certain things you prioritize, right? <laughs> as far as, like, finances go, you can't just start getting, you know, you got to wait at least a year to put any furniture in your home. That's <laughs> where in our, uh, over here in our mud hut, our furnitureless mud hut. But we do it. There's, there's some furniture in here. Check it out. We got the little couch. And I got a dog. That's just a stuffed dog, by the way. <laughs> That's a, uh, it's a mannequin. Oh, man. It's been quite the day. It's been quite the week. It's been quite the year. It's been quite the decade, hasn't it? Oh, how far we have come. Let me pull up. Pull up my... We got Instagram here. Why are we looking at Instagram, Jessica? Why are we? I don't know why we're looking at Instagram either. I forget why I had Instagram. Let's let's check out. Let's let's take a take a little stroll through the day, through the morning. Check out my Instagram story. Okay, let's see here. Let's see here. So this morning, well, no, first of all, lovely comment. We've got a lovely comment here. Somebody sent me a screenshot of this comment. And then tried to send me a link to the post that it was on. And what a surprise. This is one of the vegans on my miles-long block list. Another one of my admirers, stalkers, whatever you want to call them. 
Why are you eating animals? Says, I couldn't watch Tristan anymore. The guy is irritating AF. I guess that's like autofocus or something. He's irrit <laughs> the guy is irritating autofocus. I don't know what you mean by that. He's an idiot and thinks he's smart. And I hope he gets stomped to death by his own cow while he's molesting her. So that's, I'm just, I want to thank you on behalf of the animals. I just want to thank you so much for your compassion. Um, I really appreciate, I really appreciate the comment. Why are you eating animals? I don't even know where this was. I don't know if this is on her, her page or what, but um, <laughs> somebody responded, so caring, mm -hmm. to which she responded, let's get one thing clear. I don't give an F about people like you. I want you to suffer the same fate as the animals you eat. Thank you very much. That was the response from the Thomas Green was, you're anti-human like most vegans. Um, thanks for pointing that one out, <laughs> Thomas Green. Um, astute observation there, my friend. So why you eating animals? Appreciate that. Appreciate the shout out. I'm glad, uh, glad I'm... Glad I'm fresh in your mind. You know, you got, you got to stay on the vegan's mind. And uh, we have been on a lot of vegan's minds this week. We sure have. And they've been letting me know. They've been letting me know in the comments every day. They've been letting me know in DMs every day. Some of them have let me know by doing multiple hours of content about me within just a 24-hour period. One of these fans, so we'll call him a super fan. One of my super fans, one of my vegan super fans has done like nine hours of streaming about me since the, uh, the incident the other day with, uh, with everybody's favorite Spurgatron. Um, ask yourself. And that same person has, I can't, I can't count how many DMs I've gotten from that guy. But alas, alas. It's good that we're on people's mind, right? It's good they're on people's mind. So anyways, our morning, what did we do this morning? We didn't have to butcher any chickens. Didn't get to butcher any chickens. I kind of wish we did though, because those chick we had chicken hearts and chicken livers yesterday in the morning. It was so freaking good. It was so good. Yesterday, my breakfast was, uh, I had a little bit of raw milk, a little bit of cheese, and then a couple, chicken livers are tiny. You know, a chicken liver, it's like, Smaller than the size of your palm. Mm -hmm. It's about half the size of my palm. Little tiny palm. I'm four foot nine. I got small little, small little palms. Um, about the half the size of the palm. Chicken livers. The hearts are really nice too. The hearts are like a thimble size. You know, like they fit you fit over your. Bigger than a thimble. You're like you're. Like the size of a clothespin. Dude, a thimble's. What do you mean it's bigger than a thimble? A thimble goes on your thumb. Do you know what a thimble is? Yes, I use thimbles. You don't use thimbles. My grandma used thimbles. I use thimbles. My grandma, she used to, uh, my grandma, she was a bookkeeper. Um, I remember going into her office. I don't know why she had so many thimbles. Maybe she used to sew in there. I remember how her office smelled. And she had, she had all those big, nice cabinets that you want to get, the metal file <laughs> cabinets. Oh, yeah. That's that you have, like, well, those are, all right, that I want you to want me to get. <laughs> I don't know why I like metal file cabinets. I just think they're so cool. Um, not the kind of metal file cabinets that you buy on a, a Wayfair, though. Not those kind of metal filing cabinets. Not $12,000 uh, filing cabinets. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Why are we talking about thimbles? Thimbles, thimbleism. Because the chicken hearts is that size. The chicken hearts, yeah. So the chicken hearts, those are great. Chicken livers are good. We didn't have any this morning. What did you eat for breakfast? Do you remember? I just had milk until... Like really? Five and then I had that steak. 
You know what's cool? Jessica used to think that she couldn't handle, and I'm sure you guys have heard her say this over the years. She didn't do dairy much, or she didn't do dairy much, because she just didn't think she handled it that well. But over the last, like, month, I'd say? Month, yeah. Over the last month, she's been having at least, like, half a liter of raw milk a day, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes up to a liter. With zero negative effects. Yeah, true. Right? Zero negative effects? Yeah. Not even questionably, possibly negative effects. No. I go easy on the cheese, though. She goes easy on the cheese. The cheese, I understand why you go easy on the cheese. You know why? Because you eat it all? Yeah, because everyone goes easy on the cheese except me. <laughs> There's no cheese left. Everyone's forced to go easy on the cheese. But, um, yeah, yeah anyway. She had a little raw milk. I had, what did I do for breakfast? I had some raw milk and some, no cheese. There was no cheese. No, I had, a, I had a steak. You made me that steak. Yeah, that's true. That oh, that was a treat. I don't always get a steak for breakfast, but when I do, it feels really good. Mm-hmm. When I do, it feels really good. So I had a steak this morning, some milk. It was the only meal I had, really, other than milk and cheese a couple times throughout the day, too. Jessica laughs because that means, like, two liters of milk yeah, spread throughout the day. Yeah, and cheese is, like, a half a block of cheese. Uh, excuse me, the cheese was about an eighth of the block of cheese. Okay. And I even offered you a bite. You did? Begrudgingly. I took. Which you took. Unwisely. Thanks, <laughs> it was really good cheese, though. The uh, it was nice and aged. So, anyways, basically just had cheese and milk. Oh, but no, wait, 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 wait. For our vegan brethren, for my vegan super fans out there, I know you guys are watching. I know you're watching later on, guys. I had a little papaya this evening. That was good. The papaya was yeah. nice. It was it was a bit mushy. It was a bit mushy. Could have been better. I put a little bit of salt on it, too, because it brings out that flavor. Papaya is not, at least the ones I like here, the organic ones that we get locally that you can grow here, they're not very sweet. Not a lot of sugar in it. Really delicious, though. So, yeah, raw cheese, raw milk, papaya, and then milk the cows. Then went down to town. I thought I was going to pick up. I have some tires. I have uh, my back tires are, are, pretty, are, are pretty shredded. I've got the front tires are decent. One of the tires is like almost brand new on the front. Anyways, I got a new set of tires. I need to get on that on that truck there. But my tires haven't come to town yet. I'm still waiting on them. So I went to town to try to get the tires. Came back home. Then we went down. We got our truck load from the bottom of the hill down by the river over there. It actually takes us 10 minutes. You got to drive all the way around the backside of the mountain. Went and picked up some grass. It's, it's uh, actually a bunch of corn. A bunch of corn bunch of corn there and it's it's a specific type of corn it's called choclo they call it choclo here it's white some of them are a little cream colored and it's a little bit sweeter than most varieties of corn it's a local heirloom variety it's been grown for thousands of years it grows really well here and it's crazy it actually gets this what is it what, is it, what do you call those what a clever call that describe one the the like truffle mushroom thing that grows on these oh yeah i don't know you were so what happens else? with these corn fruits little we call it a fruit here. It's not really a fruit, I guess. But the, uh, the cob. We call it the fruit. La fruta. The fruit actually grows a fungus. And it looks and feels a lot like truffle mushrooms, I think. What I've seen of truffle mushrooms. I'm not a truffle mushroom enthusiast. I'm not a billionaire. Right? I'm, not, I'm not Jay Dyer over there in his uh, two million square foot uh, Boomer McMansion. Uh, right on the beach in Miami. <laughs> right on the beach in Tennessee. On the beach in Miami, Tennessee. Uh, I'm not. I'm not rich like that, right? I don't have that the Russian bot money, like uh, like Jay. 
but I've seen truffles and this, this, this weird fungus, it grows in the cob, right? Like inside there and it flowers Come out. out again. I'm bigger and stronger than you, so I won't worry too much. Shit, you're right, Hench. I should just give up, huh? I should just give up. But it, uh, you know, it makes this weird little mushroom type thing. And apparently people eat them. I don't have the guts to eat it. It's like a black and white fungus, a ball. Very strange. I don't know anything about it. I got to explore that a little bit more. But it's, it's kind of rare. I've only found like three of them. But I haven't looked for them the last few days. We just grind it right up. We put it through this thing called a, uh, a forage chopper. We chop it up. The cows suck that stuff right up. They eat the whole stock and everything. And it's super dry right now. We were waiting on rain. We got some rain today. There's the kids goofing off in the truck. So anyways, yeah, that's what's going on on Instagram. Here's another, another cool comment of an Instagram story right now. This was a very uh, unreadable name, <laughs> but I like this comment. It says, I homeschooled for a few years. The pressure people put on me not to do this was unreal and nobody's business. It was a teacher who told me I was doing the right thing while friends and childless family babbled about socializing, falling behind, and maybe I should be reported for my negligence as I was winging it. When we did enroll in school, my child was ahead, not behind, and I'm no brainiac. The education system is appalling. Teaching methods are continually changed in order the textbooks constantly have to be purchased, not for better teaching methods, even in math. A math teacher admitted this to me. Wasteful planned obsolescence on textbooks. Greta needs to get on that topic. I was thrilled when schools closed down last year. Last year meaning the, the school year, which was still this year. So anyways, there are a lot of people who feel the same. Right, people who were homeschooling, and people would say, oh, how are your kids going to learn how to socialize? How are your kids going to learn how to socialize? And, she, it, and that always amazed me. Because our eight-year-old daughter, when she was five, she was better socially adapted than 90% of the people that I deal with on the internet on a daily basis. <laughs> she has better social graces, better social skills, than about 50% of people that I deal with in public, in the real world, not the fake gay internet world, She's got more social graces and better social skills than like 50% of those people I'm seeing in the real world. So I always thought that was a little bit funny. Now, I had some neighbors that were homeschooled and I remember they were actually really cool. They were an awesome family. I kind of felt bad for them because I enjoyed school, right? Like I, I enjoyed going to school. Uh, there were some times when it was more difficult, right? And we started getting into... Like when you get into puberty, you get more depressed and stuff. I'm you know, kind of depressed from like 14 to... 16, 17. Um, at that time, I didn't really like going to school. But before that, I quite enjoyed going to school. <laughs> right before, I guess before ninth grade. I really enjoyed going to school because of the, the social aspect of it. But it's funny, thinking back, it's like, I had some great friends. I'm still friends with a lot of people I grew up with. I still talk to people that, that I knew when I was just a little, little boy. But it's... Uh, I don't know, just think, if, looking at like how schools work, what children really learn how to do there, and the degeneracy, the social degeneracy that they're faced with, it's, uh, I don't know, it, does, it, it doesn't really balance out for me. The equation doesn't balance out. You know, throwing the kids in a room with a teacher that doesn't give a shit about them, and an adult that you have no idea what kind of person is in a room with your children. And I had some, I mean, I'm a, I was was a boy. Oh man, now when I was a boy, I had some I had some weird teachers. I mean, I never got I never got uh like abused by a teacher, but there were some like borderline 
and I, I escalated some of these, but there were some borderline incidents with substitute teachers at times. <laughs> there was a borderline punishment from substitute teachers. Vindictiveness, a little bit, a little bit of that. So, anyways, like I, I don't know the the whole sending my children to school thing. I was never into it. We like being around our children. We like teaching them things ourselves as well. And I gotta say, Jessica's she's a better teacher than almost any teacher. I mean, at least my elementary school teachers. Our daughter's only eight, so I don't know how Jessica's gonna do when she gets the pre-calc. Because <laughs> I'm not teaching pre-calc. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd say Jessica's a better teacher than every teacher I had when I was when I was a child. I had a few good ones, a few memorable ones. But the ones that I remember the most are the ones that I used to kind of clash with. Like I remember my second grade teacher used to tell me she was gonna staple my lips shut and she would click oh, the stapler shit. at me. Because <laughs> I crack jokes in class. And uh, I thought it was funny. And she actually did like me. She was weird though. Miss Richards. Miss Richards, she used to get migraines and she would just like, oh, I have a migraine today. And I, I, I didn't understand it. Until I got with Jessica and she got migraines. And she used to get migraines. She doesn't really get them anymore. Every once in a while one pops up and we're like, why did that happen? But it seems to be skeletal muscular with her these days. Whereas before there were... Yeah, sleep related sometimes. I'm sleeping in the wrong angle and whatnot. Mm -hmm. We're staying up, listening to me babble for four hours to all these bigots in the chat who refuse to listen to the good grown-ups on the TVs and sterilize themselves and accept the global totalitarian technocracy that's being uh, promoted. So let, that's, that's our day. That's our morning. Let me come over here. We got at least one super chat. We got at least one super chat. We got somebody supporting... We got some support today. Remember, if you enjoy these streams, please support. The best way to support is via the Streamlabs. All right, Alan W. donated 15 bucks. Says, thanks for your work here. Greetings from an Orthodox Inquirer in California. Alan, greetings, man. I appreciate your appreciation. And uh, it is you guys' donations that fuel these. So we'll keep going. We'll keep streaming. If you guys keep supporting, I really appreciate that. Alan, Luthien, the mortal. The mortal. I like that name. Luthien, the mortal, donated $25. Says, God bless you and your beautiful wife and the beautiful children uh, she gave birth to. God bless her. God bless you both. God bless, God bless, God bless. Wow. This, you know, when I, when I come over here to the battle station, I'm not always expecting such niceties from you bigots. You know, sometimes I'm just expecting slews and onslaughts of vegan cucarachas. You guys are, uh, it is an honor. Thank you very much for that super chat. I appreciate that. Best way to support is via Streamlabs. We'll do call-ins today, guys. There's a link in the description. We're going to do open lines starting, uh, starting like 30, 40 minutes or so with the, uh, with the open lines. If anybody wants to call in, if you want to banter, if you got, uh, if you got some beef, shit, if you guys, if you want to uh, jump on and debate, you're welcome to call in. We got Derek up in the chat. What's up, Derek? Yeah, I'm half your size. Uh, oh, no, wait a minute. I'm far bigger and far stronger than you. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget. Just for kicks. What's up, Just for Kicks? Just for Kicks. Donated 20 bucks via Streamlabs. There you go. See, everybody's getting it now. The Streamlabs, the Streamlabs is working better than the Super Chat on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, who have uh, completely completely shelved this channel and who regularly de uh, not demonetized, but also regularly unsubscribe or long-term subscribers 
we will be eventually fully demonetized on YouTube. Hopefully we don't get kicked off YouTube. But uh, in preparation for that, that's why we do the Streamlabs. Streamlabs works better. It's super easy to, uh, to do it. Really, really easy. And uh, there's a link for the donation in Streamlabs there. Thank you guys for the support. Just for kicks, donated that 20 bucks Streamlabs. Generous donation. Thank you very much. Just for kicks. Says, I trust this will be used on masks and Purell. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Purell mouthwash. Um, uh, I'm actually about to take a break in a little bit and, and wash the mouth with Purell just in case I can transmit the super deadly, terrible virus through this microphone to you guys. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would wear a mask, but I, uh, I have a medical condition. And uh, so I'm not able to right now. Chase is in the chat. What's up, Chase? Jordan Moore, Louisa Nelson. We got some familiar names. We got Boomer Fluid up in the chat. What's up, Boomer Fluid? I appreciate you appreciating his appreciation, says Boomer Fluid. Well, in the words of all boomers, it is what it is. It is what it is. Del Bridge is up in the chat. Del Bridge, another one of my, one of the favorites over here. Got some new names, some old names. We got friends and foes. Friends and foes, both welcome in the call-ins. We got one person waiting. I want you to hold up though, because we're gonna hit on a couple things first before we take a call, right? So we got trans vegan is gonna be the first caller. I'm gonna take these, I'm gonna try to take them in the order that the calls come in, right? And remember, no funny stuff. No funny stuff. We're YouTube. Keep it YouTube friendly. Remember where we're at. All right, why do I still have that pulled up? Instagram. All right, well, let's watch. All right, one, all right, let's just back it up a bit. Somebody asked me yesterday, a caller that called in yesterday said, what's going on that, that is good, right? Like we, we talk about the degeneracy that's going on out here. What are some of the cool things that are coming from this? One of the only good things that has come out of all this lockdown and coronavirus stuff uh, is skateboarding footage. Because everything, there's no, there's no security guards all over California. All the schoolyards are open. All of these courtyards, all these, um, uh, what, what do you call them? I've lived in California for so long. No, but the... Uh, City halls? Uh, no. Freaking strip malls. But you call them something else in California. Oh, I don't know. Like the outlet mall in Carlsbad? Definitely. Anyways, all these places that you, you can't skate. All these places you could never skate. Now everyone <laughs> is ripping. So skateboarding teens in Hawaii. Well, not just Hawaii, California. I mean, this is just, just randomly popped up on my, uh, on my Instagram, though. But I, that, that's a big-ass kickflip, buddy. That's a nice kickflip. Let's see this. Woo! Lofty. Lofty. It's like a trailer park. Good work, my friend. All right. I think we're done with Instagram. I could watch that so many times, though. It's perfect, right? Look at that. Look how high them knees are. He almost kneed himself in the face there. Catch it all nice. Ooh, there we go. All right. What else? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm just indulging myself at this point. All right, anyways, that's very nice. Wow. 
switch kickflip, switch back nose blunt. What do you even call that? Switch, switch kickflip, switch back nose blunt. All right, I don't know. I don't know. I'm overwhelmed. We got Young Virus up in the chat. Young Virus, we're going to play your new vid today, dude. We're playing it. We playing it. Don't you worry, my friend. Apologies for not playing it last time, too. Um, why is that pulled up? There we go. All right. All right, everybody. All righty, righty, righty. We got Billie Eilish here. Good global citizen. And she has something to teach all you bigots, all you hateful, spiteful, homophobic, transphobic, transveganphobic, veganphobic, um, climate denier, vaccine denier, um, I don't know what everything. Nine Eleven deniers, all you conspiracy theorists, science deniers in the chat. All of you, you're all guilty of some of these thought crimes, and you know it. You know it. But Billie Eilish, she can help. She's here to help the planet, the children, and uh, the government. She's she's here to tell us. <laughs> Something super important. So let's let's check out what uh, what little Billy has to say. You don't need me to tell you things are a mess. Donald Trump is destroying our country and everything we care about. We need leaders. What, what did he ban Xanax? <laughs> did, did Donald Trump ban Zanny bars and birth control? What, what are you complaining about, Billy? Billy Eilish. You, as the audience knows, I'm no Trump fanboy. But Billie Eilish here, you, you were like 17 years old just a couple years ago when you first came on the scene. Now you're like a 19-year-old pop star. How, how much money you got in your pocket? How much money have you made during his presidency? Well, oh, no, it's so terrible. It's all Trump's fault. <laughs> Orange man bad. Um, yeah, poor Billie Eilish. She, we need to help her get her future back. Let's start over. I'm sorry for interrupting, Billie. I just... Um, yeah, I know things are tough for you. You don't need me to tell you things are a mess. No, you don't. Donald Trump is destroying our country and everything we care about. Everything we care about. We She's, he's destroying it all. Everything we care about. Which, what, what is everything that Billie Eilish cares about? <laughs> Vanity, attention. He's destroying it. Trump's ruining it all. We need leaders who will solve problems like climate change and COVID, not deny them. Ooh, there you go. Exactly. You deniers. Trump is a denier. Okay? Get that? Do you understand, bigots? He's a denier. He denies science. Okay? Climate is changing. Problems like climate change and COVID, not deny them. Leaders who will fight against systemic racism and inequality. And that starts by voting for someone who understands how much is at stake. Someone who's building a team that shares our values. Who? It starts with voting against Donald Trump yes. for Joe Biden. Oh, she riding with Biden. No way. That is, that is so brave. That's amazing. I just, oh, Billy, Billy Eilish. She's gonna, man, this poor girl, like she's gonna catch so much flack for this. What a, what a controversial statement right there. Wow. Thank you, 18-year-old Billie Eilish. He's building a team that shares our values. It starts with voting against Donald Trump and for Joe Biden. Silence is not an option and we cannot sit this one out. 
We all have to vote like our lives and the world depend on it. Like your lives they depend on it. They do. The only way the to be world. certain of the future is to make it ourselves. She almost, did she almost opiate nodded out? Dude, this chick is so oped out. This girl is so pilled out. Look at her eyes. She's almost nodding off. And this is, this is really sad. Check the eyes. Or Joe Biden. Silence is not an option, and we cannot sit this one out. Watch at the end. We all it have to better. vote like our lives and the world depend on it because they She's do. She's so pilled out. The only way to be certain of the future is to make it ourselves. Right here, she almost falls asleep. Please register. Please vote. The future depends on you. Look at this picture right here. That's great. That's very small. All right. Thank you, Billie Eilish. Um, all right. You guys, you guys get the message? Okay. You have to. If the world, the world is dying. The planet's dying. Deniers are denying. Planets are dying. Children are crying. Trump is lying. And you have to vote. And your vote counts. When you put it in the electronic voting machine, you can trust that the Diebold electronic voting machine... How dare you? How dare humanity as a species, the most destructive, destructive. the horriblest, the cruelest species that has ever walked on planet Earth? The most destructive, the most destructive. How dare you? What good timing. Thank you, Michelle Lowe. Michelle Lowe. Dang, that was, that was so brave of Billy, though. To make it ourselves. Please register. Please vote. Damn. That's sad, man. Super sad. We talked a little bit about the opium wars last, last stream. And isn't, isn't it interesting how history repeats itself? Right? You know, the British Empire extended itself into the East using the weapon of cultural degeneracy through opium, causing massive addiction in China, advertising it with propaganda. Right? The 1830s, 40s, and 50s, there were major wars fought in order to break these bulwarks that the Chinese had erected that were keeping the opium traders from selling their drugs in China. And it was a huge problem. The opium addiction problem was massive there. But that the same, not only do the same tactics get used now, right? The same tactics of spreading drugs, sexual promiscuity, Destruction of the family, the destruction of the culture, the destruction of their worldview. That worldview warfare, what the Nazis called Weltanschauungskrieg. Weltanschauungskrieg. Worldview warfare. And Bill Donovan talked about this as well. Bill Donovan, who uh, headed the OSS, which later became the Central Intelligence Agency, talked about the importance of formulating the worldview and breaking down the worldview of your enemy. If you can break down the worldview and then reform that worldview of your enemy in your image you don't have to fight them physically right so these like non-linear warfare methods have been used throughout history but what's what's crazy is you, you know you little little oped out billy eilish here all pilled up on who knows what percocets zannies 
Whatever she's, all of them, who knows? Or maybe she's just stoned. Who, who knows? Sure seems pilled up to me. But the same big money interests <laughs> that, that pushed this degeneracy on the Chinese during the Opium Wars are spreading this degeneracy still. At the um, Yale Skull and Bones started through the Russell Trust. And the Russell Trust was international drug trade money. In fact, the whole Industrial Revolution couldn't have happened if it weren't for the massive drug trade, the illegal drug trade run by British elite and British banking families. You couldn't have the Industrial Revolution without that. You couldn't have had the capital for the Industrial Revolution if it weren't for this. And you couldn't have that revolution, the Industrial Revolution, and a lot of these subsequent revolutions. You couldn't have those without the massive propaganda blitz that sold the idea of this to vulnerable people who had already had their worldview broken down, who had already had their reality shaken through Trump. That's crazy. So the, the same forces that were doing this in China in the 1830s, 40s, 50s are doing this now. What happened when the U.S. went into Afghanistan and got rid of the Taliban who had banned the opium trade and the production of opium there? It flooded the streets. It flooded the streets of California. Right? The opioids flooded the United States, destroyed millions of lives. There's, there's probably nobody watching this right now who hasn't been personally affected in their families or in their friends, in their circles of friends and family, by, by this, by the heroin trade, by the heroin epidemic that happened after the war in Afghanistan. And then after that, you had the pharmaceutical scourge, right? the Sacklers pushing Oxycontin. How many of you know people who have died from Oxycontin? How many of you know? How, how many of you know? People who've died over the last few years from oxys. What's the new one? The, oh man. What is, what is the uh, about brain fart? Massive brain fart right now. It's like 10x oxycotton. Is this on the P? The Chinese are manufacturing a bunch of it. It comes through Mexico very often. People are buying fentanyl. Thank you, fentanyl. Fentanyl. All right, so it's the same thing over and over again. The same script gets run over and over again. Right? And that pop culture that they use to push this, they use to sell the drugs, to market the degeneracy, to market the behaviors that are going to destroy your ability to live a fulfilling life that are going to distract you. It's actually just one of the gaslighting techniques I want to highlight. So it's the same script. It gets run over and over again. You know, sex, drugs, rock and roll. What happened in the 1960s? It's psychedelics. Right? You got pop stars like Jim Morrison. You had the Beatles. You had the Tavistock Institute for Human Relations running massive campaigns to influence the culture to break the bond between the generations, between the children and their parents, so that you don't have generational knowledge passed down on how to live, how to feed yourself on your own land, how to do practical things, knowledge of history. You don't have 
that if you can create these generation gaps and the pop culture, the toxic pop culture, helps create those generation gaps and so do the drug cultures. Yeah, so a uh, little Eilish here. She, these people don't have any idea. Like the lower level, most of these you know, little girls and stuff who get used for this, they don't have any idea. No, but, but Jim Morrison's father, Admiral Morrison, was a naval intelligence guy. And he was actually in charge of the ship that got, <laughs> that got the United States into the Vietnam War, the Gulf of Tonkin. And of course, the Vietnam War, you've got the Golden Triangle right there. You got the drug production. <laughs> so this, this is no accident. This is no accident that these wars, these imperialist wars, are fought in areas where you got these drugs being produced. If you can control the vices, you can control the flow of drugs. If you can control the vices like gambling, drugs, prostitution, all these things that play on the lower passions of people, you can break up families, you can destroy communities, you can destroy cultures, you can distract people, and you can dominate them. You can dominate them. That's what it's about. All right, so Ralph Benj says that Morrison factoid just blew my mind. Yeah, you didn't know that? Look up Jim Morrison's father, Stephen Morrison, Admiral Stephen Morrison. And yes, Little Big Toe, The Doors music is garbage. It's <laughs> terrible. He was one of the worst lyricists, worst poets. Have you ever read his poetry? It's so, it's so bad. He had, there's recordings of his poetry. It's terrible, it's super bad. <laughs> so anyways we got a super chat here we got one super chat from a good global citizen uh, I, I want to say I really appreciate you, you taking the time out of your busy day snitching on your neighbors to send me the super chat I hope you're making sure that everybody in your area is wearing masks and aren't having gatherings that are unauthorized <laughs> we got two really nice super chats there we go Del Bridge what's up Del Del Bridge up in the up in the chat again, Delbridge donated 30 bucks, says, Tristan, why do spiritual vegans claim that when we eat meat, the energy from the animal goes into us? How would they know that? Also, <laughs> God bless your children, your wife, and you for eternity. There you go. Jessica gets these really sweet smiles and you're going to say nice things like that. And then I talk about it and then she goes, <laughs> I could just keep that loop going forever though. Oh, you get a cute little smile when you do that. You try to hold it back, and you know I'm going to make fun of you, so then you try, to, you try harder not to smile. All right, all right. Del Bridge, thank you. Why do spiritual vegans claim that when we eat meat, energy? Because everything is energy. Everything is energy. Everything is energy, man. If you eat meat, you're eating energy. But that's bad energy. How do they know that? How do they know that? You're going to have to ask them. But it's, it's kind of a, a concept, a, um, an animist concept, right? Animism. It's a, very, it's a very pagan concept. When you eat meat, the spiritual energy of the animal, it's like we're consuming its soul and we're taking its energy into us. It's terrible. But when you eat plants, you become lighter. Your chakras open up. Your third eye opens. Your 11th finger gets erect. Everything good happens when you eat plants, but when you eat animals, bad things happen. Mean things, terrible things, sad things. Thank you, Delbridge. I appreciate that, man. And God bless. Luthien the Mortal donated four ninety nine through Super Chat. Luthien, Luthien's both. He's he's every once he's, he's shaking it up, right? You got to confuse the you got to confuse the streamer. 
You hit it from every angle. You go from the you go to the Streamlabs, then you go to the Super Chats. Then you might even just send them an email in the middle of the in the middle of the stream. Then you might just go over to the PayPal, give them a PayPal tip. Then you might send some crypto. Luthians all over the place. Sometimes I imagine Kurt Cobain coming back and saying, this is not what I meant. WTF. Yeah, the Kurt Cobain thing is strange. There's, he's, got a, he's got a strange history and story there. Wasn't he hanging out with, Gins, with Allen Ginsberg at the end? Like near the end? Wasn't he hanging out with Allen Ginsberg? I, I might get into Allen Ginsberg. All right. Come over here to chat. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? If anybody wants to call in, feel free to call in. Uh, we'll get, we'll take calls in maybe about twenty minutes. We got one caller waiting on the line. Trans vegan still waiting on the line. There's a link if you want to call in. There's a link to the Zoom with the uh, the password. The password is trans vegan, of course, for all you trans vegans. Is it really? Royal says Ginsburg has the best poetry. <laughs> Ginsburg poetry is just like a, the grimiest. Dude, Hal is so disgusting. Or no, is that is it Hal William Burroughs or is Hal Ginsburg? They're all, they're all the same, right? William Burroughs. Okay, sorry. John, John Moore, Jordan Morris. He met William Burroughs. Okay. Maybe William Burroughs isn't as weird as Ginsburg. I feel like they're both... I feel like they're both like... They're both uh, NAMBLA affiliates. <laughs> Chase says, support Billy Eyelash. Speak up. Via Streamlabs. That's right. All your Streamlabs, those are going to the uh, the brave, stunning Billie Eilish so she can get her future back by getting Kamala Harris and Joe Biden to become president. Thank you, Billie Eilish. We appreciate that. But we've got we've got some more some more really important news here. We have another superstar, YouTuber, right? YouTuber, right? You got you got real celebrities up here. YouTuber. Uncensored messages are Oops. YouTubers down here. Real celebs up here, but slightly less cool than Billie Eilish. YouTuber Tana Monjo. Tana. Tana. She's probably Tana, right? T not Tana. It's Tana. Tana Monjo. Who's sending free nudes to OnlyFans users who vote for Joe Biden. Riding with Biden. If you ride with Biden, you can see my pooter. Let's see what she has to say. Come on, Tana. Tell us what's up. Tana uncensored messages are officially broken and the point has been made. I bought tens of thousands of messages of people telling me that they willingly voted for Joe Biden and it's the best thing ever. You don't need my ass to make you go vote. So go vote because you want to see a change in this country just like me. And thank you to everybody who joined me today. Booty for Bidening. That is powerful activism. Thank you, Independent independent for sharing that throwing your logo at the end some people really go the extra mile for their chosen cause this is a chosen cause right this is what happens when you have superstar power superstar celebrity power right like Billie Eilish or Tana Mongeau a YouTuber right who you may remember her from being briefly married to Jake Paul so she knows Jake Paul right she done, she done had Jake Paul's worm up in her and um so you know she's trustworthy, right? You know she, she's well-connected. She, she's connected to the world. She's a worldly woman. She's a woman, right? I mean, you could trust her. She's a woman. She's a woman. You just do what she says. She's a woman. Vote for whoever she says you should vote for. Right? I'm totally, I think we should, I think only women should be allowed to vote. Not only should women be allowed to vote and drive vehicles, 
Not only should be, they be allowed to vote and drive vehicles, they should be the only ones who vote. They should be the only ones who vote and the only ones who are being voted for, okay? Because women have been oppressed. They've been super oppressed for a long time. But now they're being liberated by OnlyFans. Now, OnlyFans, which is basically, OnlyFans is like, is the opium of, of, so, of social media, right? That's, that is what it is. OnlyFans is the opium of social media. It's the, it's the fentanyl of social media, in fact. The fentanyl of social media, OnlyFans. YouTuber turned OnlyFans content creator. She's a content creator. Like many Americans, Monjo has a stake in the upcoming elections. And she's on Team Joe. Which is why she's encouraging her followers to vote with a pretty unique promise. Any OnlyFans subscriber who sends her proof that they voted Joe Biden will receive a free nude. If you send me proof you voted for Biden, I'll send you a nude for free. Monjo posted on Instagram. And an Instagram upload that showed her posing in a string bikini. The caption included the hashtag, hashtag booty for Biden, and a link to her OnlyFans account. Just, I mean, you throw that in there. I mean, she's a philanthropist, basically. This, she, she is a philanthropist. Booties for Biden, right? I, booties for Biden. Um, I don't know, like cunts for Kamala. Um, cooters for Kamala. Booties for Biden. Um, who else? Who else are we supposed to vote for? Just, just Biden and Kamala? Anyways, Monjo's pledge seemed to be pretty successful. She later updated the post to announce that the deluge of message she received had broken her account. And there she goes. Look at that. Just empowered. Like, I mean, I mean if, there's one, if there's one thing that says women's empowerment... It's, uh, it's a chick with her pants pulled down halfway off her ass in a string bikini uh, just prostrating on the floor with Joe Biden's face. <laughs> Joe Biden's face up front. So this is just, wow, what a, what a brave Guys, woman. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. The big daddy. Update. Hashtag booty for Biden broke Tana uncensored. <laughs> I got tens of thousands of messages from people telling me that they willingly voted for Joe Biden. Monjo also said in an Instagram video. How did that they already voted? Important to stress that bribing, as bribing people to vote is a federal crime. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's a federal crime, bitch. You stupid whore. That's a federal crime. I got tens of thousands of messages from people telling me that they willingly voted for Joe Biden. Monjo also said in an Instagram video, important to stress as bribing people to vote is a federal crime. Dude, you just bribed them. <laughs> you bribed them to vote. What the hell? Tana says, people willingly voted for Biden. According to Cornell University, making any offer to exchange something for vote is an electoral crime. Uh-oh. Tana, Tana, Cooters for Kamala might be backfiring. We'll see. Let's see what she's got to say. Tana uncensored messages are officially broken and the point has been made. I got tens of thousands of messages of people telling me that they willingly voted for Joe Biden and it's the best thing ever. You don't need my ass to make you go vote. So go vote because you want to see a change in this country just like me. And thank you to everybody. Yeah, we want to see a change in this country. We want to see more EHOs 
showing their ass. We want to see more people's daughters debasing themselves, right? We want to see more women with fake plastic noses, fake plastic lips, filters, fillers, fake tits. That's what we need. We need we need more fake tits for our daughters. We need more fake faces for our daughters. We need more <laughs> virtual harlots, as Delbridge says. E-harlot. We need more e-harlots. So yeah, all right, so federal crime, federal criminal, Tana Manjo. Thank you, Tana. You know, we've got we've got a lot of a lot of really important announcements at this one. This one's even better. This one, you're gonna love this one. This is from Change the Ref. Change the Ref. They got forty thousand followers now. Got some uh, some folks here. Here's a tweet. Change the Ref in 2018. Joaquin Oliver was shot and killed in the Parkland school shooting. His parents used AI to bring him back and tell people how voting can prevent these kinds of tragedies from happening to any more families. So just like all grieving parents should do, these parents are resurrecting their child using AI? What? What? I am Patricia Oliver, and this is my husband, Manuel. Two years ago, our beautiful son, Joaquin, was shot and killed at Portland. Every day I think about him and what his last moments must have been like. Meanwhile, every day, nearly 100 more families lose someone they love to gun violence. Every single day, we keep telling people it doesn't have to be like this. They don't listen. This is this is this is so disturbing. I can't I can't believe what I'm seeing here. And they, they they don't sound they do sound like they're in some pain. At least like the faces kind of show some pain, but the they're reading off teleprompters. So we found a way to bring back someone that no one will ignore. It's very hard for me to look at this. So please Please listen to what our son has to say. We use artificial intelligence to bring him back for one last message. Yo, it's me. It's Guac. I've been gone for two years and nothing's changed, bro. People are still getting killed by guns. What is that? Everyone knows it, but they don't do anything. I'm tired of waiting for someone to fix it. The election in November is the first one I could have voted in, but I'll never get to choose the kind of world I wanted to live in. So you've got to replace my vote. Go to unfinishedvotes.com, register, then go vote. Vote for politicians who care more about people's lives than the gun lobby's money. Vote for people not getting shot, bro. Oh yeah, because no one will get shot if you ban guns, right? No one's going to get shot if you just ban guns. Because nobody does any crimes in places where there's strict gun laws, like Mexico. I mean, vote for me, because I can. We've got to keep on fighting, and we got to end this.
How's that music too? All right, so look, <laughs> that, that, that is one of the strangest and most degenerate and corrupt and evil and satanic things I have ever seen. We got the, we got the, the AI resurrection here, this blasphemous fake resurrection. Fake resurrection to, to, to go vote. You better vote. You got to vote. I mean, how do we know that this is, how do, we, how do we know we can trust this narrative too? This is one of the weirdest freaking things I have ever seen. Wow, dude. Look at that. And they've they got it translated. Look at Telemundo sharing it. Green Steel sharing it. They got all these different languages. Look at this. Look at all the languages they did it in. They're rolling out the deep fakes, guys. The, the, the deep fake stuff, this is just the start of it. They're gonna they're gonna pull some shit with all this deep fake. They've been they've been planting the seeds on this deep fake deep fake stuff for a long time. Before the Epstein stuff started getting talked about, the seed was getting planted for the deep fake the deep fake revolution, right? Where you can just you can just deny anything. Anything that's been on video could de can be denied and claimed, oh, it's a deep fake. That's deep fake. <laughs> but then also you can frame people as well. Remember that scene in the in the uh Series, the 2013 or 14 uh, series Utopia is on Channel 4 in the UK. Jay and I have to, we got to do a stream about that series. Um, they, they had some of the deep fake stuff and they were talking about it back then in that show, 2013, 2014, where they had the government was instantly forging or instantly throwing out deep fake CCTV footage to frame people that they were bringing in and, um, and arresting because they knew too much in the show. So... I don't know. I don't know about that. So that, that's the level that they're at, apparently. The CGI deepfake stuff. But they call it, like, you like how they call it artificial intelligence? This isn't artificial intelligence. This is CGI. They used to call it CGI. Now they're going to call this artificial intelligence. They're going to say that this is, they're trying to give you this like alien mythology about AI. Like it's an entity. Like it's actually, it's a conscious, it's a consciousness. We're gonna have to give it rights. All right, ben Gertzel's uh, Sophia the Robot was given citizenship in Saudi Arabia, where most of the citizens are treated like trash and dirt, but they gave her citizenship. Human rights to robots. And so they're telling you this is AI, this is like a thing, this is AI. No, 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 that's CGI. We mean AI. Unfinishedvotes.com. Here's the website. Well, who are they telling you to vote for? Just anyone who will take your guns away? We have to vote for people who not allow us to get shot. If they could just take the guns, no one will get shot. <laughs> All right. That's, that's very strange. Very, very strange. I've got a couple super chats here to read, though. Um, Let me refresh this page real quick. How are you guys doing in the chat? Are you guys as disturbed as I am about that? That was strange. Very, very weird. Who knows where they're going to go with this narrative soon, this rhetoric soon, um, about AI and deep fakes and all that. Jesus Christ donated $15. Says, I want to see more babies. Somebody wants you to have more babies. Jessica also, also wants to see more babies. We all want to see more babies. But God willing, we will all be seeing more babies soon. But sometimes it's just not in your hands, right? All 
Ben Gertzo will grill you with his magic wand, says Lawless Play. Does he have a magic wand? Combine the deep fake with the Mandela effect, and reality as we know it is over, says Derek. Yeah, I mean, they're just going to mess with people's memory. I mean, it, it opens up the possibility for large-scale gaslighting, denial of reality, right? You could just say, oh, that was a deep fake. You didn't see that. You didn't record that. That's deep fake. Dang. Young Virus still up in the chat. Uh, we got Sir David Attenborough answering climate change questions from David Beckham and Billie Eilish. Well, I might talk about this one another day. If you believe oh. that you are being gaslighted, then speak out. Come and speak to someone. Make friends within the vegan community. Thank you, Michelle Lowe. Uh, Jer Bear, what's up, man? Just donated 15 bucks. Says, Have you seen this new Amazon series, Utopia? Might be a good one to break down with Jay sometimes. Did they do a remake? Is it a remake of the original Utopia? Let me look this up real quick. Utopia. Yeah. Man, it's not going to be as good. Watch the original Utopia, 2013, 2014. It's the, they remade it. And it's probably shitty, the new version. The original one was, they, they probably wouldn't do the original one. The 2013, 2014, they probably wouldn't do that again. Uh, but I, I guess I'll, I will uh, maybe check out. John Cusack is in it. Um, and it's based on the original, which was definitely, I, I'm just going to call it, that original 2013-2014 series. There was only two series. I think there were six episodes each. Those were definitely better. You guys should watch that one. Watch the original first and then watch the new, um, more social engineering uh, version. There was a lot of stuff in the original. Check the trailer. All right, we'll watch the trailer. We'll watch the trailer. Even though you, 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 even though you guys aren't probably wearing masks, we'll, uh, we don't want to reward your naughty behavior, but we can check out the trailer. The Utopia trailer. Video unavailable. It's not available in my country. Hmm. Not as good already. Wait, do they use the same? They have the same actor? Oh no, they just got a guy with a beard that looks like him. Utopia is a story about a genius scientist who made horrible viruses. Ebola, MERS, Zika, predicted in dystopia years before the first case in the real world. Yeah, you're one of those, huh? It all has to mean something. What have you done today? Earn your place in this crowded world. Uh, the the music. I mean, I don't know if this is the music that's actually in this series. The music was way better in the uh, the 2013 2014 version. The acting was way better as well, just so far, and the writing was better also. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. You want to stay alive? Come with me. I need to kill every single person who's seen Utopia. Everything in Utopia is real. Viruses, biowarfare, man-made disease. I'm the foremost expert on this virus. Jesus is 
pretty serious situation. If that's your ass, it's a serious situation. Sturm's flu has now been declared a national pandemic. This is our undoing. See, this is the thing. If you, you watch the original Utopia, there's so many similarities to what we do see going on right here. Um, again, I suggest watching the 2013-2014 one first. The, the cinematography, uh, the music, everything very well done on the original. It's only it. six years ago, and it's in English, so I don't know why they're doing it again. It's in British English. Thick London accent, so I guess Americans didn't like it for that reason. We just be going into the belly of the beast, practically begging to be slaughtered. Yes. Yeah, what, what? That's extreme. Copyright strike for this music. None, none evil. How can you call that an Amazon original if you you lifted the series from a UK series from like six years ago? How is that an original? It's for those asking why it's heavily disliked. Let's go see. It's probably because the original was way better. And dorks like me. Yeah, there you go. Top one. L watch the original. Listen to the soundtrack. There was never a need for a remake. Just a continuation. Exactly. They should have made a third season, but they didn't make a, a third season because the original was it was lambasted by the press for certain reasons that you'll see why when you watch it. They didn't like this out there. Certain people didn't like the original. They didn't like what it was showing because it actually, the first episode of the second season is very close to reality. The first episode of season two was very close, and a lot of things were very close to reality, but the first episode of season two was definitely one of those where it's like, uh, you might be going a little too far with this. There were some things in that show that might have gone a little too far. All right, so yeah, Utopia, don't watch Amazon. Screw Amazon, man. Watch the original. All right, thank you. Appreciate that. Let me come over here. We got some super chats. I'm so much better now, and I'm so much bigger and stronger than you. Thank you very much, Hedge. We know you're bigger. We know you're better. We know you're stronger. You don't have to keep reminding me. All right, we got... Where is it at? Delbridge. What's up, Delbridge? Donate 10 bucks. Says, hey, Tristan, have you ever watched the movie In Time starring Justin Timberlake? No, but Jessica laughs at Justin Timberlake. Dude, Justin Timberlake was legitimately very good in uh, The Social Network. I think that's one of the only things I've seen him in. I haven't seen him act in a lot of other stuff, but he was really good in The Social the social Network. The Social Network? Or the so. It was called The Social Network, the Facebook movie, the Zuck movie. Timberlake was good in that as Sean Parker, mm -hmm. who's Sean Parker in real life is one of the biggest douchebags in the in the world. Sean Parker is freaking awful. <laughs> Sean Parker helped Soros pass the California cannabis laws. That was his that was his deal. Soros and and uh, and Sean. Gerber. Oh, we already read that one. Thank you, Gerber. Thank you, uh, Dell. Appreciate that. Um, all right, I got like a million things to talk about, but. I promise we're going to take calls tonight. I think that's. I think you, the audience is really enjoying the uh, the call-ins, because we got like three callers waiting. 
We got three callers waiting. We got Trans Vegan, we got Bruno, we got Nika. I'm gonna try to give you guys each at least a few minutes. And uh, you know, if you hey, callers wanna call back, you guys wanna set something else up. If it's interesting, if the conversation's good, we can keep going or we can schedule something else, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. I know there are there are a few people who are planning, told me they're planning on calling in. Let's see what's up with Trans Vegan. Remember guys, we are, we're live on YouTube. You do some funny stuff, you out of here. Funny stuff isn't th things that YouTube doesn't like. Which is, don't say anything true. Right, <laughs> uh, self-view. Transvegan. Transvegan, you, I think you'll have to unmute yourself. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, hey man. What's up, man? Yeah, it's me, Carnivore Alliance. You again, Carnivore Alliance. You've seen Utopia, I know you have. No, but yep. you were saying about it, the book. Yesterday, right? Is that the H.G. Wells book or something? No, 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 no. Utopia. Well, it, Utopia was the series. We were just talking about the series on uh, from 2013-14 on the UK Channel Four. It was called Utopia. It was like two seasons, and there were six episodes. Yeah. Six episodes of each season. It was really good. Well done. I know you don't watch TV. Oh, right. Nobody with a brain watches TV, but that's a series that's that's kind of worth watching. <laughs> What's good, man? So, um... Yeah, I just want to finish from yesterday, like, um, clarify that, you know, I was talking about, like, Tolkien and Huxley, and, and saying how it's like artists, but you said, yeah, they're not just artists. Well, well, yeah, um, like, uh, Wells. Wells, right, H.G. Wells, he wasn't just an artist. I mean, he was, he was a yeah. member of the, he was a low-level guy that was brought into kind of the upper crust of British high society through the Huxley family. So he was reared by T.H. Huxley um, specifically to be involved in the bringing about of global technocracy. So yeah, Wells is yeah. a fascinating character. You know, he was, you know, he was like the original free love guy. Oh yeah, I think I remember that. They yeah, and he did something about like um, creatures coming up from under the sea. They did a free did love you? in the, yeah 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 he did do that he did that but let me let me just make this one point and then I know I know you got some you know you're gonna want to drop some bombs on us or something I see you got that smirk you want to drop something on us um, Wells H G Wells was all about free love back in the 1920s and there was a push you remember the flapper girls and all that stuff there was a big push for more sexual degeneracy. Uh, and for that type of culture during the 1920s, kind of a similar script that was run in the 1960s as well. So H.G. Wells, he was very much into the idea of free love, of changing the idea of what it is to be uh, in a relationship like marriage, right? Uh, changing the definition of and the way that marriage is seen as an institution. And he was all about the, uh, the free love, the orgies and, the, um, and all, that, all that debauchery. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that kind of reminds me of Sigmund Freud, the way he's saying how H.G. Wells views, you know, what should be a romantic relationship for yeah. life. He's, they, they view it as just, it's just, you know, just sex. Yes. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's just your physical, I mean, it's just a, it's like food, right? Sex is just like food. You just, you need to, you need to crave, you have cravings, you have appetites, and you need to quench the appetite, right? And which is, these are the passions, right? Uh, the passions are not inherently bad. Like there's a there's a usefulness in sexual intercourse, right? But then idolizing it just like you know anything, right? There's there's a usefulness to opium. You know what I'm saying? Like opium has its place. Medicines have their place. 
that painkiller, opium, can be distilled into something that's way more dangerous than opium. It can be used recreationally, can be idolized, um, but it's not inherently bad in and of itself, but they, they play on these passions and they flood you with this. And it's just, and it, most people don't have the defenses. Most people don't have the worldview that can even push up against it. It's like, why shouldn't I just go to the club every night and just find anything I can stick my dick in and then you know, go home, pass out, do it all over again, over and over. And then people end up, you know, 50 years old, ugly, fat, lonely, no children, no wife, no one to take care of them when they're old. And, and then they're just easily controlled. Yeah. Um, so many people just want to have, live that fast lifestyle, not care about anyone else but themselves. And the, yeah. And then that's, um, that's kind of, uh, that's promoted, right? The, the atomized individual. All that matters is the individual, right? Individual rights. That's what we need. You just need the individual rights. It's like this, it's a false dialectic, the individual rights versus the rights of the greater good, you know, the, the, the rights of all of society. It's a, it's a false dialectic. Yeah, that's like the, 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 the don't tread on me idea, mm. the fact that it's literally a snake. But it's like, it is, the black and yellow is kind of still better than the red, white, and blue idea, I think. I'm not sure. But okay. it's still a snake. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the snake imagery, it's kind of a funny one, right? It yeah, seems like yeah. kind of a yeah, uh, kind, of kind of a Luciferian image there. I mean, it's hard not to yeah, not yeah. to it's hard not to think of uh, you know, the the serpent in the garden whenever you see a snake. It's very it's it's ingrained in our in our consciousness. Yeah. Uh, you know what you're saying about that Huxley stuff. I actually um, read the same or figured out the same sort of thing a few weeks ago okay. about exactly what you were saying last stream. What, what did I say last stream? Because I talked for like five hours. <laughs> yeah, it's just the stuff about the Huxley and like the family and the cousin and all that. Well, yeah, the, they're wearing, uh, the Darwins and the Wedgwoods used to marry with each other, I think, and then the Huxleys and... Or was it the Huxleys and I'm, the Wedgwoods? Was it the Huxleys and the yeah, Wedgwoods? Uh, I don't know. But you know the doors of perception, like yeah. the doors. Right, exactly. I've actually heard uh, his Jim Morrison's poetry. It is really funny. It's, uh, Do you have it pulled up? YouTube. You should read us. You should read us a, a, a verse from Jim Morrison. Some of his beautiful poetry. I, I had the book. I, I give it to my dad. It's, um, American <laughs> poems. What was it called? American poems or something? Or American something? Uh, wilderness. It's just called Jim Morrison Wilderness. There's a pretty. Oh, he oh, made, did you hear, he made an album where he recorded his poetry, like spoken word poetry on the album. I think it was called American something. I have to look this up real quick. Yeah, I've, I had the book and I listened to it. Uh, okay. It is, it is just... Drivel. I get what you mean by saying it's bad, it is, but... Yeah, he was, I'm pretty sure he released an album when he was all fat and drunk and coked out. Oh, I forgot he actually got like fat. It's an American prayer. Oh, they, they called it a Doors album, I guess, but it was... Yeah, oh, the one I listened to was called Wilderness, but yeah, I think I listened to that one too. What year was this? Do you know about um, Jimi Hendrix and the rock prophecy? No, which, which, who prophesied? Well, he was the first person to like predict the whole asteroid idea. And ever since, America's just used it to pump out like uh, asteroid movies oh people weren't talking about asteroids people weren't talking about asteroids are going to kill us all before before the 60s i thought that i, I didn't realize that it was like a big hendrix thing yeah what is Some... third rock from the sun didn't he have a song called third rock from the sun yeah just trippy uh you know heliocentric global stuff but 
weirdly, I feel like he, he really knew the truth, like with Axis Pulls as Love, and like describing the, well, the Axis, isn't it? We all know that isn't on a, an actual clue. We know the Axis. You're going to preach the, you're not going to preach flat earth. We, we all believe that the earth is fat here. We're fat earthers. Okay. We're fat, we're I'm, fat not earthers. Preaching, so. I'm just we're fat earthers. Yeah. We, we know that the earth is fat. We're trying to help it get less fat. Yeah, to like finish my point so I don't just look crazy. The whole like <laughs> me analyzing the fiction stuff into okay. the symbolism. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, Which has its place, right? It has its place, but you, we always have to be careful, like, and we always got to land the plane. <laughs> you got to ground it and land the plane. Yeah, well, I, I realized something. It's like, you know how God made everything? So that means that every thought that we can ever have was already designed to one day be. So as much as we think we're, you know, thinking really like outside the box and yeah, we're outside the square, the cube, but we're never outside the, you know, the actual like orb. You know, it's all about squaring the circle and all that with the mind control stuff. But I mean, then, uh, but then you get into an area where it's like you're, you're almost negating free will. Right, if if it's like we have yeah, this predetermined uh, everything, you negate free will, and then it kind of it actually does negate that that destroys yeah. Christian theology. There, I think I think it's really important to um, this is why the church fathers are so interesting, right? When you start reading like a, you know about you know, the early church, the church fathers who you know in the councils assembled the Bible as you know liturgical scripture um, as a liturgical oh, what do you call it a uh, is a liturgical uh, not, not item, but uh, anyways, the uh, the church fathers talk about this as well. I mean, it's really important that we that we um, that we have an understanding of like the concept of free will. Because if God if God created everything and everything is predetermined, then man like then everything is just automaton. That that's basically the, everything is predetermined. Everything is this clockwork universe. That's the materialistic worldview. That's the nihilistic worldview. And that's what these yeah, people believe. They think it's all just like, oh, there's nothing, there's nothing that we can do. We can't choose anything. Our thoughts are just given to us. They're all predetermined by the billiard balls bouncing around at the atomic level in this, in this universe that's just a cold, oh, dead that, place that, of that, matter. Okay. Right? Is that oh, right. But yeah, what I mean by that like, idea is um, how fiction, we've been like programmed or conditioned as a civilization to view fiction how they told us to view fiction. But really, fiction is not as random as they've convinced us it is. And a lot of people's fiction is actually their life experiences warped in their brain and then put into this fiction. Hmm. So you can, it's very, like, I've analyzed a lot and it really does speak the truth of, like, you know, the whole Norse mythology and the Christian stuff with the shield, like, like with H.G. Wells, things coming up from under the ground and down from the sky. It's just, you know, the fallen ideas. It's just the shield. And the well, there are, yeah. I mean, there there are these ideas that are repeated and symbols that are repeated, and yeah. you know, there yeah, there's there's that. a there is there's order to the imagination. But what gives order yeah. to man's imagination? Where is man getting these ideas from? I don't think it's just predetermined, like. You know, God doesn't predetermine our own actions. God gives us free will. We're made in the image and likeness of God, and we have free will. So we can choose, like, I can choose what I say to you right now. Um, we can choose our actions. But 
Yeah, no, it's a, it, it's an important concept to uh, to flesh out there, right? Like, do this yeah. free will exists? I mean, in a cold, materialistic, Darwinian universe, there's no space for free will. You're just an animal living out your animal desires as you were programmed to do in the structure that we live in, and all you have, to, all you really need to do morally in the Darwinian universe, in a physical, materialistic universe, if you believe that that it's just physical, then all you need to do is just be a dominant, just just kill and climb up to the top of the dominance hierarchy and kill all the males and you know keep all the harem for yourself and then you win evolution if you just you know you kill off all the other males and you become the only you become king dong you, you then you win the game of evolution which is retarded it's yeah. stupid um oh yeah you know you're saying about cgi like the other deep fakes i promise i'm not a deep fake <laughs> jessica might be though i don't know no, but there, there is a parallel with that, with like um, how they show a virus on screen and how they say that that isn't really alive. They claim that a virus isn't really alive. Okay, so, you know, that's, you could say the same thing about demons, but, you know, the virus of the mind, the boogeyman. It's not really alive because the tree of life was taken away from it and all it's left with is the tree of knowledge, the, the fallen ones, you know. That's pretty much what happened. But um, there's a parallel with NASA too, how they, they're, they're all on the deep fakes. They always have been, but uh, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> but they do, um, this like, agenda, it is eclipse based, like you're saying about clockwork. Mm. Well, that, that's, you know, like before these screens we have to like, we can view anything strange on a screen. Like we can just watch some, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, you, you, and we're not, we're, we're, this is, and this is crazy, like all these images that are constantly projected at us. If you show a yeah. child who's never seen television before, a Billie Irish, Eilish, uh, Irish, exactly. a Billie Eilish music video, that is a traumatic event. That is a horrific traumatic event for a child to see Billie Eilish with black fake blood dripping from her eyes, looking like a, a demon-possessed ritual sacrificed victim. Right, that's that's horrible. That's a traumatic, demonic image. So, I mean, what the, the question becomes though? It's like man's imagination. What is that? And where do those ideas and where do those images come from? That's what I'm saying about the fictional writings. The fiction. Right. Yeah. Well, they, a lot of the people who write fiction, like uh, uh, Lovecraft and, and a lot of these guys, yeah, they, they talk exactly. about channeling. Like they, oh, I just sit down and I channel. It's like automatic writing for some of these people. Tom Green. I mean, Tom, yeah. Tom Green says freely exists. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're, we're not debating the, the existence of Freely. We believe she exists. Um, there, I got, let me, hold on, let me, I, I got a comment here that I want to read before it gets lost. Uh, Amanda Yates, and this, this is exemplar, and this is what I, I've heard this from so many people, and it gets really annoying. And I've said this many times, YouTube is destroying their own platform. They're destroying any real content. All, the, all my favorite channel, a lot of my favorite stuff has been kicked off YouTube already, or just gets hidden from me. And YouTube tells me to watch MSNBC and Fox News videos instead of the content that I used to watch, right? But Amanda Yates says, wow, Tristan, the hubs and I thought you bailed on YouTube. We must have been auto-unsubscribed a while back. Glad to see you in the fam or well. Love to y'all. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate the, uh, uh, the, the kind words there. No, we have not left YouTube. YouTube would very much like that, though. But we're going to keep going. We might have to move over to DLive or something like that eventually. But you know what? It is DLive. All right. Yeah.
There's one called BitChute, I think. Like yeah, BitChute's good, but you can't stream. The thing is, like, all my content yeah. now for the last like year, it's just been stream focused. I don't, I don't like editing. I yeah. love editing videos, but I don't edit videos anymore because of the way YouTube works. DLive is spammy, so yeah. something. Yeah, DLive sucks in a lot of ways. But anyway, sorry, sorry for interrupting, man. I just had to read that before that comment got lost. Yeah, I just want because I've always been like, you know, mocked for analyzing fiction. Probably because I didn't take the official, you know, degree course mm -hmm. to understand it to a degree. Um, I just do it, you know, in my own free time, and it's like. Yeah, enjoy it, man. Who cares? I mean, it's like I think it's important to um, to analyze these things and to and yeah, to, uh, well, to to consider the symbolism of some things. I think we can get we can get lost in it too. Like we can get too we can get myopic and lost, and we can get. I mean, just like these these people that write fiction, right? Where do those ideas come yeah. from? We can also be influenced by thoughts that are sent our oh, way. Yeah, we can also be influenced to, in, to, uh, to interpret things incorrectly. We can be influenced to interpret things in a way that could even be detrimental to our spiritual development. And would you yeah. not, you know, if you, you know what you would, I think you'd like this book. Do you like reading books? Oh, uh, yeah. This book called The Screwtape Letters by uh, C.S. Lewis. Have you read The Screwtape Letters? Uh, no. That's one of my favorite books, The Screwtape Letters. Uh, John Cleese actually did an audio record. Read the book, though. Don't listen to John Cleese until you've read the book. Read the book and then listen to the John Cleese audio book of it. Um, it's C.S. Well, Lewis. It. It's a great book. It's C.S. Lewis. It's a fiction book, but it is, it's from the perspective of a low-level demon writing to his uncle Screwtape, who's a higher-level demon, and they're just discussing like their psyops and soyops and whackops and gayops and fagops that they yeah. do to uh, to try to uh, basically pull a Christian off of his path and uh, demean him and get him to engage in chasing the passions and basically just living a, an awful sinful life of, of self-destruction. Um, Oh, yeah, you know you're saying the AI is going to be considered like an entity and like given rights and all this stuff. That's what they're Plus, doing already. They're well, already preparing us for that. That's what I meant. Yeah, about the virus, the way they say it, it's like, oh, it's, a virus isn't alive. It's like half alive. It's like we all know it alive. isn't alive. It's a little bit alive. It's kind yeah. of alive. It's like a bot, yeah, an AI. Yeah, man. A GMO. Yeah, but um, another thing I looked at is... Uh, I remember, do you know the show Lost? And they had like Dharma in it. I didn't watch it. I didn't see that one. There was so it's like much hype. island you can't find. Kind of like the Eden type of stories when they go to the North Pole mm. in like ships. There's, yeah. a, there's a book about that. And um, there's this thing called DARPA and it's like just CIA, big pharma, trippy stuff. And then with the, the vaccine that's coming, supposedly, that's with DARPA. But the one in the show is called Dharma. And if you, <laughs> I'll look up. Uh, so Dharma instead of Dharma. What? Dharma rather than Dharma. Yeah, the meaning of Dharma is underlying the right behavior and social order. So they, you know, they love to just make things one letter difference. They love to just. Yeah, but that's a basic literary. That's a basic literary tool, right? You make allusions to certain things. It's like when I when I used to write you know, stories, short stories, and play around with fiction. I would I would do the same. You know, I would I would seed it with things in reality. 
right? I mean, it's, yeah, some, some writers do that. Some writers are trying to program people to behave in a certain way in the future. Some are looking at it, you know, in a more sinister way. And others are just like, you know, this is, this is what I see and I'm distilling these thoughts and it's, uh, I'm going to, you know, put it into this story and I'm going to change some things. It's going to be kind of like my life combined with this other experience that my father told me he had when he was a child. And, and I think, Yeah, it's, I'd say uh, Tolkien stuff is like that. Tolkien. Tolkien, and, um, Tolkien's interesting. I, I haven't read much Tolkien. Just I just read uh, what's it called The Hobbit. Oh, I recommend The Silmarillion. Even if you don't read uh, it, a lot of people have recommended that one to me. A lot of people have told me. Oh, that. it's it's the whole story, man. And it's like, um, yeah, you know, the One Ring to rule all. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I realized that that is the eclipse. And like I said before, we had these screens to worship. You know. The, the strangest thing you would ever see is an eclipse in the natural world. I know? don't know about that. I mean, people, people have been, uh, priesthoods have been plotted out eclipses for a while. I mean, this is depicted in, um, I like the depiction of the, how the eclipse, the symbol of the eclipse was used in the film Apocalypto uh, from yeah. 2007. And they used and, it as an initiation tool to confuse people and, um, and, and kind of solidify the power of the priesthood who are using it basically as like a black magic illusion. You know, oh, look, the, yeah. the sun's being covered up. We got to, the gods are angry. Um, we well, we got to chop more heads like, off and we got to eat more babies and the gods will be, the gods will give us our sun back. And then the sun comes back and everybody thinks the priest brought the sun back. Yeah, that's what they want to do. But what I think it really is, is like the sun and the moon or Anubis, or whatever it is, uh, when they cross, they actually, you know, make love. And it creates a portal, hence why it's known as the ring. It's not known as, you know, in the old times, they, it was the ring. It wasn't like something covering something up. It was a hole. It was like a, you know, a literal. <laughs> what I worked out is like... <laughs> I don't know about that, man. You, 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 this is getting into no, OnlyFans a- territory. We're going to have the, the sun and the moon. <laughs> the sun and the yeah, moon about to make yeah, OnlyFans. <laughs> but um, apparently, Jesus was crucified during an eclipse. And he's probably born in one too. I think it's a it's like a, a godly dimensional. There's thing. there's a lot there are a lot of a lot of these esoteric orders and these people that are into all sorts of nonsense say a lot of things about it. But you know, that, as far as being born during an eclipse, that's not that's not canonical. Um, Is that like Rosicrucian level? Yeah, it sounds like some Freemasonic yeah. lameness. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, the, the, it's interesting stuff, man. The uh, I'll, I'll check. I'll, I'll have to check out the Silmarillion. Um, I'll have to check that out someday. Well, Another obvious one that people forget is the Lion King. How, like, what uh, Mufasa represented was the sun, and then what Scar represented was the eclipse coming in, and the rain, you know, like purple rain, well, the rain became Scar's rain instead of Mufasa's rain. And now we're all waiting for Jesus's, no, for Simba to return to the Pride Land. Yeah. Well, Lion King was a very Masonic film, and all the you know, the sun worship. It's a it's a very Masonic idea. Freemasonry, uh, very into pushing the idea of yeah, just worship of the creation, and it's blasphemous and it's yeah. stupid. Um, I think I don't know. I I, I I don't get too much into it anymore. Um, I'm, I'm not so concerned with the uh, with all the well, symbolism. I'm more concerned uh, with my own salvation, man. I'm concerned with the salvation of myself, my family, and uh, and those around me. But um, Dude, we got we got oh, like yeah, four yeah. other people. How many other people are waiting? We got three more people waiting. Three more people have entered okay, the waiting room. Yeah, dude, go for it. Uh, 
I said to that lifting vegan logic to just jump on the Zoom. He just won't do it, man. Oh no, because and because he's he's gonna crush me. He he has the arguments. He's the he he crushed me already, and I'm so scared of him. I'm so scared of him. I'm so scared of him. I'm just I'm running from him. I'm I'm frightened and, and afraid like, of his logic. Yeah, remember Vegan <laughs> Gaines is trying to act like he won before. Yeah, exactly. This is what they do. They they're like roosters. They're like I win, I win, I win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's people pathetic. Who won the debate? challenge you to an MMA match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he won the debate, but you then he challenged me to a fight. fight but you lose, logically. Yeah, yeah, and just like uh, the, the other guy, what's that fag's name? Lifting, lifting vegan uh, logic. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he, he's gonna crush me. He totally crushed me. He made, he, he, his narrative is like, he's oh, Tristan's running from me. I, we, we made them look foolish. Yet he spent like nine hours streaming and bitching and crying about it. He can't stop DMing me and tagging me everywhere. He sends his little. I think he's, he's got alt accounts too that he's commenting with. So it's like, yeah. dude, if you want to, if you want to talk, jump on and talk, man. Jump on and talk. Yeah. I, we, there's another <laughs> vegan. There's somebody. Uh, actually, remember Veganica? We watched that clip about she made the video and it, she made an ad. She's waiting right now to come on. <laughs> Veganica's on the line. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get her. I'm gonna talk to her next. You think is that all right with you, man? Oh. Can we, yeah, can we give Veganica on? Yeah. He said uh, Black Hole Sun Corona. He's got it, man. There you go. Black Hole Sun. All right. Won't you come? Later, man. Nice talking to you, dude. Carnivore <laughs> Alliance. I want more edits, more funny edits. Give me them. I want them Ritalin right. edits again, man. Those are funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, I better take my Ritalin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Have a great day, man. It was nice chatting. Yeah. Peace. God bless. Come over here. Um, how do I? Uh, I'm still out. Yeah. God bless you. I love soy. Here, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll go. I'll just kick you. <laughs> I'll remove you. There you go. Remove. All right. I think Nika. Nika is next. Let me come over here. And read some super chats first. Oops. Hold on. Marcos, I need to send you back to the waiting room because I, I wanted to get put in waiting room. Sorry. All right, Nika, you're going to come on next. We'll talk to you in a second. Let me uh, first read these super chats. Thank you guys for the support. Thank you guys for calling. I always like, these call-in shows are the best. Call-in shows are the best. We got Saturday Night Live call-in show. We did Friday night, Saturday night. We're having a blast. We got, we got all the bigots in the chat. Bigots from all different walks of life with all different opinions on things. Tom Green donated five bucks. Says, "Keep it up, Tristan, and make sure you don't let that cow stomp on your head." Yeah, the, the vegans can only hope. They can only hope. Um, write down uh, in time. Also, Dale Bridge, thank you again for the other uh, suggestion on in time. Jessica, I've, I've, somebody else suggested that. It's the second time I've been told to watch it. I think it's a uh, it's a kind of an esoteric themed film, which should be should be fun to watch. Maybe Jay and I can uh, do an episode on it. All right, Nika. We got Nika, Nika. There she is. Let's get Nika in here. I think Nika is Veganica. Now I get, because your name says Nika here, I get why it was Veganica as the screen name on YouTube. Can you hear me, Nika? Hello, hello, Nika. Hello. Maybe she fell asleep. Cause it's like I mean she's in where, oh, she's, she, she's in Poland. Not because she's vegan. No, we're not, not talking shit. 
I think she. I think she's pretty civil. She's not like one of these spurgs that wants to. That wants to battle. <laughs> yeah, she's not. She's not like a stalker or anything like that. She seems cool. Nika, um, let's see. I'm. I'm. I think you're connected now. Nika. I just I, I unmuted you. Try unmuting yourself. It's there's the little red the little red thing at the bottom of your screen tells me that you're muted. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, okay. Start video. I see. Uh... Good evening, Nika. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Hey, how's Good it going? Evening. I don't. Do I need more light or is it okay? I, you're fine. I mean, it's it is it's good. It's all good. The lighting you you never could get lighting perfect if you don't have like a. I don't know. I mean, the lighting in here. Maybe is... I will switch on one more light, okay? Look what I do to get my lighting not even good. I have this thing right next to me blasting my face. I would turn that off, but then you guys would barely be able to see me. Let's see. If I turn that light off. Yes. All right. Okay. Better. What's happening? Okay, so like you said, like you said I'm from Poland, so i'm quite nervous oh no no don't be nervous i know you told you told me there's nothing to be nervous about um glad to have you on i know we watched your video the other day and uh oh hold on we got a super chat there thank you so much imploring remonstrance has just donated five bucks says god bless from rainbow unicorn land aka canada thanks a lot i appreciate that um all right yeah veganica right it's v-e-g-a-n-i-k-a is your your youtube channel she's got a channel called veganica she made a video yes. the other day. We watched like 10 seconds of it and I got, I was a little freaked out. I was like, why did she do an ad of this? Like, what is going on here? She did like, she did like an ad for this video and targeted the video and then people, and then Jay saw the video and we watched part of it. Um, but yeah, you- so, uh, so you didn't watch it till the end? We watched like uh, maybe two minutes of it. <laughs> we didn't watch the whole thing, no. Sorry, uh, I don't know why I hear you uh, double. Like, I hear you from YouTube and additionally, like, separately, I hear you, I think, from Zoom. So you I'm have, completely lost. Uh, go to your YouTube tab and close close the YouTube Maybe tab. I should uh, switch off the sound of YouTube? Yes, yeah. Okay, I'll try. So now I will hear you. Can yeah. you say something? Yeah, you're good. So, yeah, Veganica, somebody says... Oh, uh, there is a huge, huge delay because I had the hands up when I didn't have them. Oh, so I <laughs> All good. So, <laughs> Veganica, how long how long have you been vegan for? Oh, me, I've been just one and a half year, approximately. Okay. Yeah, but you know, you are you claim that there are no people in the world who 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 wouldn't have eaten meat for for a long period of time. Yes. Oh, what? Wait, wait, wait. Can you, uh, uh, I know, I, I, your like, English is very like, good. Your English is, to... <laughs> go ahead. Sorry? I was going to say your, your English is really good, but I think the wording of that, could you, could you try to word that? Because I'm not sure what you're asking. You're saying I made a claim? Um, you claim that there are no, uh, and a big uh, group of people who wouldn't have eaten meat for, for a long time. Okay, so, no, 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 I've said there's no, there are no long-term vegan cultures. No long-term vegan cultures. 
I just wanted to tell you a little bit uh, about the history of my nation because like the whole generation afterward they didn't eat meat for like the whole 40 million people yes like even today I talked to my mom like how she grown up how she grew up so she says that like um, they had seen meat once a year approximately so and the whole nation like grew up in this way and once I saw in the video that you you said that you met a woman 75 years old in Ecuador. Yeah, you live in Ecuador, yes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who is 75 and she's still cool and she can uh, walk. She, she's like almost not. I think she might be almost 90 now. When I met her, she was mid 70s. But she, yeah, she's not vegan. Okay. She's not vegan. She was. Uh, yeah, that was a story. Okay. I just uh, let me let me tell like a brief synopsis of that story to the audience so um i think what she's talking about is i talked about before when we first moved to ecuador i was we we're very interested in the idea of producing your own food living off of your own land living off of your own food producing food for your families and eating nothing but local food that you produce in your local area right so we were looking for people who were doing permaculture looking for people who were doing um you know, organic farming and living off of their own land and we're, we didn't meet anybody, right? And one of the first people, one of the coolest people we met here, uh, right away, she had raw goat colostrum that she gave us. Um, I think it was like the second day, the day after we met her, she her goat had just given birth, and she sold us a liter of goat colostrum. And um, yeah, it was just it was kind of an eye opener seeing and talking to her. And I asked her, I remember asking her, like, do you know anybody who's been self sufficient? with the word I think I used at the time, do you know anybody who's been self-sufficient as a vegan, able to feed themselves off of their own land? And she just laughed. She's like, no, you can't, you can't do that. So I was like, yeah, I, I didn't think that, uh, that you would, uh, that you would. But when you, let me just um, now ask you a question. You, you said that in Poland, people weren't eating meat after the war, right? It sounds like the- Yeah, of course. They, the, yeah, like the whole nation, the whole generation, the elder generation grew up on uh, basically on potatoes. So, so my mother. Yeah, is but that, exactly that's impossible. Five. That's actually impossible. There, there are fatty acids <laughs> and amino acids that you need, right? So they were eating eggs. Also, they were definitely eating eggs, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The, the, yeah, there was dairy. So that. So yes. let me just let me just say that I uh, and then I'll let you talk more. I would say that vegetarianism and veganism are very different. Vegetarianism. Yeah, you could be a vegetarian and live a long and probably pretty dang healthy life with eggs, raw milk, dairy, and stuff like that. But I'd say that without those, they, that's starvation. They die without supplementation. But for example, I, I talked even today with my mom. I just wanted to make sure. So I asked her what was her typical dinner. So every day she was eating, uh, like dinner was potatoes with carrot and parsley. This was like everyday dinner. So, and, she, and actually this is, so the whole generation grew up, yeah, we can say it is the generation of vegetarians. Yes, they had uh, eggs also, yes. And, um, but what is interesting that this old generation, they are really strong. For example, my mom, she's right now, she's 75 and she's never, never in her life to uh, take a day off. It's like very nice. strange for her. That's good. And then she, She's 75, she's fine, and her husband is uh, 84, and he's also, he, he can walk the mountains, it's no problem, you know? And he also grew up on potatoes, basically. And this whole generation, well, and, uh, generation, they are strong. When you say he grew up on potatoes, I, I, 
they were eating eggs and stuff. Didn't they have chickens? How did they yeah, get it? Oh, so yeah, like additionally, I, I mean, the whole generation didn't eat meat, yes? But look, but then, but they, it generation... was because they were forced by, they were forced by circumstance through poverty into a situation where <laughs> yeah. they didn't have the availability of it, <laughs> yes, right? Of course, yes, yeah. of course, I know, I know that they were not vegans, they, yeah. they, they didn't do it for animals, I know. So there was an involuntary semi-vegetarian diet where they had, where they, they, their culture was destroyed by the war. Yeah, country was completely destroyed, of course. Yeah. So, yes, yes. But then we had communism, yes, also. So even when I was a child, you know, there was... Um, okay, I missed the word. Uh, it's like you couldn't go to the shop and buy things with money. Yeah. Um, like assignation. I don't know. What is the proper Ra word? Rations, right? Your food rations. Where the government, yeah, the government so, gives so, you food. So, Yes, so you could get like two uh, two kilo of meat per month per month. Yeah. Um, so this was when I was a child. Yes. Yeah. So it's terrible. And look, yeah, two kilo and uh, approximately two hundred grams of butter per month. One month. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Um, and also my generation is strong. For example, I never heard of any allergy, asthma, uh, you know, in, in my class, in my, among my mates, nobody would like, I never heard of that's like, cool. autism. In, yeah, that's great. Uh, that's great. But, but when you, no. you know, autism is not from eating meat, it's not eating butter. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to say, I just, I want to say that those elder, like even my generation or my mother's generation, we don't get sick. And the younger generation who, who are eating a lot of meat, they are like, they are so weak and you know, because actually this is not the topic I wanted to discuss with you. Yeah, it was interesting though. It is, it's an interesting observation, but like, I think we got to consider, uh -huh. we got to consider other factors too, right? Like uh, vaccination rates, you got to consider other things like environmental pollution, toxins in the environment, uh, lifestyle, sitting in front of computers all day, wireless radiation. Uh, we have all these other things that affect our health uh, at every single level, right? Um, I know, so we got someone in the chat right here. James Orman says his brother has got autism from vaccine damage in Poland. So, um, uh, my my son is autistic, but slightly. No. Yeah. Um, okay, but um, but why, for example, your community is coming? Like, for example, to me, yeah. they are calling me skeleton. Yes. You don't look like a skeleton. I'll tell you right now. I think you look, I mean, from the, hey, I don't know. Maybe you got good lighting. They use their brains. They see me, but they, they are taught, taught like, by people like you to call vegan skeleton. So they come to me, oh, you're skeleton. People like me. So you're, you're going to blame me because someone called you a skeleton. Have you ever heard me call no, you? No, I don't blame you because I, I, I hardly know you, you know. I just started <laughs> watching you recently. But I already noticed that you might be. Um, Do you, don't you agree that a lot of vegans do look and behave a little bit like would you agree that many of the vegans in, in youtube mm -hmm. in the youtube community or maybe don't act like people who you would want to invite to your home and hang out with actually yeah i'm also quite critical about uh, vegans other vegans and yeah. and th this is the reason why i decided to also record in english as well not only in polish because actually there is um uh, one narrative which I cannot find in English, mm -hmm. like, um, first of all, I, I think that um, uh, vegans are like overrepresented uh, by atheists and completely underrepresented uh, by believers. So 
this is one of the things that I want to... Uh, yeah. What is the word? No, no. So, so you're saying that, that you don't see a lot of Christians that are vegan? There are, but, uh, but I don't know why. For example, um, even if you, you call, uh, repeat um, very often, if you come from a materialistic point of view, so I don't understand where you find those people who come from a materialistic point of view. I don't know such people. Like, well, you don't know a lot of atheists. Well, you are you saying atheists? You don't know a lot of atheists? <laughs> I, I know atheists, and I think they... Um, like well, I said, again, I I'm being around stronger than you, so I won't worry too much. Sorry, that was the super chat thing. They, they pop up. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, I know such people, but I don't know why materialistic. Because I think materialistic point of view mm. is um, doesn't fit the... Well, doesn't suit. I don't know which, what is better. Yeah. The twenty-first uh, century. Okay. Because you know, I'm into quantum physics. Yeah, a lot. So I know that there is no such a thing like material world. I think you can read about it in the Bible. So maybe Bible is representing materialistic point of view, but uh, but not the reality. If you study reality, then you know. <laughs> It's when we get into deeper concepts, the language barrier becomes difficult. I guess, where did you learn English? Do, yeah. you, do a lot of people speak English in Poland? You speak pretty. You speak really well. It's it's hard to discuss like deeper issues with you know when it's your second language for sure. Like if I if when I try to have deep theological conversations. It's my third language because I studied Japanese. In fact, so it's my oh, wow. third, third language. Yeah. So. Well, again, just when you said you, you people say you come on your channel and say you look like a skeleton earlier, I would totally disagree. I think you, you your face looks healthy. I do think like I mean. Just maybe the lighting's really good right now, but I think you think you do look pretty healthy, and uh, and I hope I hope you're doing well. I would say that if you yes, do, exactly. One exactly. thing that I would warn you. So you are different. So so you meet strange. You may you meet weirdos vegans, but I meet weirdos uh, carnivores. And, yeah. Oh, for sure. No, there's there's spurgs all over the place who are just you know there are a lot of people on the internet, and all they want to do is just talk a bunch of shit, right? But that's not what I'm here to do. Like I'm here to actually talk about these things, and I would hope that you know, that we could have a conversation and maybe even learn something from each other. Now, when you told me, you, you said, you mentioned your son um, is autistic or probably <coughs> autistic earlier. Have you, I, it's just, it, it really pains me. And it's, you know, it's, I don't want to, I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you what to do with your life. You want to eat vegan? I got no problem with it. But for your son, I would say that you're going to, it's very likely that you could harm his development by forcing him to be vegan. I'd say, you know, at least giving him eggs regularly, maybe some fish, um, would be real, really wise if you want what's best for your son. Well, he is doing really well, you know. He's uh, quite uh, well, um, he made a lot of progress, incredible progress. It is also one of the topics in my channel. I'm not only, my channel is not only vegan channel, I also talk about autism because my son developed uh, incredibly, yeah. so I'm trying to share this, um, also this um, this experience with people. Yeah. Uh, but but actually, I also wanted to talk. Um, like yesterday, last night, I watched your video, your interview with Goji Man. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I like that conversation, and I, I'm wondering why cannot we talk like in this way? Like, yeah, because well, that's what I'm saying. I'm always trying to do that. That's why I told you when you emailed me. Like we, I watched part mm -hmm. of your video. We cracked some jokes. I was like, "Oh, she look, she must be Marina Abramovich's daughter or something." And then we just moved on, right? Uh, but you know, I, I was joking. I'm, I'm not trying to be a you know jerk to you or anything. But we've got, 
you only have so much time when you do these things, right? Sometimes you skip over stuff. So I'm sorry I didn't watch your whole video, but I did read your emails and I appreciated the emails you sent and you seem like a genuine person who wanted to talk. And when, whenever a vegan comes at me like that, I always invite them on, which is, I've, I've invited Goji Man on multiple times. He's only come on once, right? But we had a good conversation. Now, mm-hmm. I would love to follow up with him and hear what's going on and, and mm-hmm. hopefully he's doing better. I haven't really checked in on Goji Man in a long time. I had a conversation with Vegan Foot Soldier, right? And it, it was a cordial conversation. It went well, right? Had a plenty, I've had lots of conversations with vegans, ex-vegans, and uh, we're here to build bridges. Like we're not here just to, uh, to make fun of vegans. Sure, we make fun of some vegans, but we do it selectively. <laughs> I make fun of the vegans who are trying to stop me from feeding my children the diet that I feed my children, who are trying to stop me from living my way of life, I go after those ones, the activist vegans, who want to shut down our family farms, right? The activist vegans who want to force it on us. I'm upset about that, right? I mean, they're, 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 they're trying to enact essentially what I consider to be a, uh, a holodomor, a situation like you saw in the Ukraine where you're going to create a starvation type situation in massive portions of the population who don't know how to nourish themselves, it's admitted that it's difficult to do a vegan diet. All the vegans will admit that it's real difficult to get the right supplementation. You need things like DHA, EPA, iodine, zinc. You know, these things can be difficult to get in plant foods. And if you're not being careful, dangerous things can happen. So I, I, I'm concerned with a lot of people. I want to help people and I want to build a bridge to the vegan community. And some of the vegans in that vegan community, I want to smash them into oblivion and get them off of <laughs> off of our back because guys like Joey Carbstrong, Earthling Ed, uh, these activists, the whacktivists, I have a major issue with them, but I still have a cordial conversation. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think what they're doing is absolutely wrong. I got nothing, I got no problem with what you're doing, right? Like you're not, you're not over here telling me that I'm a murderer. You're not over here, um, you know, acting like you, you're sitting there and you're being respectful and we're having a conversation just like we would if we were in person. And that's what I like. And that's what I expect when people come on. I don't expect stupid games like lifting vegan logic, try to play. I don't expect, I don't want to deal with that. And I don't deal with people like that. So when there's somebody like you who's genuine, um, I'm open for a conversation. What I want to say is, uh, I don't hear you. I don't know. I'm not talking. Hello? No. I can oh, still hear you. Okay, you are not. <laughs> okay. Um, because um, we should talk about um, food safety more and food industry. Hmm. Because uh, you know what? Um, I told you that uh, there, in my country there is your copy like your female copy, very aggressive, more aggressive than you. Nice. Uh, let me call, I don't know, if you don't mind, I would like to call her Tristana, uh, Tristana because I don't want to <laughs> Tristana, here, okay. okay. Cool, okay. But okay. well, I don't think there's many Polish-speaking uh, viewers here. If it's a Polish language channel, I don't think... I don't think there will be much uh, She Recently, she's trying to do both, like Polish and English also. Oh, so um, does she, you don't like her? You think she's wrong? She, yeah, she's selling a lot of bullshit, like, like, yeah, very, very cheap bullshit. Like she, she hopes that uh, most of like majority of her fans are morons. So that's what she's doing. Like, so so you're saying, wait, you're saying that she's like my copy, but what she does is she sells, uh, she sells a bunch of bullshit. So are you saying that by proxy (laughs) that what I'm doing is selling a bunch of bullshit? Okay. So, Okay. 
I mean, I feel, for example, you, you used uh, many times the word projection, projection. Yeah. So she's telling projection to everybody. everybody. Anybody would criticize her, she says, oh, you're projecting. So when I saw you selling projection, oh, I know where she got it from, you know, like. That's not where she got it from. Uh, that's a common term. And that's a common. to be funny. It's yes? a common thing. It's a common term, right? right? Projection is a common term. It's a thing that people do. Uh, why, why, it's not like she picked course? that up. She didn't pick that up from me. That's something that people say. And that's something uh, that I don't say very often. I'll say it when it applies. Uh, mm -hmm. oh, okay, doesn't matter. So maybe... Uh, <laughs> but she's trying also to, uh, to make it like in um, a funny way, uh, entertaining style. So mm -hmm. they are making a lot of fun. They are trying to be funny and trying to make a fun of, of vegans. Um, okay, <laughs> but um, but nobody is talking about food safety because yeah. what do you mean safety? Like what many do you mean? people, many, they they laugh at vegans. Ah, oh, you are so stupid. You don't eat meat, uh, so I will eat even more meat. So I have very often common uh, comments like, oh, you made me go to eat uh, even more meat. I go for hamburger now, but the quality of meat in Poland is horrible. So if I said this as a vegan, so nobody would uh, take it seriously because, you know, ah, so this is ideology. Yeah. But you can see the same in like on TV documentary. There are so many affairs, like there is a mold. Is mold the correct word? Please correct me. Mold, you mean like, fun like mold, like a toxic mold? Oh. The more toxic mold. Yeah. So they are, they are selling, they are trying to sell toxic mold. So there are documentaries like how the meat industry in Poland is trying to mask mold in the meat because this meat is already rotten. This is what they are selling to people. So me, even when I was eating meat, I, I never touched, for example, uh, processed meat or like ham because I, I could see with my naked eyes that something is wrong, that it's it's green and the meat is very often it's green it's it's horrible uh, quality so there are so many affairs like that they are um, they are they slaughter um, sick animals who shouldn't be like legally they shouldn't never they should never be slaughtered yes but they are slaughtered and they are like fake uh, vets um, like science you know so there is so you're talking about you're talking about the safety of the food, the low quality food, food so for the people eating it. You're saying the food there is very often it's unsafe like for the, the consumer. The quality is horrible. They, so yeah. they go to to the shop, the supermarket. They get the chicken for one dollar, one kilo. Yeah. And they think so. They think they eat wonderful food. And me, vegan, ha ha ha. They constantly come to my channel. They say, oh, like recently I got the comment. Or uh, vegetables uh, damage not only your brains but also nervous system. You know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. No, yeah, I think I think uh, food quality is a huge issue. We talk about food quality all the time. That's why we raise our animals the way we do, right? That's why we live the way we do. You know, that's why we, we butcher our own chickens. That's why we raise but, our own sheep. But okay, yes, you have. But you have um, above uh, hundred thousand subscribers. How many of them? have this luxury of having such area like you pasture they don't need and, to they don't need know, to many many of them do but also they can get food from people that do like that, that that do treat their animals that way there are local family farms all over where you can get good quality food from and i'm sure in poland that there is available uh, i'm you sure know, you can find good quality hold on i'm sure you can find good quality meat there are definitely farmers who are producing 
quality meat, regardless of what country you're in, you can find meat. Yeah, but do you know that this year, you know, except except this uh, COVID nineteen in Poland, there was uh, bird flu epi uh, epidemic, uh, swine flu, and also African African uh, swine fever. So they had to actually about hundred thousand farms were closed. They had to kill all the animals. Yeah, but this is this is so, a lot of this. A lot of this is weaponized as well. They did the same thing. Fauci was involved in the same thing where they had this foot and mouth disease. Um, uh, debacle, and they unnecessarily slaughtered thousands of farmers' animals in the UK, exactly, and they're yes. they're systematically destroying small family farms, Veganica. Um, so they, they are they are almost destroyed in Poland. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what they they wanted. They, these these same massive corporations that want to sell you Beyond Burgers, the same massive corporations that want to sell you Impossible Burgers, they want to sell you uh, GMO corn, GMO soy, GMO soy fed uh, pigs and stuff like that. that Sorry. It's actually just one of the gaslighting. Silence, Michelle Lowe. Um, these same massive corporations, <laughs> these transnational corporations, Monsanto, Bayer, Cargo, um, these companies want to destroy the small family farms. And this is systematically being done all over the place. I mean, in China as well, they've destroyed a lot of the pig herds. Now, is there really a swine flu issue? I don't know, but you know, you, you can very yeah. easily you can very easily convince people that they need to kill their animals. You could just force it on them, right? And this is a situation that's similar to what happened in the Soviet Union with the uh, with the kulaks, like getting them off of their land, getting the farmers and the peasantry off of the land. In Russia, before the Soviet Union, before the, uh, before the revolution, most of the land was owned and operated by peasants. The peasants had a very high quality of life there, very good nutrition. And the economic situation was developing rel relatively well as well, but there was a huge push of, of propaganda. There were millions of dollars. It wasn't dollars back then, but there was a lot of big money international interest going into funding the Bolshevik revolution. And then the Holodomor situation that wiped out so much of the fertility, uh, so much of the, uh, the farms rather, in one of the most fertile regions in the Ukraine was completely unnecessary, right? But it was, it was a weapon. It was a weapon of depopulation. It was a weapon of, uh, of destruction of a culture in order to consolidate power and get rid of the pesky little peasants who knew how to take care of the land, right? So I think, I think we're seeing this happen all over. And the reason I critique veganism and the reason why I go so hard on it is because of that. These same corporations that are pushing all these plant-based fake meat stuff and trying to legislate us but away from the ability. Have, we don't have plant-based. We don't have... We don't have. We almost don't have a vegan um, vegan products. You don't want that stuff. Yeah, you don't want that stuff, anyways. You want eggs. You want milk. That's what you should be giving your boy. You have. If you have a child that's autistic, please give that child. For anybody listening, I'm not telling you, Veganica, because I mean, you're you're a grown woman. I hope. I wish the best for you. I hope that God blesses your children, and I hope that they grow up to be healthy and happy. And I hope that you're healthy and happy, and I hope you continue to live healthy and happy. But if there are other people watching out there who have children with autism, please watch the episode that I did with, what is her name again? Not, Natasha. Uh, Natasha, Dr. Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. That's a very important episode. We talk about the effects, and she is a doctor who's dealt with vegan and vegetarian children, people with eating disorders and whatnot as well, and she's had a lot of success in helping these people to get better and I would suggest anybody listening, um, Veganica, you said your son's doing great. I, I'm, I'm stoked for you. I'm glad your son's doing great. But if anybody's listening, please don't feed your children vegan vegetarian dollars, especially if you're trying to help them out with autism. 
Um, there are fat soluble vitamins that are necessary. There is a lot that you're not being able, you know, you're not able to get from plant foods and the supplementation is, is not getting there. You can still be deficient in B12 even though you're supplementing with the methylcobalamin and cyanocobalamin and all this crap. Like they can still be um, deficient. So I would say please give, give your children animal foods, guys. And um, you know, no, no judgment. Look, if you, wanna, if you wanna eat a vegan diet, it's all good. That's all good on you. But please don't force that on, uh, try to force that on the rest of the world. Please don't try to force that on yeah, the rest but, of the world. And please don't do that to children. But okay, so, but you are fighting, um, you know, with us. So you want to say that uh, Polish people, um, like, okay, any poor people, uh, they should rather eat, like, molded, molded. Is it okay? Molded, uh, toxic. But Meat? look, is yeah. that okay? Well, I'm not trying. I'm is not trying good, to. Uh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You see, you th the meat. There's an issue with the quality of meat. There, it sounds like. Yes. Right. But do you guys it's have? Huge you, issue. Who's who's producing that meat? Is there not? Where is it coming um, from? Yeah, from uh, factory farming, of course. This, those huge, yeah. huge farms. So there are no small farms that have cows or sheep? Or... Um, this meat will never enter supermarkets. So people who buy, and actually people buy in supermarkets, cheap meat in supermarkets, so they will never buy um, meat from uh, family farms. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, like who cares what they do, but I'm talking like for you and your son, couldn't you find some like good quality meat uh, locally produced that is no. not, like a steak, like what no, you're, you're talking about? I'm not going to. I want to say that, um, like, for example, I told you that um, the audience, for example, for all that girl, the Polish, um, I call her Tristana, okay? Um, they, they will come to me, say that I am a skeleton, I am so sick and so on, but but they, I see, they are sick. They go back to her, oh, please help me. I have no immunology. I'm sick all the time. Constant. The same people who come to me, they go back to her. I am constantly sick. But me, I have never been sick for the last 20 years. Okay, but okay? what about, what about, okay. That's, that's no, great. That's great. I'm glad you're not sick. That the quality is so horrible that maybe it's better for those people to make a... Um, a good mixture and uh, adopt some uh, vegetables and some um, I don't know uh, grains or whatever. But what are what are they gonna what are the so eating grains is gonna improve these people's health? I mean, what what's Sorry? you're saying? All right, it seems like you're speaking in generalities about some people that you see in comments. Am I right? Sometimes sometimes the language barrier makes it difficult. I I'm not uh, I wasn't exactly following. It sounds like you're saying that you see people in comments and they're talking shit to you. They're saying, oh, you look skinny, you look bad, you're vegan, we don't like you. And then yes, you see the I, same yes. people talking about their health issues on other, and like other channels or something? Yeah, they go back to her and they complain, oh, I'm losing my hair, oh, I'm constantly sick, I have no immunology. So yeah. I, I so am you, But you think that's from, health. but that, and you think that's because they're not vegan? Uh, because... I don't think, I don't, I, I would they, say that they it's... They are it's, not well, well okay. nourished. I, they, they are not well nourished. They are not open to think about what is healthy because they are so fixed to, uh, to you know, to fight uh, vegans and they must eat meat and so they will eat. But couldn't they meat, say that they, about you? Couldn't they, they say that? Couldn't couldn't they say that about you as well? That you are so fixated on the idea of not eating meat, or so fixated on the idea of veganism that you're not able to see 
what they're trying to point out. I mean, they, they could easily make the same case, right? Uh, well, no, but there's another thing. Um, most of, majority of my friends, also my family, because only me and my son, we are vegans. My friends, my family, they are all meat eaters. And, but why they don't have a need to fight for eating meat? When they want to eat meat, they just go and eat meat. They buy it. Who is fighting for eating meat? You have the right, you know, to, so... Why? What do you mean we have the right? Our, rights are, our, our right to eat meat is being attacked constantly. What are you talking about? These vegans break into small family farms and steal their animals. These vegans say that they want us to die horrible, terrible deaths because we eat meat. These vegans are going and invading small family farms, stealing their animals and terrorizing the animals and the people there. This is not, there's no meat eaters that are going and terrorizing vegan farms. We don't give a fuck what vegans are doing on their farms. There are no vegan farms. Vegans don't farm. They can't farm. You can't farm veganically. It's a stupid myth. Like you can't farm without, without animals. You can't grow organic food without animal input. So it's like, there's, that's, I would say that that's, that's a false, that that's, that's not exactly the, the right interpretation there. These vegans want to crush our way of life. They want to abolish my way of life. They want to abolish having animals and they want to call us murderers. I'm not calling you a murderer. I'm calling vegans who feed their children vegan diets. I say that it's child abuse. I'll say that and I'll stand by that. I think a vegan diet and I've seen so many children's teeth disintegrated. People who are doing it right, right? Even there are prominent vegans out there and or prominent ex-vegans out there now, maybe some that people don't know about yet, but there are prominent ex-vegans out there whose children have had all of their teeth affected, like the whole mouth. Now, someone was telling me recently, he was asked, hey, what, what happened? You know, because our daughter had teeth issues and she wasn't even vegan. Right, we went a period where we were eating very little animal foods. We were never really vegan, of course, as the vegans will say. But we went through a period where we were eating very little animal foods. And our daughter, our first child, she had dental caries, right? Which is when your teeth erode, right? The baby teeth. They started dissolving and turning into powder. But as soon as we started including more things like liver, more fat, egg yolks, right? Egg yolks, liver, stuff like that. Her teeth got hard. They hardened up and it, and it helped. It fixed it. So there are a lot of prominent vegans out there who were doing it for the animals. Oh, I'm an activist. And then their kid's health fell apart and they're like, oh my goodness, I have to change something. And then they change something and it helps. So it's like, that, that's, to me, that's worth it. To me, that's worth the thousands of hate comments I get every week. To me, that's worth the DMs I get telling me I'm a piece of shit and you hope I die. To me, it's worth these, uh, these faggots like, uh, what's his face, making nine hour live streams, crying, crying, crying about me, pissed off because he hates God and he doesn't believe in God and, uh, and projecting, uh, you like that word, <laughs> and projecting his spite and hatred that he has to God towards me. I'll deal with that because to me, it's worth it. To hear people tell me, hey, my son is doing better now. After I bit the bullet and did what you told me that I should do and started feeding him good animal foods, his behavior improved, his mental clarity improved, he's more verbal, there's more eye contact, he's playing with other children. When I hear things like that, when I hear things like my children's teeth are improving, when they were falling apart on a vegan diet, it makes it worth it. To me, it's worth it. So I, I, it's worth it to me. And, and I'm not, I, I know you're not there out there attacking people. You're not there out there attacking me. You've been really cool and really nice, and it's been really enjoyable talking to you. Um, you know, you know who you who you might want to talk to. I got a friend. He's he's he grew up in Poland, 
but now he doesn't live in Poland. But he has a channel called, called a channel called Carnival. Have you seen his channel? C A R N E V A L. Carnival. Check out his check out his channel because he's from Poland, yeah. and I think you would enjoy. I think you would enjoy talking to him. Okay, this is something interesting you mentioned um, during a conversation with uh, Gojiman mm -hmm. because you said, okay, before you were paleo, keto, but why did you start? Why did you, who came up with this name, carnivore? I didn't come up with it. It sounds what is carnivore? so demonic, so satanic. No. No, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, it's carne. Carne is meat. Carne is meat. Right? Now, the flesh is not satanic in and of itself. I mean, that's, this is the thing. It's like we're, we're commanded. But you said that you, you are the opposition to vegan. So it's like... I'm, a, I'm like an opposition to the satanic uh, vegan. I'm in opposition to the satanic vegan ideology. Absolutely. I think the vegan ideology is totally satanic. And, I think, and it's um, condemned by the church fathers as well. The church fathers who... Not really. No, yes, no, 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 no. Yes. Veganism <laughs> is condemned by the church fathers. I'm percent sure if Jesus was living today, she would be vegan. Jesus is not a female. Jesus was a man. Jesus was God. Became man. Came down from heaven and was incarnate in a human body. Became God in the flesh to deify the flesh. Jesus is not a woman. I don't say he's a woman. Oh, I thought you said she. I, I, thought, you said, I thought you said her. She? Uh, it's it's the it's the language barrier. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, wait, did she just say Jesus was a woman? Um, okay. No, no, look, look I, hey, on uh, Veganica. If he if he appeared today, if he was born today, I'm sure he would be vegan because no. his mindset was vegan. No, Jesus is God. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is God. Jesus is not a vegan man. Jesus is God, and, and God commanded us to eat animals after the flood. After the flood, man ate animals. After, before the fall, there was no death. Man didn't eat animals. Animals didn't eat each other before the fall. But post-fall, see, this is where theology becomes really important, and this is why I think, um, I think it'd be really good for you to read. There's a book. Can I, oh, sorry. Michelle Lowe again. It's always Michelle. <laughs> I see you guys love her so much. I love Michelle Lowe. She's, she's, she's fantastic. You know, I made that joke about, about Marina Abramovich when we watched your video the other day. You're definitely not like Marina Abramovich. Michelle, much closer to, to Miss Abramovich. <laughs> um, this book, St. John of Damascus. Um, I know you speak English really well. You can read this. St. John of Damascus, the fathers of the church. There's several places in there uh, where veganism specifically is condemned, right? These sects that would, uh, these heretical sects that were uh, abolishing meat consumption. And there were also a lot of these sects that were condemned by the church fathers were involved in not just the, uh, the condemning of eating meat, but also antinatalism. It was very tied into that. And you see this, and I know you have children and you love your children. Uh, or you have at least one child and you love your child. Um, so you're obviously not an antinatalist. You obviously believe that children are good. But what you see now with the vegan YouTube community, what's up with all these antinatalist vegans who say that humans are terrible, humans are bad, we need to get rid of the humans and let the animals flourish on the earth and give the earth back to the animals? That's demonic. Like that's straight up demonic. Do you have you seen have you seen some of that? So, okay, so cruelty is not demonic for you. What? 
Cruelty is not demonic. Cruelty towards cruelty. animals. Eating is not eating demonic. animals is so, not cruelty. Slaughterhouse is a holy place. Yes. No. So so you think so you think it's cruel to eat an animal. So what do you think? What do you think happens? What do you, what do you think about this? You don't eat an animal. That animal ends up dying a slow death of cancer. How's that? Would you rather die a slow death of cancer, or be, or leave really quickly? Right. It's like if you, if you, if you, the, the vegan ideology. What's the what's the all these animals will die. Right? Are these animals not going to die? Yes, but how is it cruel? What are the conditions of their living in uh, factory farming? I have, yes. you, of course we don't it's, do that. Of course we're not. We're not. Not pro only about slaughter, but it's also about their conditions of living. It's it's horror. Check this out. Check sure. this out. I got a, I got a super chat. Let's read some super chats. I'm sure that do God doesn't like it. No. Uh, yeah. Well, cruelty to animals, obviously, unnecessary cruelty. But a, a slaughter is not cruel. You know what's cruel? Getting your asshole eaten by a lion and having your guts eaten while you're still alive. You know what's cruel? Dying of a parasite infection. You know what's cruel? Malaria. You know what's cruel? Cancer. But the world has fallen and we all experience death. All of us experience death. Humans give the, most, the least cruel death to animals. Even these slaughterhouses that you're talking about are so bad, they give those animals a quick and easy death. Okay, what do you think about ritual uh, slaughter? What do you mean? S ritual slaughter. You know, like halal and this Jewish, I don't know it's uh, the name for this. We're not, we're, I'm not halal. I, I, I think mm -hmm. that, uh, that... What do you think about this? Is it okay? Do you think that uh, what, what, what requires What's us? the problem? Because, you know, ritual uh, slaughter is about making, making sure making sure that those animals for sure are suffering that's halal right because god what, what is god okay. likes it has fun of uh, his creation's agony yeah. you think that um, the god enjoys uh, his creation creations agony look so, i you you're, what are you going to talk about some like satanic ritual abuse and tell me oh what do you think god thinks about this like <laughs> like Slaughter yeah, yeah, yeah. halal is not ritual slaughter. As Christians, uh, Orthodox, we don't do ritual. We don't have ritual slaughter. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, anyways, Veganica, we've got we've got like five other callers. But first, I've got a couple. There's a couple super chats that are directed towards you, and I'd like to read them to you. There's one Garland Farms, my buddy Garland Farms. Big shout out to Garland Farms. Uh, he's a farmer in Texas. He is a grass fed. He's a grass fed rancher rather. Farmer, rancher, same thing, right? Sorry, is he the guy who 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 came up with this uh, crop death uh, argument? You called it. Hold on, let me let me uh, let me read the super chat. You called it veganica. Yeah. Crop death, though, uh, as the uh, as the vegans like to say, uh, Garland Farms donates ten bucks through super chats. Thank you, Garland Farms. You guys check out Garland Farms channel, and uh, if you if you live in Texas or you might be able to get it from others in other states as well, make sure to get some good quality grass fed beef from him. You can get organs from him as well. Support local ranchers, local food production. This is the only way out of this. Supporting local ranchers and food production. That's the only way to fight against this degeneracy that is pushing to abolish family farms. And that has been systematically eroding the family farm for at least 60 years in the West. Uh, Garland Farm says, has she factored in the crop protection industry? Shooting, poisoning, trapping, gassing, choking monkeys, deer, swans, doves, chipmunks, magpies, etc. into her calculus. So what do you think about that? Like the, the vegan crops, you know, are, the, are those 
What do you think about that? You're, you're, you're upset about ritual slaughter. What about shooting and poisoning? I mean, being poisoned to death as a bird or even as an insect. What do you think about that? Is that okay? Okay, um, yes, I also have many carnivores coming to, uh, to my channel. They are, hey, ha, what about rodents? I have uh, rodents. Is it okay? Is it correct? Rodents? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how you call them? Yes, yeah. that's how okay, you say it. So I, have, I have at home many rodents. I have many guinea pigs, which I adopted. That's what I can do. So I, I'm, I think I do slightly more for rodents that than many other people who are coming uh, to, you know. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll answer Garland Farms. I'll kill a rodent. I'll kill a rodent, no problem. Sorry? I said, I'll kill a rodent, no problem. I have no problem killing a rat. No, I have no problem killing a chicken. I killed two chickens yesterday. It's not, there's, it's not, this is not a cruel thing. Those chickens, you know what? We killed two chickens yesterday. We two roosters, right? These roosters were trying to peck each other to death. If we had just let them go off to each other, off with each other, one of them would have killed the other one and it would have died a really slow death. It would have had his eyes pecked out and it would have had his brain eaten while it was still partly alive. That's how they do it. They peck each other's eyes out. What I did is I slaughtered them, not ritually, not in some cruel way, quick death and it's over, right? So it, 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 without human slaughter, these animals face much more horrific deaths. Like, I mean, Garland Farms talking about poisoning. I mean, a rat getting poisoned, that thing is, ah, you ever see a poisoned rat? It's, it's horrible. Yeah, I know that in nature, they can also suffer a horrible, actually, I have so much compassion for all the animals also uh, in nature, but, uh, but you can do, you agree with me that uh, in the far, uh, factory farming, they have their conditions are horrible from the first day of their life. So at least we can have some agreement that you you also don't like it. That's important. I mean, there's certain there's certain practices that are obviously terrible that are used in agriculture. I think the industrial agriculture model is horrible. Industrial I think the worst. I think the worst and most cruel thing is the yeah. corn and wheat and soy monocropping over and over again using all these pesticides, right? So they take these crops, I mean, we have, there's thousands of heirloom corn varieties here in South America. Uh, one, of the, one of the cool ones here, it's called choclo. It's a really sweet corn. And these corporations have bastardized these. They've gotten rid of these in many of these countries where their native crops are no longer grown, but they're growing the GMO corn, wheat, and soy. And uh, this, this is a major problem, right? These countries get IMF loans with loan conditions that will impoverish these nations and make them essentially debt slaves to these transnational corporations so that they can grow their soy, their wheat and corn in places like Brazil, in places like Argentina, and in places in, uh, in Africa as well. So I, this to me is very cruel. And I think that a lot of vegans miss out on that. A lot of vegans miss that, that part of it. And I'm glad that you are concerned with the welfare of animals, that's cool. Right, so that the people that are concerned, the most concerned with the welfare of animals, are people like Garland Farms, are people like us who are raising their own animals, and who are giving them a quick and painless death, not a death that they're going to experience from a parasite infection or from old age or from cancer, right? A, a slow, painful death. They get a quick death, and it's over, and then they get to nourish us, and we have to nourish ourselves. We need nourishment from animal foods. Unless you're going to supplement a bunch and try to play the supplement calculus, which is very difficult, especially if you're sick already. 
Okay, I want to uh, answer your friend, but uh, and also uh, tell you about this ritual. Um, something interesting. We got. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll give you five more minutes, and then and then you, you could. You're always okay. welcome. You're always yeah, welcome yeah, to call yeah, in. Okay. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to cut you off. I've yeah. really enjoyed talking to you, um, Nika, and I, I appreciate you calling in. Um, like I said, you, you asked me, you told me in the email, you thought I was going to be mean to you or something because of what happened with, uh, with, uh, that dork the other day, but that, th those are rare occurrences when people come and act like Spurgs. You came very respectfully and I appreciate, uh, the chat and I really like talking to you. So yeah, go, go ahead and answer and we'll, and we'll finish yeah, up. So, so, okay. I will, I will tell you my stand about this. Um, of course I am preaching veganism and that's what I am going to do, but mm -hmm. I hope that like someone will listen to me. I don't expect exactly you. So that's why I have no problem with my eating friends because yeah. I'm not expecting like this particular person to change. I hope that if I share my views, maybe someone will think about it. Mm -hmm. Someone. Doesn't matter this, this or that person. Okay. Um, and uh, the... Okay, the answer to that guy, yes. So I checked the official stats in my country, like how much of land is the, the, um, dedicated to the crops for consumption, human consumption, and how much for animal consumption. So the difference is huge. Like, no, but that's bullshit. That, that's all bullshit. They say, oh, those crops are grown for animal consumption. Those, sorry, those are official stats. You, you can't just, just saying this is an official staff from the government. It doesn't make it right. These are manipulated. People are saying, oh, those crops are grown to feed animals. By, listen. By the state who is completely against them. Listen. Listen. We are run by church. Sorry. Listen. I live in church country. Listen. Listen. When you say, oh, most crops are grown to feed animals, the parts of the crops that the animals eat are inedible to human beings. The parts of the crops that get fed, and I'm not defending the mass production of corn to feed to these animals, but... We grow organic corn to feed two animals as well. This is corn that's been grown in this region for thousands of years. But when, they, when uh, in the industrial feedlot system, when they're feeding them corn, they're not eating the kernels of the corn. They're not eating the part of the corn that humans can eat. Corn grows in a huge stalk. It's a grass. There's about each stalk might but weigh we like. We don't have corn. We don't have corn. Yeah, yeah, no, but what I'm saying, the, the parts, okay, so wheat, soy, the parts of that that the animals are eating are not the parts that are for human consumption. The parts that are for human consumption, the most valuable part is the oil from soy, right? The soy cake that's left over, they feed that shit to animals. It's industrial waste product. That's what they feed to the animals. It's the waste that humans can't eat. As far as I know, so um, because we mainly we grow grains like uh, oats and, yeah. you know, other. Yeah, yeah so. so so, um, as far as I know, uh, birds like chickens, they are fed with uh, yeah. oats and those. Yes, things. yes, so, absolutely. But cattle, cattle and ruminant animals, there's a lot more that's mm -hmm. grown. Like when you grow wheat or rye, there's a lot more material than like the wheat, the actual wheat, the little seeds, they're small, right? But you have this huge grass stalk that grows up and that flowers out, right? All that material, that gets fed to ruminant animals. So it's like, the, this is how people have been farming for a long time, but the industrial model has turned it up to this huge scale. And industrial plant production is just as destructive as any other industrial uh, you know, uh, food, right? So there's no like, it's not like meat is the only, it's not like meat is the, uh, so, meat is not the problem. So you're suggesting that those stats are not accurate, yes? You didn't listen to what I just said. 
You didn't listen to what I just said. You just twisted what I said. It's like 100 times more area dedicated to animal crops, uh, like for animals, and very tiny area for, uh, you know. This is vegan propaganda. Do you know, do you know when a cow is grazing? There's different types of land. Grazing land, grazing. Sorry, we're we're gonna have to go soon. We're gonna have to go. We we. Political power is church. So by whom? By church? Catholic church? I don't know what you're saying. That's a straw man. You're. Anyways, look, look. In my country, the main political power is Catholic church. So if there is any propaganda, if someone tries to cheat us, then it's Catholic church. I'm not talking about in your country. I'm talking about the stats that vegans give to say most of the crops. I'm talking about stats from my country. Look, I don't want to have to mute you. I don't want to have to mute you. But you're not letting me get my point across. You're not letting me get the point across. When these vegans are talking about the problem of this, this perceived problem, oh, you need more land to grow animals than you do to grow plants. That is a very bad argument. To grow a cattle, uh, to grow cattle, right? To, uh, when you have ruminant animals, and you're going to use those for food. Those ruminant animals use a far bigger piece of land than if you're going to grow vegetables. Rumin these are, this is grazing land. There are different types of land. Grazing land, grassland is totally different than cropland. Right? There are two different types of land, two different types of uses. You can't grow crops in, in grassland. Right? You can't grow crops on sand dunes. You can't, grow, you can't grow certain crops in water. Right? There are different types of land that are, being, that are used for different things. So when you say, oh, there's more land required to grow animal food, I don't care. Yeah, there's more land required for cows than there are for rabbits. But that, that doesn't mean anything. And it's uh, this whole how thing of quantifying all the land use, this is, a, this is like a... Humanity. Excuse me, how dare I? I know. species, the most destructive... Know, we get it. The horriblest... We get it. We get it. We, you hate humans. Thank you, Michelle So the, uh, the, I, I think that's a poor vegan argument. I think a lot of vegans use it. And I think they're misunderstanding and they don't really understand what they're really saying. So there are different types of land. Uh, grassland is not cropland. So, um, the, uh, let's see, uh, Nika, you got to unmute yourself. Yeah, you, I think you, you got yourself muted there. But let's 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 wrap it up. You have to wait. How do I un? You're muted. You, you see the little red thing at the bottom. There you go. So okay. if, if you have any if you have any last points to make and uh, yeah, we can wrap it up. I got like four people who want to jump on and uh, we've been talking for a long time. We got six people trying to get in now. Um, I appreciate you coming on. What is your channel and where can people find you? And if you, you're welcome to come on again, I'm not trying to cut you off here, but we got a bunch of other people who want to jump in. Hmm. Okay, so my last point, because um, yeah. your reaction was uh, very uh, was very good reaction when I mentioned the um, the ritual slaughter, because your reaction was, you mean satanic ritual slaughter? Because I said that ritual slaughter means that you must make sure that the, the animal feels the pain fully. Um, yeah. And this is this is kind of slaughter coming originally from the Bible, and we had a very um, a big fight in Poland about it, and it's actually still on because it was already forbidden in Poland, but church fight it to um, retrieve it. So church said this is, this must be done in Poland. So church fight it, fought yeah fought for the right of 
for ritual slaughter. So majority of Polish people, even Catholic, are against unnecessary. So, so why do you? So you think? All right, I got a question for you about your. You call it the yeah. church, right? You see, you think the the Roman Catholic Church uh, is the church. Yes. Why is the Roman Catholic Church supporting halal slaughter if the Roman Catholic Church is Christian? Because I'll tell you why. Because it's the false church, and I'm sorry. This is a different. This is a different conversation. The real church is the Orthodox Church. There's one Holy Catholic Orthodox Church, and it's not the Roman Church. I'm sorry. I, I, I know that's a that's a big can of worms to open, but uh, I I pray for the people of Poland that are that are off of this uh, that that are on this uh, this trip underneath uh, the pedo Pope, and uh, and and I pray for the people of Poland, all the, the Roman Catholics out there. Um, why is your church supporting this? Pretty soon, your pope. Pretty soon, your pope is going to promote abortion, and when that happens, I hope a lot of you Roman Catholics realize what happened over a thousand years ago and come back. So, um, uh, Veganica, it's been really nice talking to you. But I, I got six people who want to get in. You, yeah, okay. you are welcome to come in. You could be a regular guest. You can call in anytime when we do these call-in shows. And um, where can people find your channel? And I want to. And hey, guys, be nice. Don't be, don't go be dickheads. Don't go insult people. If you want to engage in arguments, engage in arguments. If people disrespect you, you could throw some banter back. But be nice to Annika here. I'm sorry, uh, is it Annika? Nika. Be nice to Nika here. Uh, she's got a channel called Veganica. Don't don't go over and, and insult people. Be nice. Represent. Right. Help these people out. If you want to help people get healthy, you don't do that by saying, "Oh, you look shitty." You know, that's that's not how you do it. So don't don't act like the vegans that you claim to be uh, fighting, don't act like them. We're not like that. We're here to have fun. We can have some laughs. And we, we, love, we love these vegans too. So, um, Nika, thank you for talking. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you very much. Good night. Good night, Nika. Hey, uh, take care of the son. Take care of your son. Take care of your family. And we'll talk again, I guess, at some point in the future if you want to come back on. Yeah, okay, thank you. See you. All right, bye. And definitely, I will make more videos about this uh, okay. in English also, so definitely check my channel once in a while. Your English is great, and uh, the accent's cool, and you speak very well, and your vocabulary is solid, and I think uh, I encourage you to do more English content. <laughs> yes, I will. I also encourage you to feed your child animal foods, but we can get to that some other time. <laughs> bye, bye. Uh, okay, see you soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, let's bye -bye. come back over the. We got a bunch of people in the waiting room. No, we no, we got three now. But I must, I must leave, or you will switch me off. I'll just, I'll, I'll remove you now. Bye, Nika. Have a good night. Bye, bye, bye. All right, guys, we got more super chats. Nika, Nika's a firecracker. She's a firecracker. She had, I, I could tell, she got twenty more bullet points she would want to hit on. She'd keep me here till two in the morning. It's almost ten o'clock now, and let's see how many bigots are still in the chat. We've got one hundred eighty-five bigots in the chat. 185 bigots. What's up, everybody? You guys like this? You guys like the call-in shows? It gets, it's dynamic. You get, a nice, you get a nice vibe with the call-in shows. And you know what? I got to say, Nika, much more enjoyable, much more uh, uh, seemingly much more intelligent than some of the last vegans we encountered here on this show. Uh, she got, Nika, you got, you got more guts than, uh, what's that dude's name? Ishe, D Daniel Ishe, or whatever his real name is. Lifting Vegan Logic. You got more guts than him. <laughs> Good job. Um, I, I appreciate the chat. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Colin shows are great. All right. You guys like the Colin shows? That's cool. You guys like the show? Support it. If you like the show? Support it with the super chats. Uh, the best way to super chat is via Streamlabs. 
because they don't take a huge cut like YouTube does. So we got some super chats here to read right now. Thank you very much, Michelle Lowe, for interrupting so many times. Rudely interrupting all the time, Michelle Lowe. I had to turn the alerts off for a minute there because I didn't want to be rude to Annika. Let me... Uh, Annika. Nika. Nika. Where is it? Primal Edge is a shill. Donated five dollars. Oh, that's so funny. What the fuck is your evidence that God exists? He says. <laughs> because you read it in a book. Wait, let, let's. Let, we'll get a. We need proper notification on this one. Let's let's throw this up. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. All right, so we got a big man, a big daddy. Primal Edge is a shill. Donates five bucks. What the. F is your evidence that God exists because you read it in a book that was written two millennia ago. It's a mental disorder. Damn. Like you, I gotta say, you sound like you're doing pretty well. I'm converted. I'm converted. You, you, you tell me what to believe, please. That was, that was very convincing. Sid Meister donates five bucks. What's up, Sid? Sid Meister. Your face pops up when I say it because I know what you look like now, dude. Sid Meister, he came on the show last night. What's up, Sid? He donates five bucks, says anti-bigot donation. <laughs> Thank you, Sid. I appreciate that. So what do you think, guys? We got three more people who want to jump in and chat. Should we do that? See, the thing is I also have all these funny videos we could watch and have a laugh too, but I'd rather not just talk by myself. It's fun having, it's fun having guests on. We got Bruno. Bruno's coming on now. What's up, Bruno? Let's see if we can... Let's get Bruno in here. Bruno, we're waiting to connect with audio. He's connected. Can you hear me, Bruno? Hello. Hi, Tristan. Good evening, Bruno. Uh, good evening. It's already night here. Uh, nighttime. Um, yeah, evening, I guess. I I'm not a native uh, English speaker, so I must uh, give this disclaimer first. What is your, what is your native language? Because the, there's not much of an accent. At all. Uh, I'm from Brazil, but I basically spend my entire life just on my computer talking to Americans. So, uh, you poor child. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Americans have corrupted That's really you. Really bad. They... <laughs> I'm just sure. the whole situation was terrible, man. I don't. I, I I'm not even sure if I was going to get into this, yeah. but it's uh it's a good topic, like. Uh, how I was, how I grew up, yeah. uh, and how it affected me because I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm super nervous. Oh, uh, dude, no, nervous don't don't be me. nervous. Just it's just me and you talking. Like, don't don't look at the chat or anything. Just okay. Just I'm going to there. close the chat. Yeah, just close the chat. Like, don't look at that. Just they just talking. Yeah, to me. I, I'm not even that uh, used to having conversations. To be honest, like yeah. Uh, do you like do you type with people or how do you because you speak so clearly in English but you're not used to conversation yeah most of the time I just type but what, what I meant by that is I don't talk to people that much why are you you have anxiety uh, you're nervous what's up with that no I'm just so, in such a weird place in, in life like, yeah. uh, how old are you I'm 20. I don't know if I sound 20, but yeah, I'm 20. You sound about 20. Yeah, uh, that's that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not yeah. an easy time to be 20, man. I I feel for you. It's not an easy time to be 10. It's not an easy time to be 30. No, it's it's, like... it's really not. Like I'm super lost. 
special because I know about tons of things that most people don't and it, like I, I'm concerned with shit that people aren't even like aware about yeah. uh, of how the future is going to be but uh, dude it, I felt I, I felt mean, like that since I was since I can remember I felt like that since I couldn't remember man even I mean even before I was even able to read it was like you see the emotional games that people play like you see I don't know I, I can relate man I can relate don't that, I think that's the normal human condition too. It's like we, we're in this fallen world. We have this culture that's that's um, that's weaponized. Right? We have a weaponized culture that's been weaponized against us, and it can be really difficult to navigate when people are so caught up in all this worldly nonsense. So many people are caught up in in all this falseness. And when you seek something that's real, something that's true, and others around you don't, it can be hard. Especially if you're young, and you don't have control over where you live, right? It's like it, it, it can be difficult. Yeah, and I think about this a lot, like how my future is going to be. And I watch your channel and, and I see like your lifestyle and I really uh, imagine that it would be great for me, but I don't really know if that's my purpose in life because I wouldn't have to dedicate like my, my life to it, you know, to like first to get the money, to buy property, and then to like, uh, really dedicate myself to raise uh, animals and stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, God has a purpose for you, and I don't really know if my purpose—if that's really my purpose. So, but but maybe I look, dude. My God's purpose for me is not to milk cows every morning. God's purpose for me is not to sit here and jibber jabber on a computer. Like I, I I don't know what God's purpose is for me, man. Like if if I'm blessed enough to uh, to know someday, that's okay. But I think. I think, I think we can fall into a trap of like trying to find, oh, I gotta find my purpose, my. It's like this. It's almost like a worldly idolatry that comes about with that, where it's like, you start to idolize like a career or or a relationship or something like that. Look, man, like all that stuff can be ripped out from under our feet in a minute. We could spend ten years building a beautiful homestead, and then you know the the, the freaking uh, the global Bolshevik revolution kicks off, and there's no such thing as private property. There's no, like, this stuff can crumble. Everything I own right now could burn down, right? Like, I don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're 100% right. That's, that's why I, I have been avoiding this kind of, uh, of thoughts lately because, really, I have so little control over this, these things that yeah. it's not even worth it. And like you said, it, it kind of idolizes this world. Hmm. And right now, I, I want nothing from it, to be honest. Like, I, I've experienced enough to, to realize that I, I don't want, want anything out of this reality. Nothing good. Yeah, yeah good. but what, what is that? Is that, could that be a, that can be a dangerous thing too. Because when you say that, it's like, I mean, we're, we're here, we're alive. And we're not, I mean, we, we shouldn't seek worldly glory or chase the passions or chase fame or vanity or sex, drugs, rock and roll, all that stuff's empty, all those worldly things. But also like, look, we're here and we're, I think we should be seeking our own salvation that we don't get salvation from this world, but we're still here. And it's like, we can, you know, we don't want to just like fall into this uh, bane of depression and say, oh, it's all vanity. The, the world's so fake. I mean, it's like, you know, when I was 15 years old, it was just like, oh, everything's so fake. 
all these people are fake. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm not going to do any of that. That's all lame. It's like that. I wasted a lot of time in that state. Right? So we still, we have, we have responsibilities and we have things. We, we experience God through this fallen world and we have to seek God in this fallen world, not in the world, right? But we're here and we still have to live. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I just can't see it right now. Yeah. Because uh, I'm very early on in the, in the process of like getting close to God. Uh, we all are. And it, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> we all got a long way to go. We're all fallen, man. But it's like we, we yeah. that doesn't we, we can't uh, we still have to we still have to move we still have to work we still have to, like I got, I got children I gotta I gotta keep fed but also that's not the most important thing is just keeping my children fed what's more important than putting food in their bellies and teaching them how to live how to seek God right that the, their soul is more important than their belly yeah you're right and this is. Uh a good segue into a topic uh, that that was in my mind, but I, I wasn't sure if I was going to bring it up, is just how fatherhood and motherhood is so important. Uh, because uh, your relationship with your actual like physical father mm. uh, is di direct, is directly, sorry, this word is kind of hard to pronounce, Go ahead. directly, uh, uh, connected to your relationship with God. So if you have like, for me, my relationship with my dad and my mother was always so, really bad. And I grew really uh, uh, distant, distant yeah. to God. And right. uh, one of my life goals would be to have like a, a, a family. That's all I really want. And I want to to be a good uh, father, yeah, and uh, but I just don't know, man, because like I I don't even I'm not even sure sure if I want to put someone in this world to be honest, because things are going to get really scary. I think. Don't you think people have been saying that for thousands of years? Uh, yeah, you have a point. I I actually. You look what happened in the Soviet yeah. Union a hundred years ago. And you look at what was happening there. It was a bloodbath. It was horrific. It was hell on earth. And you look at what happened in Europe in the 1940s. And look what happened in Europe in 1917, 1918, 1919. You look at World War I, World War II. The history of humanity has always been this. I mean, we're fallen. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand where you're coming with that. But I mean, it's like you're about—you're not about to have a kid, anyways, right? I mean, do you do you, are, you have a wife? No. You got—you got to get a wife first. No, I don't. You got to have a wife first. So, yeah, yeah. so it's one step at a time. Don't—I would say, don't. There's no need to think about it right now, man. Look, the world—the isn't that kind of a demonic influence, though, to like to make us think that life isn't worth living, that it's not worth being here. Like that sounds kind of sounds kind of demonic to me. That doesn't sound, I mean, it doesn't sound like a healthy mind state that we would want to even, that we would want to entertain, right? Like, don't you, do you enjoy being alive? Well, uh, maybe I will one day. Right now, my life is, I am really not satisfied with my life at all. Uh, do you ever expect to be fully satisfied? 
Well, I'm super dissatisfied. Uh, I hate my day-to-day -day life. Uh, but maybe I shouldn't. I just can't see the good things in life. I don't know. Like, I, I don't like my job. I don't like that when I come home, there's nothing to do besides like yeah. my computer and my TV. But that's not that's not what it is. That's not like that's the only thing to do. That's just the thing you're used to doing. And it can be really hard to rewire into doing something different. It can be super difficult. It's like, dude, I, I totally hear what you're saying. I've been there, man. But yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not like it's the world's fault. Yeah, there's all this crap going on in the world and there's all sorts of crazy shit going on. All sorts of influences that want to destroy humanity and want to destroy us but we it, it's like we have a choice you know like we have a choice if we come home and we're just gonna get on the computer we can do that but we know the outcome right it's, it's gonna be more depression it's gonna be more confusion it's gonna be more fear so may, maybe it's time to like you know maybe spend a few days not even looking at a computer or any screens at all maybe you spend a few days reading the bible spend a few days in deep in prayer you know i mean Prayer and fasting can be really powerful things. Um, yeah, like I'm thinking about selling my computer and my VR headset. Like, I sell the VR, dude. Burn your VR headset. Get rid of the VR headset. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that thing. Get rid of that VR headset. Get rid of the games. Just use. Do you work online? Do you work? No, no, I don't. Dude, somebody gave me really good advice a while back. It was like, don't spend time on the computer if it's not work. Don't spend time on the internet if it's not bringing food into your home. It's not putting food on the table. It's, it's, it's yeah. a time suck. It can be such a time suck. Like get all you got. You watch porn. Oh yeah, that's one of the topics too yeah. that I wrote down. Dude, you gotta get porn. off. You gotta get off of porn, man. That's the thing. It's like yeah, dude, I've tried. I've been like off off of it like for three months. That's but... good. You can do it again. You could do it for three yeah. years. You might do it for three years and you slip up again, but then you could do it another three years. Yeah, yeah, I totally can. Get off the porn, dude. Throw your VR headset off away. If you got any, if you're paying for any porn, cancel all those descriptions. No, I don't. Cold don't, turkey. I never do that. Cold turkey. Yeah, cold turkey, dude. Get off. Get off the pornography. That'll that that is that'll take care of like twenty percent of that depression right away. Get off the porn. Just just using your will and doing something like okay. I'm going to stop looking at porn. Just doing that, you're going to be rewiring your central nervous system. You're going to be rewiring some of your thought processes. Right? And it takes, it, it's hard. It takes strength. And you've got to pray. <laughs> like we need, we've got to pray for strength sometimes. It's like, oh, you feel the urge to, you know, whatever, whatever it is. You feel that urge yeah. and it's like you have to, you have a will, man. It's a choice. And, and it's hard for us. We don't realize it when we're in the state, right? It, we don't realize it when we're depressed. But depression's a choice. And there's a lot of choices, little micro choices that go into that, right? It's like little tributaries that flow into that big river of depression. All our little actions and our little choices, we are choosing it. And that's hard to hear sometimes, but we do have a choice, man. Like it's, uh, I mean, that, there's one right there. You, know, you knew before I even said that, you were like, I had that written down that you want to get rid of that. There's, a, there's one step. Right there, just go for that. Start with the porn. Get rid of the headset. Get rid of the porn. What are you going to do instead? That's the next question, right? You got to fill that with meaningful activity. You can't just remove porn from your life, remove drugs from your life, remove uh, you know pointless Facebook and social media from your life, and then not fill that with something else. So what do you want to do? What do you want to get good at? That's the next question. 
And it doesn't have to be something like, oh, I want to get good at... It doesn't have to be a career thing. It can be just like, oh, I want to deadlift 305... I want to deadlift three plates. Right? Oh, I want to bench press, bench press 180 pounds. I mean, there's little goals like that. That can be good. Right? Do you work out? No, no. I get don't. working out, man. Start working out. Um, do you have access to a gym? Is there a gym nearby? Yeah, I do. Do you hate the gym? Well, I never really got it really into it, but uh, I push-ups, guess I man. Could. Do push-ups at home, man. Start doing push-ups. Just work on push-ups. Get, try to get to you know do push-ups. See how many you can do. The next day, do more push-ups. Right, work yeah, out. Physically use your body in some ways. Every single day, physically use your body. And another thing. Now here, here's here's the real here's the real secret. Stop caring so much about yourself and worrying so much about yourself. And start trying to help other people. You want to be a good father one day, be a good son first, right? Your dad might be a piece of shit, but then, hey, maybe, maybe just, you know, forgiving him for that. Or your dad might be a great guy and you just treat him really bad and you're just depressed and you project it onto him. I don't know what's going on, but it's like, fix that relationship and work on that too. These can be exciting things. They don't have to be daunting. It's like, don't you want a good relationship with your dad? Yeah, I do. So make it happen. That's up to you, man. And if he throws it right back in your face... Pick it back up and hand it to him nicely again, right? Like it's, it, there's no, there's nothing holding us back from making these choices other than just our own will. Like our will gets blocked up and clogged up like a drain pipe and we get frozen. So like there's, there's several plans of action we've already come up with right now, right? What were they again? Can you, can you repeat them back to me? We got like three of them, right? You want to get off the porn? What else? Well, yeah, get off the porn, um, start working out, and um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the other one. I don't remember. Sorry. Headset, VR headset. Get rid of that, and then also. Oh yeah, I gotta get rid. I I want to get rid of my computer too. Okay. Well. Both of both my VR headset and my computer. Is a gaming computer? Yeah. 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 Get rid I, of it. Get rid of it. So fix, start, fix, start working in your relationship with your dad. And through that, you're going to start working on your relationship with God too. And you're in Brazil, right? Yeah. Are there any Orthodox parishes near you? I do. I do. Uh, I wanted to talk about this too. I yeah. wanted to touch on religion. Uh, right now, I go to an evangelical church. You might sound that, you might think that this is a really bad thing, but... Uh, it's not the kind of church that you probably thinking of. Like when I grew up, I went to those mega churches, those evangelical mega churches, and I get it; those are terrible. But right now, I go to my uh, uncle's church, and we only have like about thirty people there. And my uncle is super, uh, like he's he's not a corrupt person. Like I know this for a fact because. I'm allowed in his house, like I know how he lives, yeah. and I've known him since I was uh, a child. And he also introduced me to all this, uh, all these concepts like uh, global agenda and stuff like that. So, like, uh, it's been yeah. really good. Like, I, that's I, great, I started... man. That's great. Look, I, th I think it's important to see God, and a lot of people I mean, end up becoming Orthodox after being involved in evangelical stuff and Protestantism, but. I would think it's a, a good idea to maybe go visit your local parish. 
You know, I mean, I do, go, to, go talk to an Orthodox, go talk to some Orthodox people, an Orthodox priest near, near you. Go find him and just have a chat. Yeah. Right? Uh, very early on in, the, in this, like, uh, spiritual, I don't know if that's the best word, uh, religious, I don't know, process, but I, yeah. I definitely need to study more. And, yeah, we'll see. And it's not really uh, about studying, man. It's about living. It's not about studying. It's about yeah, living. Yeah, really, right. that's that's the most important thing. It's like it's living. Like you can read all the books in, in the world, but you gotta live. But it's like, dude, you're 20 years old, man. It's it's the time, right? It's like you can either stay there in that stagnant pond and you know where that leads, right? Or you can step out of it and live life. Yeah, the world's fucked. Yeah. The world's fallen and it's fucked up. There are a bunch of messed up people. They'll do messed up things to us, and they'll they'll seem to enjoy it. But you know what? We don't have to be like that. And in fact, we can actually help a lot of those people too. So I mean, I really, don't, don't worry so much about studying and whatnot. Just live your life, man. You're 20 years old. You're young. You got a, you got a good life ahead of you. You probably got a good life behind you too that you've forgotten about a lot of it. <laughs> you know, it's like we, we forget sometimes about all these good things when we focus so much on the, you know, the pity party. We start pitying ourselves. Oh, that sucks. I don't... And then, we, and then we, we get turned against ourselves. So, I mean, you, you've got... You got a whole life ahead of you, man. You're a child, right? Like, you're, dude, when I was 20 years old, I was a freaking baby. I was a pissed off, confused baby when I was 20 years old. I had fun, but I was still a pissed off, confused baby. It's like, I mean, we, we're, uh, you gotta yeah, use it. Right now. <laughs> but it's okay. You really, the first step is admitting it and realizing it. If you won't admit it, you won't realize it, you're just gonna become a pissed off and confused 30 year old and then a pissed off, confused baby 40 year old. And then you end up, uh, I don't know, you just end up miserable. But you don't have to do that. You're not miserable. <laughs> you no, want life, man. I'm actually very glad that uh, I'm waking up so soon because some people live, live their entire life and they're old and they realize that everything they did was meaningless and nothing, like they, they weren't really happy or they... they just didn't live they didn't get to live their best life yeah but even though, like the live your best life i mean it's like look you, there's a lot of people that have done all sorts of cool stuff and they're still miserable yeah that's what exactly what i'm saying like it doesn't matter if you're like getting a bunch of money or whatever else you could be doing uh like god has one uh it has one path for you and you just gotta align yourself with it yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I I have one th more thing to talk about. Like I I, I wanted to show you something, um, and it's related to VR and AR. I don't know if you've ever heard of AR. It's augmented reality. Dude, I don't want to uh, see. I don't want to see your wiener in augmented reality. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the augment that's weird. The augmented reality, it's like you the people they want people wearing VR headsets and having like inserts in their eyes and it's going to project like like I'll like I I could look at you and it'll be like Lucas is a bad man. He did not pay his carbon credits and it'll be like sh flash red or something. Um Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this AR technology is going to be introduced this decade uh to the general public. Uh, Apple is going to release their augmented reality headset uh, this decade, and yep. it's it's really scary, man. And 5G, 5G is like super important for this technology. Yeah. And uh, 
I I want to I want you to look up on Google Images something. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, writers. He always goes that way. No, he hates the bright light. He's so mad. Good night, Ryder. And when he comes out and it's like the middle of the night like this, he uh, because the lights on right there, he comes out and he's like holding his eyes, going towards the wall. He does it every time. So funny. Sorry, man. So yeah, the, the augmented reality, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they, they want to push this as quickly as possible and that's going to tie in with social credits and stuff. And it's basically, it's, it's a bridge for just controlling all of people's conception or perception altogether. But dude, look, yeah, the, all the, a lot of this stuff is coming. We don't know how a lot of this stuff is going to play out, right? We do know that, uh, that we all have to die one day. <laughs> we do know that, that we all are going to face our maker one day, that we're all, we all were born and the body has to die. So I think... Um, we got to live in between, right? It's like, yeah, there's a lot of things coming down the line. When I was your age, all the things you see happening now, those were coming down the line. And I was freaked out about it. And it's here. I'm still alive. Not that it's even the most important thing. Oh, I'm still alive. That's not what's most important, right? It's not about just staying alive. <laughs> it's not, it's yeah, not just yeah. about that. It's about, it's about our soul, right? Like our, we should yeah. be, our life is a, is a preparation for our death. That's the thing. It's just like the, all, our life is preparation for our death. And it's, it's our choice. We have a will. We've been given a will. You've been given a will, man. So keep using it. I'm gonna, we got like three other people trying to jump on after. But oh, you want, I'm sorry. I didn't let you finish your point. What were you going to say about the... Uh, oh, no. Uh, I just wanted to show you something. I don't know if you ever looked at it. Uh, search uh, Facebook Reality Labs on Google Images. Uh, do you see their logo? One second. Mm. This one? Okay. I'm, just, I'm pulling it up so that the audience can see as well. Facebook Reality yeah, yeah. Labs. Images. Yeah, it's a 3D pyramid looking at it. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't look evil at all, right? <laughs> well, yeah, it's standard, standard gay-ass Masonic stuff, stupid-ass pyramid. Yeah, they're not even being that subtle about it. But no, yeah, nobody's it's, subtle it's, anymore. It's, no, there's no subtlety anymore. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, we're satanic. It's okay. It's cool because that's what it is. Yeah. That's, I mean, is that Zuckerberg with the Oculus? Yeah, yeah. Look I at mean, his hand. He's doing that, doing the cool hand signal there too. I mean, it's yeah, it's always. Dude, yeah, all this tech, man. A lot of this tech stuff. Get rid of your dang headset. You know you want to get rid of that VR headset. They just want you addicted yeah. to this shit. Don't get addicted to this stuff. This stuff is gonna. So many people are gonna lose their life and live half their reality. And people are already living their freaking whole world in VR, VR porn and shit. Get out of that stuff. You don't need that. Yeah, 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 definitely. But seriously, though, oh, it's like, it. so when you, when you, it's, <clears throat> you're, next time we talk, I have a feeling it's going to be different. I think it's going to be different next time we talk. So call in in a couple weeks, man. I want to, I want to hear oh, from definitely. you again. Call I will love to. Alright, we'll, we'll try to do this, we'll try to do this every weekend. We'll try to do at least one call-in show a week. Maybe more. I don't know. I could, if the people speak, if the people, if you guys keep supporting the channel, I'm talking to the audience. 
Uh, if you guys keep supporting, we'll keep doing these. If you guys like these, let us know. Hit the thumbs up, share it, like it. Um, best way to super chat is via Streamlabs. That's the way to support. You can also become a member at PrimalEdgeHealth.com. We do weekly coaching calls in there. That's a good place to go. If you sign up for a year, you get a big discount. Monthly is really affordable as well. We do weekly coaching calls in there. We can help you dial in your diet and lifestyle to get to your goals. Uh, but yeah, dude, let's get, let's get you working out, man. Just start with push-ups, basic calis, right, right. some calisthenics, basic calisthenic routine, and you got you got to have little goals at first, right? Little goals, right? It's like, hey, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna be able to sit down and have a meal with my dad without us fighting. <laughs> it's like little goals, you know. And you're gonna figure it out. You figure it out, man. You're 20 years old. You're intelligent. We just gotta stop wasting our our energy and our time and all this shit. That's the thing is, we only have so much energy. We only have so much mind space. Yeah, I think once I get rid of my computer, my VR headset, like my my life is going to change pretty dramatically. Hmm. Yeah, all these things are always trying to beckon us. All these little all these little rabbit holes are trying to get us to jump into them, and a lot of them are just pits of demons, right? Um, so yeah, man, I I'm glad we could chat. Um, you know, if you ever need anything, shoot me an email, man. I know depression can be hard to deal with, but you're on the right path. You got goals. You know you don't. You know you don't want this. You know you don't want that. You know that's not even you, man. That's not you. You're gonna look back on this and it's like oh, I barely remember that dude. That dude was kind of whack, <laughs> right? Like you'll look back and you're like, yeah. but it's one step at a time. Don't look too far ahead. Don't look too far behind, and uh, and focus on God and being a good man and being good to people around you. And don't worry so much about yourself. Try to help out other people too. Not in like a weird fake way, <laughs> but like a legitimate way, where you're not re you're not expecting something in return. Yeah. But um, yeah. dude, it was great chatting, man. Um, I got there's five, three people waiting to jump on. So uh, yeah, yeah, man. It was nice talking to you, Tristan. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Hey, your English is great, man. Uh, I look forward to Thank talking you. in the future, dude. Email me, email See. me if you need anything. I'm serious. All right. All right, Thank bro. You, Tristan. Take care, man. Take care. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Bruno, thank you for joining, Bruno. Let me see. His, his name showed up as Bruno, but then underneath his name it said something else. Okay. Ugh. Dang, we've been going a while. These, the chat's still popping too. What do you guys say? We keep going. We got several more, several more people. I want to chat. We got Marcos. We got... Ooh. Here. Let's do this one. I, I think I know who this is. Swagmaster. There he is. Hey, what up, Tristan? Sid what Meister. up, Primal Edge Health crew? Sid Meister. What's cracking, dude? Not much. Just another night. You know, you're you're wearing this. Oh, you're wearing the same outfit you wore yesterday, dude. What's up with that? Of course, man. I don't like clothes. <laughs> People always use like, yeah. That, I'm the same way. But now where we live, we're up higher on the mountain and it's colder. So. Yeah, it doesn't get too cold here in South Florida. We used to live down at the bottom of the valley, and it's like five, ten degrees warmer on average throughout the day. And it's like I never needed a shirt, but now we live up here, and I'm I'm wearing sleeves at night now. It's crazy. Yeah, yo, I know that last caller, Bruno. I know him from Discord. Zeus. What? Yo, it's Mac Daddy. <laughs> yeah, what up, man? 
Yeah, me and him, me and him have uh, talked quite a bit. You guys came. You guys had a similar, like a similar struggle. Yeah, exactly, and that's what uh, I empathize with him on because of a lot of the things he's speaking about. I'm 24 now, and I was still going through that just last year. You know, yeah. I'm 23. Dude, see what, like when my when my daughter was born, I was still like, like what? What's going on? I was freaked out, man. I was freaked out. My daughter was born. It's like, all of a sudden, I'm a dad. I'm in charge of this beautiful little creature, this gorgeous, beautiful, like angelic creature here, and I, I gotta, I gotta protect her, and I gotta teach her things. I gotta teach her how to be good. I didn't even know how to be good myself. It's, it's overwhelming. Yeah, for real. I can't even imagine having a kid. I'm not. I'm somewhere caught up in between a boy and a man right now. You seen that that Britney Spears song? I'm not a girl. Not yet a woman. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Zeus, man, I feel for him on the struggles that he's going through and coming across all these ideas because mm. me and him did it similarly so quickly online. Yeah. It, like I said in the last call, it threw me in a depressive spiral, man. Yeah. Because right before that, I kind of cleaned up my act and things were going well. And then I find out about eugenics and, you know, the elite, the powers that be and all of that. And, you know, mind manipulation control. And it's just like, geez. And yeah. kind of had to take a step back for a few months. Sometimes you got to take things slow too, right? Like, I mean, it can be, it can be really easy to just jump into all this like research and stuff. But it's also, it's like, all right, what am I going to do? Right? Really, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. What are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? That's what like, my dad always says. I'll talk to him about these things, and he's like, "Yeah, but what are you going to do about it?" And he's kind of right. Yeah, he's really kind of right, but it's on. it's annoying to hear from your dad, right? Especially if, but it's like, no, there, there are things you can do. Part of it is also identifying the problem. That's another thing. It's like, oh, what are you going to do about it? Well, look, dude, there's a freaking rock falling towards your head, and you need to move out of the way. So what am I going to do about it? <clears throat> but you know, we we got to talk about these things sometimes. Sometimes talking about it is what we need to do, but like. Yeah, I think uh, sometimes I, I got friends who just uh, like, the, you know, dudes, just, they just go too deep, right? It's like they go so far and it's like, dude, look, you have a family, you got all sorts of things going on, you got responsibilities and you're just, you're just freaking reading fucking forums all day now. Yeah, I'm you're not doing it. This is the thing is, it's like, there's all sorts of like, dude, so much information out there is just false disinfo and it's just meant to get you to waste your time with too. Yeah, and it's never ending, and it's never going to end. And you're never, you're always going to be ignorant to something. No one's omniscient besides God. So exactly, there's exactly. always something else. You can spend your whole life on the internet. That's basically what I've done until this point. That's what but, a lot of us did, um, man, growing up. I mean, when I was, I'm 33 now. Uh, I got internet connection in '90 shit. It was like '97 or '96 or '7 when I first got internet, and. I mean, ever since then, I remember looking at like, like as soon as I got on the internet, I was in fourth grade and I was reading all the books about, I was like aliens and Bigfoot, like what's all these UFO, I was reading UFO abduction stories when I was 10, right? So I read like, I read Whitley Strieber's book, Communion, when I was 10 years old. I hadn't even read the Bible and I read Whitley Strieber's book, Communion, all about basically communing with demons, uh, aliens, he called them. When I was 10 years old, and I'm like trying to, like, what the hell's going on here? Like all the UFO shit. And, like I was just, I, that's what I wanted. I wanted to learn about the mysteries. I wanted to know what's really going on. I wanted, I was interested in history. I was interested in, I wanted to know all the things. But it's like, some of that can be a trap. 
right? You can just you get a hip, lot of it is hypnotized by the darkness. There are a lot of uh, disinformation uh, disinformation agents out there just to keep you distracted, like you said. Kind of like all the degenerative, you know, video games, porn, yeah, you know, te- television, just yep. to keep you distracted from who you're supposed to become. Absolutely. And even people that seem woke or whatever, the, for the life of me, they'll defend things like weed and video games and just all sorts of things, like till their grave, saying, "Oh, you know, I need that outlet to relieve stress." But yeah. in my opinion, there's far better ways of of doing that. Nothing yeah. ever amounts to video games unless you're, you know, one of the top ten Fortnite streamers or something like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man, the video games. I remember when I first got an Xbox. Was, Xbox came out when I was in ninth grade. I was like, after school, go to my go to my friend Andrew's house and play Halo for like six hours, and your face is just like melted at the end of it. You just ugh, feel like crap, but you blast it. It's amazing we can do that, dude. They just they, you're just playing. Resilient. You're just you know? playing in someone else's fake reality. It's like what the what's the heck, what's the point of this? I look if you're gonna play playing video games every once in a while, it's all good, but I mean. They're, they could be addictive, and a lot of people, we got whole generations to get lost in it. Yeah, I sure was. I was playing video games 12 hours a day on my weekends for years, you know? Mm. And like I, like I said previously, kind of not to the same extent, but what I would do is I, I'd play video games, speed it up, come outside in between every game, take a hit of weed, and then smoke, like chain smoke half a cigarette really quick, and then I'd go back inside, and I did that for like three years. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's like you don't even real like, and I'm just it's, like just, it's just it's autopilot, just right? Alive, autopilot, you yeah. just do these things. Like, uh, uh, uh. And it's about breaking that, you know, cynical cycle of repetitiveness. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. You're so used visual. to doing something. It's like, uh, you know, you take a shower, and you always stand facing this one wall. It's like you just, we do these things, and it's, I don't know. It's, it's not necessarily bad to put things on autopilot, but they, they can be hijacked. You know, I mean, you've got bad habits that are on autopilot. You're gonna, be, you're gonna get screwed up. Yeah, I've sure victimized myself in that sort of way. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy that shit, you know. Man. So we got two callers that know each other. Yeah, I know him, Zeus. I know you. <laughs> I, I, I recognize that voice from a mile away. That's freaking awesome, man. Hey, and dude, like got... him, you know, I had, I had issues with my parents as well growing up. Never really had a great relationship. But mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, I realized how much I wanted to value something like that. Like, you only have one mom. You only have one dad. Yeah. And as I've grown up, I've taken the personal responsibility of like, well, if these things aren't going to work themselves out, there's something I have to do by any method to achieve what I want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. I mean, those relationships are important. They're super important. I remember uh, I mean, my dad grew up without a dad, right? Like, my dad's father died when he was four yeah, years same old. same here. So, like, he never had a yeah. dad. And I, I can't tell you how many times he told me that he would... I mean, it's so sad. Like, he, he's told me so many times that he would give anything. That he would give... And it's like, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say this myself, right? Because we, get, we have different beliefs, me and my father. But he'd say things like, I, I would give anything. To be able to just talk to my dad one time, and he'll say that like all the time, like that he would, that he would, um, because he, he he lost him when he was four, so he he didn't know how to be a dad, but he was he he yeah. did he was a good dad. He what like he I mean I don't know what he I don't know what he dealt with growing up without a father, um, 
and the way he grew up. He had eight brothers and sisters. He, he didn't even like talking about things like that. I don't know what sort of abuse he might have. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? No, but so he was in one of the most vulnerable <laughs> situations. He was in a situation where he was, he was completely vulnerable to abuse. Many different types of abuse. And, but he grew up as a good father and he never abused us. Right? Like, nobody's perfect, right? But he was a good dad. He did everything he could. He used to make us breakfast every yeah. day, make us a little bag lunches before we go to school. Right? But he, I remember when my mom's, when my grandfather, he just passed away last year. I never even met him. I never met my mom's dad because she never fixed a relationship with him. Right? Like, he left her family when she was young. She grew up without a dad. Then her, then her husband had grown up without a dad. It was just this like, but both of them, they somehow held it together. They weren't screwed up and they didn't yeah. screw us up too badly. <laughs> you know, like they were, it was, um, yeah, it's crazy, man. That We don't have to keep the cycle going. Exactly. And that's something similar to your dad. My dad, his father died when he was nine years old and he had a younger brother who was like two, three years younger than him. And he basically had to become the man of the house at age nine. You know, his, his mom didn't work. Uh, so I think my grandfather was a military dentist. Yeah. So she wasn't working. But then when he died, she had to pick up three jobs. And then she's out for 12 hours of the day, six days a week. And he basically had to raise himself and his younger brother, who unfortunately, like, just has been in and out of psych wards for, like, the last 25 years. There you go. But... Uh, Similar to you, yeah, like, he turned out to be a really great dad, and that's something I took for granted when I was younger, when I was around Zeus's age, when I was around 18, 19, I, I wanted to put the blame on everyone else besides myself, you know, just like, oh, you know, the way my parents raised me, that's, that's the reason why I am the way I am now, you know, it's, it's society's fault, the system's, you know, screwed up. No, man, it's but, our fault, like, that's I, the thing, it's like, they, they, none of that is anyone else's fault, it's my fault, every one of my relationships, it's, yeah. not, it's not my dad's fault if I don't have a good relationship with him, it's my fault if I can't figure out how yeah. to do it right, it's like, it's not, exactly. that's it's what not, I'm about. you're right, it's like, it's not my, it's not my, um, our, our, all the relationships we have, we can place blame on others, but it's, we gotta take responsibility, and I think that's, that's really what it comes down to, we have to take responsibility for everything around us, Including, I mean, we've we got to help other people around us too. I think it's, I think it's a good thing to feel, to feel responsibility for, for other people around us. It's not, I mean, it, we've been taught this like we're, we're these atomized people and we just need to, you just got to live your best life, bro. You just got to, you just got to get out there and, and, and get what you want out of life. It's like that make that leaves people empty. That leaves people empty. Yeah. We got to care about other people. Sometimes we care about other people more than we care about ourselves. And that's how we can free ourselves. Right, and that's where that's where the whole concept of God and and uh, you know and, and sacrifice of the bullshit, right? When you give up all that nonsense, you get blessed. You get blessed in big ways. Like I mean, look at like my my parents got blessed in big ways. They they had both of them. And I don't even I don't know what kind of shit they dealt with as a kid. We don't talk about it that much, but when we do, it's like shit. Like you guys, I can't believe you turned out so well, right? And that's cool. That's cool. And we, yeah, that's great. And even and we we and act like. Some... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I don't. I'm just. I've been talking for hours, <laughs> dude. Yeah, same here. Uh, I'm pretty neurotic, so I, I could go on for a long monologue. But I, I'm not too familiar with the Bible yet. Yeah. But uh, there is a saying I've heard of that the sins of the father, or basically the sins of the previous generation, are passed down to the current. Yeah. And, and with that in mind, 
like you're saying, I have a couple things here. Once you're no longer ignorant to something, you're no longer innocent. So if I'm back when I'm able to at 18 and I recognize that, hey, some of the dysfunctions I have were, you know, because my parents raised me that way, even though they didn't have great lives growing up either. Once I'm aware of that, I'm not innocent anymore to that fact. And then it's up to me to make the change. And with that uh, biblical text in mind is that once you're aware of it, you have to be the one to break the cycle. Mm. Those sins that have been passed down to you, when you become aware of them, it's up to you to rid yourself of them. Yeah, exactly. And then hopefully raise your kids without them. And that's kind of, that's one of the main things I want. Like similar to Zeus, like I, I'm thinking years ahead instead of, you know, sometimes taking it day by day. Or Bruno, I think is mm. what he's called himself on there. Uh, take it instead of taking it day by day, because you know I want a wife, I want a house, I want to be similar to you, you know, self-sufficient uh, and sustainable. And it, you just got to take it day by day, otherwise your mind's just going to be racing all the time. Just always thinking in the future and never living in the moment. And that's something I'm trying to practice a little more is just being right here, yeah. in the present time. There you go, dude. Well, speaking of which, right here in the present time, there's three more people in the waiting. Yeah, three more people in the waiting room. Um, I think uh, I think I'm gonna let you go, man. Thanks, thanks for the pep yeah. talk, dude. One one percent. One percent on the phone. Again. Oh, there you go. Good so, timing. Good timing, good timing <laughs> yeah. man. Hey, have a great night, Sid. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon, dude. Yeah, later. Later, man. I'll try to get everyone. I'll stay up till we're. I'll stay up till we get through all the calls. Marcos Lacosta. What's happening, Marcos? You hear me? I'm waiting for you to connect to the audio. I'm not sure. You, sometimes people might, you know, jump in and then they walk away from their computer or something, or walk away from their whatever the device they're using. So, Marcos. Um, Hello. Hey. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I, I, yeah, I was trying to unmute. My bad. No worries, man. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. How you doing? Good, man. Good, good. Where are you calling from? Um, I'm over in uh, Virginia. Nice. What's on your mind? Yeah. What's on your mind, man? Um, man, uh, I don't know. I can start with. Uh, I keep thinking about this. Uh, I think I can't tell time anymore. It was like a week ago, or something. You did that stream with uh, that lady who was. Uh, vegan and she had like the vibrations of the food. Do you there's, remember that one? There's so many of these new agers with their vibrations. It was like the one that was like uh, the meat, you know, like the meat is like lower vibration and then, you know, like the, the fruits are like high vibration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. I forget who that was yeah. but there's so many. There's so many. They all say the yeah, same thing know. too, right? But <laughs> like that reminds me of like both these like dude who used to go to my high school who like he says that he's like uh he's all about that yeah and uh he's like oh dr sebi man like he talks about how uh, dr sebi dude dr sebi that guy that guy has ruined more black people's health than the u.s government dr sebi i swear that guy <laughs> that guy is like worse than the tuskegee experiment for blacks right now um yeah it's crazy like the black conscious community that gets so caught up in the in the vegan vibration stuff um, it's like the black version of the white hippie dreadlock dudes and, and they like with, they get onks and shit. Like you get onks and they, they all end up getting like 
into polyamory. Oh, that's poly. Is that's he into polyamory too? No, he, he has a he has a he has an onk on his uh, on his neck. Dude. He's got an onk. I called the onk. All right. Well, hey, next yeah. step. Next step is he's gonna try to get he's gonna try to get multiple wives. So call them wives. Then they start they start oh, collecting man. wives. It's super weird, man. How these how these like demonic influences kind of flow through communities. Yeah. Hey, he he talks about uh um a lot of people I know from my high school talk about this like uh, contacting entities through mushrooms, which is like you covered this too, which is yeah. crazy. Like I've seen people do that or like talk about it. Yeah, this is a dangerous route, man. Yeah, I actually got him to join the uh, the Dyer server, and he actually had a talk with uh, some of the people there on the voice chat, like debating about that stuff. And they told him, they're like, "Hey, man, aliens aren't real, man. They're demons." And he's like, "Oh, I, I you know, agree to disagree, or whatever." And then he was telling me about it. He was like, "Oh, I think they're just scared of aliens." I was like. They're just wussies. No, they're actually <laughs> They're just wussies. No, well, why, why, why do these aliens yeah. just end up confusing people and then these people end up going mad or like homeless and shit? Like these people, they start contacting yeah. entities and then three months later, they're freaking smoking crack at the back of their, uh, their Honda Civic living in a freaking, living in an alley. It's, it, it, I don't, yeah, so the, I don't know. Why, why are the aliens making you ruin, why are the aliens ruining all your relationships with everyone around you and making you act like a fucking nut? If these are good things, yeah, I don't know. No, the the argument because I I tried to uh, I tried to say, hey man, some of these demons or uh, entities aren't like cool or whatever. And then um, uh, their argument is like, oh, I know that, but like there's good ones. And I'm just like, listen, man, you know, I don't like to get into like arguments or like debates or with like friends or whatever. So I'm just like, hey man, the way I see it is, there's only one entity that I'm really trying to, uh, you know. Uh, you know, mess with, and that's God, you know, it's like, yeah. I don't care about anybody else. Yeah, that's the thing, people seek, and that's what these people really want, they want God, but they, they don't think that, they don't think God exists, so then they start worshipping dirt, right, they start worshipping mushrooms yeah, well, and shit. Yeah, that's true, but like, the, these people I talk to, like, they actually uh, believe in a creator, but then they like, surround that with like communion communion with entities or whatever and i'm just like yeah. if you believe in a creator that's the point of the uh of entities when there's already a you know all-knowing divine being who you know yeah that personal god yeah right so i don't Absolutely, know it's crazy but it's crazy. It's it's freaking nuts dude it's crazy how many people get caught up in this stuff and it's sad to see people get lost yeah. in this stuff but yeah no the guy who uh the entity, like the not the aunt guy, the, this other guy who told me that entities are good or whatever. He uh, he was telling me like, dude, like Terrence McKenna, bro. And all <laughs> it's always Terrence McKenna, dude, dude. Ask him, hey, what happened to Terrence McKenna's 2012 predictions? You think you think the entities? You still think these entities are cool? How come uh, Terrence McKenna died of brain cancer, miserable and alone with no children, and admittedly miserable with inability to have a good relationship with a woman? Or a man, or whatever he was into at the end. He, he was miserable. He was onto the polyamory. He got into the, all these. They get into the same stuff. You get into the drugs, then it becomes, oh, I'm spiritual, not religious, right? Then it's like, oh, yeah, now, now I'm, now I'm talking to crystals, and then it's like, I mean, eventually, yeah. it just, it, it just spirals, man. It's and it's always yeah. the same, the same crazy. trajectory. Well, I mean, all I could do was tell him because at first I was like. Shit, I don't know how to tell him that this guy has a CIA off. So I just like kept going with the convo. And then somehow, like later on, I kind of just like, 
low key kind of just inserted like, oh, by the way, I, I think I heard that he's a CIA op, and he was like, oh, really? Where'd you find that? Are you talking about like, Sebi, oh, Doctor Sebi? Is that your dog? Oh no, uh, Terrence McKenna. Oh, McKenna, the yeah. Mushroom. The mushroom. I was recruited yeah, uh, by the mushroom, <laughs> and after that, I was an operative. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of dubious. It's kind of hard to say. Like, oh, definitely, he was like. But I I think yeah, I think he was influenced. Yeah, he was at least he was at least uh, influenced by the same entities that were influencing guys like Wasson, who was a banker from Chase Manhattan Bank. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty weird. Isn't it funny that the, who who pushed all those psychedelics? Who pushed all those psychedelics? Yeah, it was government. the U.S. government. <laughs> it was Harvard. It was Stanford. That's who pushed it. Yeah, we got, uh, you, you know, a, a good book. I, I'm just going to throw this book out there. And okay, mentioned Father Seraphim Rose, Orthodoxy and the Religion in the Future. And there's a yeah, section. Yeah, I, like I like Father Seraphim Rose. He's really yes. good. Yeah, that, that book is amazing. Uh, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future, the section on UFOs and entities and stuff like that. So on point. And he, he, um, he was really ahead of his time. Like he called out the alien UFO fake deception like 40 years ago. Yeah. I was watching a, uh, How? a, uh, one of his talks on the, uh, like the mono, like religion of the future and how it's all going to like, like the, all the world religions are just going to like come together and stuff. And something about like the Pope being like the head of it, like the Catholic church is going to be like, a big part of it or something. Yeah. I haven't finished it, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, that stuff is crazy. But, uh... Oh, you know what's another thing I've noticed in, like, in my own, like, uh... Like, in my own area? It's the effects of that music video from WAP, man. That stuff is cancer. Dude, music, music videos and, uh... And just pop culture in general. They're weapons, man. And if you engage in that yeah, stuff, and that's why I, I titled this Mutually Assured Destruction, right? That was the term used for the, uh, the Cold War Mexican standoff between the West and the East, where we're going to bomb the shit out of you if you bomb us, and everything's going to die. If anybody does anything, we're all dead, right? The Mexican standoff. Um, that Mutually Assured Destruction, if you engage in pop culture and start start really giving yourself into this and following down that pop culture line. Yeah. You are you're engaged in mutually de assured destruction. You are mutually assuring oh, the destruction yeah, yeah. of yourself and everyone else that you're involved in, right? You think you're like Electric Daisy Carnival or Burning Man are going to change the world. You're going to save the world by dosing up and and putting your dick in a bunch of random holes. No. You're destroying yourself, and you're destroying the other people as well. And that's the, the pop culture engagement. It, this is mutually assured destruction. That's what it is. Yeah, I see it all the time, man. I just see people like just smoking and drinking on social media. I'm just like, oh, my God. This is crazy. Uh, I'm just going to uh, get wasted. Dude, I'm getting so lit, bro. It's okay. Why? Now what? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, what comes after that, you know? Like, there's no... Uh, there's no death to it. Like you're spiritually dead. You ever met like really old, you know, like uh, dudes that's glory days happened in the sixties? Yeah, I actually did. Like you hang out with those uh, old boomers, ex hippies and stuff. Like it's kind of sad. They keep they keep telling you the yeah. same dumb stories. I was so stoned. We were just so stoned, and I was fucking everybody in the sixties, man. It's just all it's, and it's like all right, cool. 
now you got no kids, you're three times divorced, and you got dementia, and you're on uh, you're on uh, cholesterol lowering drugs that are making the dementia worse. Um, congratulations. That's crazy to say that. I actually met a dude like that. I used to work at a deli, and this guy was like probably late 40s, early 50s. He was like, yeah, man, before here, I used to work at a Jiffy Lube, and I would always go hit a bong and break in, in the middle of my break and stuff. I was like, dude, cool. Like, what the hell? Like, That's why. Like, you ever wonder why you worked wow. at a Jiffy Lube for ten years? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you'd have been a ma- maybe you'd have been the manager, or the regional manager, if you quit hitting the bong every ten minutes, buddy. Yeah, and then he was like, he would come to work always stoned and stuff. And I don't know, it's crazy. There's a lot of uh, those type of people around here, Just yeah. stoners and druggies. Yeah, everywhere, dude. But um. Man, I got people keep jumping in. We got three yeah, man, more got people. We got three more callers, man. I'm trying to get through everybody. Oh, we but got Dr. Gregor. I don't know. Skateboarding Doc- teams in Hawaii. Dr. Gregor wants to jump on, but Pedro and Eric also, man, they've been here longer. So Dr. Gregor's coming after them. But Marcos, it's been nice yeah. chatting, man. Same, man. I'm going to let you go. All right, dude. Have a good one, man. All right, man. You too. Take care, man. Yeah. Later, Marcos. Later. All these Spanish names. Pedro, what's up, man? Connecting to audio. Let me come over here to the chat. What's up, chat? How's it going? How's it going, guys? You guys like these streams? Please support. Best way to support is via the Streamlabs. Best way to support is through Streamlabs. We got we got all friendly callers again. Isn't that funny? Even the, Hey, what's up, Pedro? Tristan, oh, Tristan. Hey, you hear me? Yeah. Oh, I was about to. <clears throat> I was about to hang up, man. I was waiting so long. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> we just. No, 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 no. Because I was like in my computer too long today, and I was like, ah. Oh. Me too, the man. I waited. Me too. I try. I try to like look off. Oh. I wish I. I wish I was outside because then I could. You know, if it was daytime, you don't have to look at the screen. You look off in the distance, uh, but. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting screens on. No, but the the reason that I waited because I wanted to put it out there because the the two guys that you know the two guys that know each other supposedly yeah. uh, Bruno and they're deep fakes, huh? They're both deep fake. I knew it. <laughs> the deep fakes. That's right. <laughs> well, those guys. I mean, those guys seem like they're on the right path, um, and I just wanted to like. I don't know if they're listening right now, but. Go check out Jesse Lee Peterson. Amazing! Yeah, man. I think they should check them out. They're pretty. They're pretty much close. They, a lot of the people that uh, I've heard Jesse Lee talk to were on that same position. You know. I think it's like everybody in their early twenties right now is <laughs> in that same position, dude. I think a lot. Yeah. Of, a lot of people are feeling that way. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. What do you think of him? Jesse, you know I, I've probably seen less than two minutes of him actually speaking. I just know he does that. It's amazing. It's amazing. I think. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, he he like calls dudes betas and stuff, which is like, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. I I, I tend yeah. to uh, I I I, get, I think it's a little bit. Well, first of all, I think it's really cringe to say the word cringe, but 
it's also kind of cringe to say beta so much. Like, I, I, you'll never hear me call someone like a beta or alpha. I think yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, alpha, beta, or like, what's that other fact? Is that Vox Day, like that, the, the social sexual hierarchy, all that stuff is stupid. Uh, but uh-huh. there is some, obviously, like there's always, there has to be a little bit of truth in these things in order to uh, kind of get them through to people. So I think, I think a lot of these guys are onto something. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know Jesse Lee Peterson that well, but hey, if we got if we have mutual viewers, maybe there is some similarity in ideas and ideals. Yeah. No. Yeah. At, at first, that's what that's what everyone says too. Everyone, everybody that uh, like the longtime viewers, they said the same thing. Like they they couldn't take him serious. I mean, the first two minutes, that's exactly what you, the way he acts, the way he, he speaks. But he does it for a purpose. So there's a purpose behind the, the way he speaks. Yeah, I like I like him. He seems like he doesn't really care so much what people like. He has a weird way of talking and stuff, and he just be he's himself. He's not trying to be someone else. Like he seems very authentically him. He's not like these dumbass vegans who are like, oh yeah, it's like oh, I wasn't vegan because of the logic, and then and then like I watched Earthlings, but I didn't like. I'm not like cold. I didn't like feel anything when I watched Earthlings. I still the logic is like, it's not this this fake narrative where it's like trying to pander to whatever illusions in the audience. It's he seems like he's. Like he believes what he says, which is cool. He's a great guy, man. I think everybody should check him out. I like goofy if people. You ever... I really like goofy people. Yeah. Like, I love goofy dudes. That's why I love... <laughs> I love watching you. That's why, man. I love watching you. That's I'm a goofy dude, too. I'm a goofy mofo, too. I'm glad I'm glad you enjoy the show, man. I'm glad uh, Glad to hear your voice. I'm glad yeah. you popped in, Pedro. You, uh... Yeah. There's... Oh, dude, we got three more... We got Eric Reinhardt, then nah. Dr. Gregor, and then we got a dude. We have like, we have like a ninety percent Latino <laughs> audience tonight, dude. Everybody's like Pedro, Carlo, Marcos. Like they're all. It's it's because of my it's because of my uh, my shirt here, man. You know what I need to do? I need to in honor of of all all my homies. I gotta I gotta do this because we're all. Hey, hey. We, we know, we, we Latinos know when uh, we see a good shirt, all right? So. You know what's up, man. The higher the sock, the down of the foo, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, well, I'll let, I mean, I'll let you uh, get through, go through the other Call shows. back another time, man. I mean, Call back whenever. Whenever we do a live show, hit us up, man. It's good, it's good chatting, Pedro. Thanks for, the, thanks for the input, man. Yeah, I'll call earlier. All right, right, man. See you later. Everyone call earlier. Maybe I got to stream earlier. It's been going for like four hours. (laughs) Have a good night, Pedro. I'll talk to you soon, man. Good night, man. Later. There we go. There goes Pedro. In honor of all my Latino audience, I buttoned the top button. You You know when that top button is buttoned, things are getting serious. All right, we got Eric next. What's up, Eric? Let's see if Eric pops in. How's the audience doing? It's getting late for me. It's almost 11 o'clock. It's past my bedtime. It's past my bedtime. I'm way too late. And you know, isn't it funny? All these vegans bitching and crying. I open up the lines. Anybody can come on. Anybody can come and debate. Anybody, if you got a problem, you can come and and air out your grievances. If you just want to call me a stupid, bald man, bad, terrible person who eats meat, that's fine. You can do it. But we've had all friendly calls. I'm not getting any, none of these. Hey. God, I hate you. There you go. Finally. Finally. One of my, one of my, uh, my vegan super fans. What's up, Eric? (laughs) What's up, Tristan? How you doing, man? 
Hey man, what's going on? Uh, make sure to mute your browser. Mute the um, browser. Hey, how's my audio here? It's it's good, but I heard a I heard the browser audio echo. So try okay. It. Make sure it's muted. Got it. All right, it should be on the Zoom page. Now. We're good, man. We're good. I'm not sure. I'm so new to this. I think there's a delay. We're good. I can hear you. I can see you. Okay. I'm on this Zoom page. Oh, dude, I'm screwing this up. Dude, do you hear me? I hear you. Okay, there you are. Yeah. You got the you got the volume on. Got the hat. I got. I just. I'm getting cold. Right on. Yeah, it's cold here. Wait, why are you it's showing up? Here. Um, man, I love the show. Can you hear me? Yep. Am I coming through? Yeah, you're coming through. Okay, but I don't think I can hear you through Zoom. Not very well. Okay. Anyway, uh, how you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. You know how it goes. There we go. Now they can yeah. see you. Oh, yeah, what's up? You can hear me, right? Can you hear me? If you can't hear me, I'm gonna have to. I'll have to sort move Sort of. On. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little low. Shoot, man. Maybe, maybe next time. Maybe try calling in next show. Or if you got something to say, if you if you can hear me now, if you have something to say, you go ahead and say it, and then we can uh, we'll let the next caller jump in. Yeah. No. If you can hear me, um, awesome. I just wanted to tell you I love the show um, very much. Uh, and um, I was wondering, uh, maybe not for now, but at some point yeah. um, in the future, uh, I would love to hear more about your exercise regimen or if you have any advice uh, on um, weight training, uh, any of that sort of Good question. Um, you know, what, like, uh, you know, what your routines are yeah. and, um, or, or if, you know, any advice that you have. In that Great advice. question, man. I got a, I got a, right. I got an answer for you on that one. Hopefully you can hear me. If you can't hear me through the thing, then maybe just listen back after the fact. I can hear you. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, all right. Well, as far as my, like, I, I don't have like a crazy bodybuilder physique or anything like that. I haven't actually been lifting that much for like the last, oh, man, two years, but I wouldn't look like I do today. And I, you know, I, some people they're like, oh, I don't even work out. And I look like this. I wouldn't look like I do today if I hadn't done some pretty intense strength training and, uh, and lifting for about four years. Right. So I spent about four years, uh, doing some serious lifting. Um, I think a good way to start out, a really good way to start out is Rip, Mark Ripito has some good stuff, but I also look at a five, the five by five. Yeah. What's it called? Um, strong lifts five by five is a good starting point for just building some basic strength and learning the big three basic lifts. So if you want to build some muscle, you're going to want to get pretty proficient in bench pressing, deadlifting and squatting. If you have bad hips, you might not want to squat. If you got a bad back, you might not want to deadlift. If you got a shitty shoulder, you might not want to bench. You're going to want to tailor it to your abilities, right? But those big lifts, big compound lifts are going to be the best mass builders for naturals, right? If you're not going to take steroids, if you're taking steroids, you can just do like a lot of accessory exercises and build a decent amount of muscle. But you want to activate your hormonal response in the body to get that anabolic response. So in order to do that, 
It can be useful to, uh, to do some heavy squatting, deadlifting, bench pressing. Those are really good because they're basically a full body exercise where you're engaging your whole central nervous system. So I would say focus on the big three, build some strength, do some accessory exercises as well. And um, a good way to start is like a, like a basic five by five, a strong list five by five. And then once you kind of hit, after a few months, you'll, you'll, you'll have gotten the gains that you're going to get well, from that. three. Go ahead. Three sets of five reps, essentially. Go, um, go to strong lifts. Look up strong lifts five by five. Okay. Yeah, that's a great place okay. to start. Okay, strong lifts five by five. Cool. And then um, that, that's a good place to start. Then from there, I started getting into, I'm just talking about my own journey, man. There are definitely other ways to go about it. You could do a strict bodybuilding routine yeah. and do a, blow, a bro split and get great results. You could. Like a lot of people do that. I focused on building strength because it's a goal, right? Like, oh, I want to lift. Through, I'm gonna I'm gonna bench press two plates. I'm gonna deadlift three plates. I'm gonna deadlift four plates. Now it's like you have specific goals and you want to you go into the gym. You know what you want to do. You know the lifts you're gonna do. You got it programmed. You're you're doing it. So to me, the powerlifting movements were the funnest and the best. But you do have to be careful. People get injured. People do get injured. It's not like it's you know perfectly safe. Oh, everyone can do powerlifting movements. Bench pressing, deadlifting, and squatting are always safe for everybody. Always form is important. So. I would say start out with like a five by five and then maybe look at Wendler's five, three, one. That's another one that I did for a little bit in order to build strength. But um, yeah, focus on building strength at first, right? Focus on those big three lifts, Com compound movements like weighted pull-ups, dips, uh, stuff like that. And then also, you know, just doing push-ups and stuff around the house. Uh, if you work on the computer, which it seems like you got a setup right there where you might be working online, um, you know, get get up, move around, do some walking throughout the day, do some push-ups throughout the day. We're meant to be using our body periodically throughout the day, exhausting it so we sleep better at night. Um, so yeah, that's 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 a good place to start. Hope that helps. Right on, right on. Um, and um, also, I'd, um, one thing uh, we sort of have in common. I, I was um, well, I grew up in a Christian family. I, mean, I grew up in the south uh, southeast U.S. and um, um, more or less a sort of uh, Baptist background, you know, yeah. Protestant Baptist background. And, and then later on, I, I did convert to uh, um, orthodoxy, a branch, a branch of orthodoxy. And um, I know you guys talk about it a lot. I watch your show pretty regularly, you and, and Jay, and, and, and uh, uh, dig a lot of your, your discussions. Um, and uh, but one of the things that um, when I did convert to orthodoxy and and this is mostly I think uh, for and hello everybody out there all the listeners um, uh, hope everybody's doing well um, but it really is like when when you a lot of us you know living in the West we we we're kind of in this. Uh, Western Protestant Christianity uh, mindset, and it is a it, it, it's a paradigm, you know. It's a it, it, uh, but one of the things I learned speaking with um, uh, people who were in the Eastern Church was there is sort of a paradigm shift. The the theology that exists in in uh, Western Protestantism it doesn't uh, there's a, a different, a, it's a different view of looking at, at, at the world um, and our relationship to um, the divine and um, uh, those sorts of things. So there is there's sort of a paradigm shift that goes 
is there have you experienced that um or or what like what was mm. i don't know if you grew up christian or uh, no, i grew up i grew up like atheist uh, agnostic religious. yeah i grew up atheist agnostic and i knew i knew protestants and i was interested i, I saw i wanted god right like, i always wanted god but I also was really bitter at God, and I was also really mad at God, and I had all sorts of you know issues, right? But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a huge paradigm shift, right? And I didn't even realize, I had no freaking idea, I had no idea that Eastern Orthodoxy even existed. I thought it was just either the Catholic Church or all these weird Protestants who just make up whatever their like you know their their beliefs are. So um, what what was it that drew you to the Eastern Church, or what what was it that made made sense to you? Well, I mean, I I became like a Protestant when I was twenty three, twenty two, twenty three. Um, I had you know kind of a conversion experience. You know, I, right, and then like with the. It was just it was 22, 23 years old. I, no, no, not any church. Just reading the Bible myself and just by the grace of God um, and repentance and just, you know, tears of repentance basically um, came to believe in God and Jesus. But then it was like, okay, well, now what? Where's the church? Like, I mean, the, you, you look at like Corinthians yeah. and you look at the New Testament and there's, you know, it talks about bishops and yeah. and, and priests yeah. and it's like, um, where, where are these bishops? Where is yeah, the church? So it was like, okay, well, how do we find the church? Well, maybe the church was corrupted and it had to go underground because the Roman Catholic pedo cult was so corrupt and like maybe the real church is just the Holy Spirit working through believers who are autonomous and who will one day, you know, maybe come... Uh, be, you know, come together and form the real church and like rediscover the the proper way of of living. It was it's like it, who who interprets these things? It was just confusion. And then actually, uh, you know, through content like Jay Dyer's, I was able to come to the conclusion that oh no, the church still does exist, and the Bible is a uh, a part of the divine liturgy. And uh, through reading some of the theology and through reading Father Seraphim Rose, I realized wow, there is a church. The church still exists, and it's not the Protestant uh, uh, ethos. So that's a long story short. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, there, there's there's a lot of grace in in the Orthodox Church. I think that's something that um, a lot of times when when people in in the West look at the um, the higher churches, Catholic Church. Again, I, I grew up uh, Protestant, and and it was very iconoclastic. Um, so, you know, we didn't believe in icons. Yeah, know? right, right, right. So then it's like, okay, well, what, but what about the Bible? Isn't the Bible kind of like this icon in certain ways to a lot of Protestants? It's, there's, a, there's a lot of well, funny... Well, it is treated as such uh, by, by, by a lot of Protestants. They, they call them uh, Libraphiles or Bibliophiles or, or, or whatever you want to call them. And, yeah, well, and the Sola Scriptura always bothered me because it's like, how do you interpret this? Who interprets this? And you start meeting other Protestants or other people who are like... Who are into it? And it's like you see. I, I noticed that it was people were basically using it like the occultists use grimoires. They're using the Bible as their magical grimoire and interpreting it and doing their little church rituals with it, and there it just didn't make sense. So to me, it was like just meeting people who were, you know, genuinely seeking God and did believe in God and did believe in Jesus, but the theology was messed up. You know, I mean, I, I knew Protestants who would like, who, who would like take psychedelics. Right, and it's like, well, 
to, to try and seek God, supposedly. But then they just end up messing with people and, and messing with people's minds and trying to... It just ended up just like any other New Age cult with a lot of these Protestant groups. So to me, that that was a... Yeah, there's constantly a search for a new high mm-hmm. uh, in, in the Protestant church. Like people are looking for, you know, that, that next revelation, yeah. that next... Uh, you know, it's almost like a drive. Yeah, it's like you might as well just, why don't you guys just all drink ayahuasca and be like the Santa Daime church together, you know? And so you're all looking for this, you want this rapturous experience and you want this, you know, you want your rock star church. To me, it was just goofy. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, thank you, by the way, for having me on, man. I appreciate it. I know you got, you got callers coming up. Um, Maybe just two more. We, we almost got there. We're almost to the end. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to sleep by a reasonable hour. But hey, man, it's, it was good chatting. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, it's good talking to you too, man. I hope to talk to you again soon. And uh, for everybody out there on video games, Jesus Christ, yeah, you're right. Like, get off uh, the fucking video (laughs) games for a while. At least don't spend like eight hours on them. Um, Learn a skill. Like, pick up, like, learn to play a musical instrument or something. Because, you know, you you want your life to have value. So... And listen to uh, Tristan's words. He's a good man. He's got a lot of great things to say. And uh, I really appreciate the uh, the service, Tristan. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, dude. And, and it's been thank nice you for the, uh, the training advice. Mm. And peace right to on, your man. family. Right on, man. Have a great night. Get some rest, dude. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Been all working right. all day. I, I, but it was a highlight to, to get to see you. Oh, man, yeah. Hey, likewise, man. Been working all day, but this is, this is the work that I like to do here, too. So um, God bless, man. Have a great night. Take care. Take it easy, man. We got two more, two more guests here. What's up with the chat, though? We've had like an hour and a half with, with no – where's the audience support? Where are them super chats? Where's the stream labs? Am I just not getting notifications? Am I not getting notifications? Are you guys just bored? Man, I'm, it's, it's getting late. It's getting late. There we go. I'm not seeing any more. No more Super Chats. I got a couple more. I, dude, I st- we still haven't gotten a young, poor young virus. was like, watch my dang video. Young virus will watch it next, next stream. Um, let's see. We got... Carlo's been waiting for a while here. I think Carlo and... Carlo, what's up? You hear me? Oh, uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, how's it going, man? How's it going? Que pasa? What's new, man? But, uh, sorry, was that my my ears cut out? Oh, no worries, man. How you doing? What's going on? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, man, we're, I'm all good. I'm all good. It's been a... It's been a long stream, but I'm good. I'm hanging there. I'm gonna take a bath after this and get some sleep. For sure. Um, yeah, I just came on to say, um, like you're talking about, like I'm so much better now. I'm so much bigger and stronger than you. Does that make you feel better when Hench tells you that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I, it's so true how like. Um, much of a, how much of an illusion all this is, like all this like crap that we see nowadays, like all this like uh, I don't know, like social media, porn, internet. It's all crap, and like it's all an illusion when you get stuck into it. And you're so right about like just focusing on the good. And um, yeah, we got to identify the problems too, right? It's like we, you know, we identify the problems, get rid of the bad, and then build up the good. 
Yeah, that's yeah, what, exactly. You know, it's like with a garden, you know, you got to, you prune the dead growth. And it's just like with forests as well, like forestry management, you prune the dead growth. You Sometimes you got to do a controlled burn and then you promote the new good growth. All right. Um, I have one question for you though. Mm-hmm. Like what initially um, inspired you to start a farm or like, like, well, cause you're from like what? Southern California, right? Yeah. Uh, just, I wanted good food and I, I, uh, I wanted a bunch of milk. I wanted raw milk. <laughs> I wanted a lot of it. I just, I, I like really, I like good food. I like preparing food. I like, um, I like feeling healthy. I also had terrible health growing up and uh, I went through some major health crises and it was just like, I need to, I need to figure something out and diet was a powerful way of improving my health. So it really came down to that. It really came down to just wanting to be healthy. And then also seeing the systematic erosion of our you know, family farms made me inspired to like, I, I want to I want to be on a homestead. I want to be able to have my own food. I don't want to go to the grocery store. I don't want to go spend $5 on a gallon of raw milk or 15 whatever you live. You know, it might be 15 bucks to get a gallon of raw milk in some places. So I, yes. I, I wanted good food. I wanted good food and I wanted it here and I wanted to provide for my family. I wanted skills too, dude. I grew up with like, you know, you grew up in the suburbs. What what skills can you really develop that I, that are going to... Um, they're going to feed you. I don't know. I just, I, I wanted to be able to feed my own family. I wanted to be able to feed myself off my own land. And all the people that I know that work with their hands and that work physical jobs are way cooler and way funner to be. Like I would way rather hang out with my mechanic friends than, well, I got, I got, I got great friends. I don't know how some of you might be listening. I'd rather hang out with a lot of, a lot of my like friends who work with their hands and work outside. They're way funner to be around than like, Dudes, I know that just work on the computer. Oh, that's part of it too. They're Are you people, like people in your area. Or I'm just like people in general. You? People who work with their hands are funner to hang out yeah. with. It's like that is that old Genesis yeah. song where it's like I'd rather trust the country man than a town man. I just I just I don't know. I just I've always enjoyed country people. People who live in the country. People who live in the uh, who live outside of cities. And I uh, I saw I I just didn't enjoy this the city life anymore. Right, I mean, it's fun for a while yeah. when you're young. It's like a carnival, right? Like you can get anything, get anything. You get whatever you want. You want women? There's women. You want drugs? There's drugs. You want music? There's music. You want entertainment? It's there. But then it's empty. So yeah. it's like I, I don't know. I, I enjoy solitude. I enjoy quiet. I like hearing birds. I like being able to walk outside and not hear anything except what's around me. So yeah, all of that factored into it. Lots of stuff, lots of factors, but I think that's a good overview. Yeah, only until only until recently, like I I realized like how weird it is to live in a city. Like there's so many people, like so many different ideas. It's so crowded. Like I live in LA County, it's like ridiculous here. Yeah, like, it's just so many people, and, like all this crap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I um, I agree, man. It's the, the to me, it was just the city life. I, I felt it felt cramped. It felt wrong for me. And look. There are cities that I enjoy visiting, and there are people that live in cities that I, I think are awesome, that I, that I love being around too. But to me, it was just like I, I wanted to be somewhere where I walk outside. I like seeing the stars with no light pollution. I like fresh air. Yeah. I like clean water. And it, and um, and I had times when my health was like failing, when I thought, hey, I'm Skateboarding like, teens in Hawaii, right? And you just imagine them shirtless all day. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, is it health? 
lifestyle, all these things. And it's just, you know, it's just kind of the natural progression of that. Lots of different factors, little symphony that, that uh, led me to where I'm at now. All right. Yeah, it's, I think that's all, man. Really appreciate the, uh, the streams. Are you, are you looking to, to move into like a rural area? Trying to get out of the, trying to get um, out of the city? Well, not right now. I'm a pretty young guy, but sometime in the future, maybe start something like that. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, have, I probably wouldn't have done this if I didn't already have Jessica with me, right? I don't know. It's kind of hard to find, yeah. fi kind of hard to find a good wife in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> so it was like, I mean, you know, Jessica and I got together and it was like, all right, next step. Next step of the adventure. But um, yeah, man, let's, I think we got, how many more callers we got? Nice. We got, we just got one more and it's the infamous Dr. Gregor. Um, yeah, Car Carlo, call in, call in another show, man. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting tired and I got one more caller. I'm calling in. I'm glad I can answer yeah, your question. No, answer. Yeah, dude. Have a have a good night, man, and uh, hopefully talk to you in the future, man. All right. Ciao, Carlo. All right, man. Have a good night. Later, man. Hello, everyone. Uh, Get along if you know the lyrics. This is Dr. Michael Roger coming at you live. <laughs> Whoa. From Neal from hell. Wake up, Tristan. I know it's late over there. Wake up. Dr. Gregor, it's so, it's so inspiring to talk to you. Um, the great Dr. Gregor. How you doing, man? What's, what's new? Tristan, I just had my, um... Uh, um, uh, um, 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 uh. <laughs> I had Dr. Gregor's technician come over to fix my broken treadmill because I haven't been able to go on my walks lately. But anyways, I know that you've been trying to debate a vegan because all of these Birds are too cowardly to come on and debate one-on-one. -on -one. Well, here I am. Uh -huh. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm it's honored. I'm, I'm really honored. We had, we did have, we had a great vegan that came on earlier. Veganica came on earlier. She was really cool. She was really, uh, we had a good conversation. She might still be listening. I don't know if she's still listening, but she, we talked for like an hour. It was, it was, wasn't too much of a debate. There was a little bit of debating going on there. But uh, we, had, Gregor, what would you like to debate, man? What do you want to? What do you want to talk about? Did you know that a hundred percent studies show that a hundred percent of people who are not on a vegan diet are stupid? Did you know that, Tristan? Wow. Did you know that we can get all of our nutrients from a hundred percent plant-based diet? It's natural law. Wow. What about vitamin B12? We used to, the fact, the fact, the fact is we used to drink stream water <laughs> and pull vegetables out with our strong hands. Excuse me, Dr. Gregor, I think it's pronounced, excuse me, sir, Dr. Gregor, it's pronounced Veshbush. 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 <laughs> Veshbush. <laughs> 
into eat vegetables raw with a little bit of dirt on it, and that would suffice all the B12 requirements, even though it's a seasonal vegetable. Mm. We got all of our B12 from that one carrot. Dang. Hey, Dr. Gregor, what, what's up with the physique, dude? Like, you've made some gains lately. You're looking really solid right now. That is the result of beans, slippies, chippies, and lentils. <laughs> lentils? <laughs> wow. It's like, it's lent, lentils. I, I thought it was lentils, but lentils. That sounds like a, it's like a mix between gentiles and lentils. I like that. Are those are those lentils that are that are grow are those lentils grown by Goyam that that you, that you speak of? Go, Goyam grown Goyam grown lentils. Beans. These are magical beans, okay? Jack and Jill beans. You don't oh. understand. Okay. But even though these beans have protease inhibitors that inhibit enzymes that bind to the enzymes, <laughs> making the protein unavailable. The amount of protein over overwhelms that. Dude, we need we need like a what if we need like a Dr. Gregor debating Dr. Gregor, or like Doc we could do we could do a Dr. Gregor doing director's commentary of Dr. Gregor's videos. Like so, we watch a Dr. Gregor YouTube video and then do Dr. Gregor director commentary over it. <laughs> Listen, they're all doing the diet wrong. Oh. All of them. What do you think is it's the best birth? What's the best birth? Dr. Daily dozen. I know, I get it. Daily dozen. How many bowel movements are healthy per day? Well, um, uh, um, I get around four, five, maybe six per a hour? day. But they're very small. <laughs> very like, small. Like rabbit pellets? or how, What do they look like? Do you ever yeah. sell them? Well, sometimes if I eat some chia seeds, I might see a couple in there, but I know that I'm absorbing the omega-3. Even if I see the seeds in the stool, stool. of course I'm getting some of the seeds absorbed into my body. Hey, Dr. Greg, I had a question. You had that conversation with that orgasm activist. Um, what's up with that, man? You... Uh... You know, you uh, you slip your you slip your uh, slippies in her lint hole or what? Well, I would like to put my worm into her soil <laughs> but she hasn't answered my calls, and I'm wondering why. <laughs> um, hmm. interested in skateboarding from Hawaii. <laughs> Skate. Boarding teens in Hawaii. Hawaii. And you just imagine them being shirtless all day. All day. <laughs> Dude, we need, we need some we need some of you we need like a rich where, where's all the uh, all the high tech rich donors? We need Dr. Gregor with the jack body. We need like a deep fake so we can get the face moving with <laughs> with this. I just every time I look at that picture of Dr. Gregor, it cracks me up. Now, Tristan, I need to tell you that veganism is not a diet. Oh. But you can't eat animals. Okay. You can't eat animals, but it's not a diet. Oh, yeah. Just want to make that clear. Okay. Um, I guess that's clear. It's, it's a diet or no? 
It's not a diet. Oh. But you can't consume animals. That's not part of veganism. Why? Well, I don't really know. I'm. Huh? I'm more. I'm more of a plant-based poser. But I, even if, in one of my interviews, I say that you can consume animal products occasionally on the holidays and be okay. It's like okay. smoking cigarettes. What? Now, do you, I... just, you smoke cigarettes occasionally, <laughs> Doctor Gruber? Do I remember you saying this before? Like the occasional cigarette. Do you, uh, Doctor Gregor? Do you do you do you like to smoke a cigarette every once in a while? You might have a you have a few drinks. You're at a party. Maybe there's a few orgasm activists there that you want to impress. You're feeling extra rebellious. You ever you ever spark up a Virginia Slim? Well, when the vegan wine is flowing, then things might happen. Wow. One thing might lead to another. Who knows what happens? Are you but not? I always go back to plant-based, 99% plant-based. 99? What's the 1%? Um, uh, um, well, could be anything, really. Okay. This depends on the special Beef? occasion. Fish? But I, if I were to eat animals, I would eat very lean elk. 99% protein. And the fat the cholesterol is gone. And my arteries are safe. Dr. Gregor, um... Are you married? I'm, I'm not. I'm not proposing. I'm just. A I'm asking you if you if you're married. I'm. Just, I'm wondering. I am on the search for a nice skateboarding team. Do you know of any Tristan? I, I know a few that are in Hawaii. <laughs> well, I'm looking to move to Hawaii. Wow. And I need one who has the vitamin D levels. Of I'm an institutionalized <laughs> Okay, so you don't want the vitamin D levels of an institutionalized elder. Not of an institutionalized elder, no. Uh, uh, but all these people want to debate Tristan, uh, but they don't want to debate him one on one. Take yeah, your what's up with soy tofu giblets out of your pants. And debate the man one on one. <laughs> Wait. I'm All not... you vegans out there, and I know you're listening. Dr. Gregor, don't give these vegans any ideas, man. We do these open lines. I don't want any giblets showing up on my screen on YouTube, man. No giblets. Keep the giblets in your pants, vegans. Okay. Don't well, that's listen. all I have to say. I got these long page of notes here. Uh oh. And, uh,. That's about it. All right. <laughs> Dr. Gregor. I'll be calling in every time I have the opportunity oh, to I... spread my plant-based agenda. You don't, you don't have to do that, Dr. Gregor. That's fine. You don't have to do that. It's okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe next time wear a shirt, man. You're making me uncomfortable. I feel like I'm getting kind of like flexed on on my own show here, man. Did you know that I am bigger 
Yes. I did know that, but I haven't heard that in a while because the audience is not sending super chats anymore. I think the three hour mark, I think after three hours, they just stopped sending super chats. So maybe we should keep the streams at three hours instead of what five freaking hours. I have a suggestion. Yes. Maybe you should put a 15 minute timer per caller. That's a good idea. So we don't have people like Veganica talking. For an hour, even though it was a great conversation, it was a good conversation. But she didn't want to. She she definitely wanted to keep going. She would have. She would have gone four hours. I might have to put her name in the title of this man. She talked for. She talked for a while. Shout out to Veganica. I'm sure. I'm sure. Phoenix compilations might clip that or do something similar. Do you know that guy? Phoenix compilations. Uh, mm -hmm. I've heard of him. Um, he's kind of a, that guy. It's that guy sucks. I was about to say the same thing. I, uh, I I always thought that that guy's terrible. He's the worst. Thanks for thanks for thanks, Doctor Gregor. Um, you make fun of me all the time, Doctor Gregor. I mean, you you criticize Veganica for talking for so long, but it doesn't seem like you want to let me go. Well, I'm done. It's been a pleasure. All right, calm down, dude. Um, it's been really nice talking. Just next time, wear a shirt, man. You make me feel insecure, okay? All right. All right. Have a great night. You as well, sir. Um, and yeah, many, many slippies, chippies, and lent holes to you and yours. And lent holes. Don't forget the lent holes. No, always got to get them lent holes. Um, Dr. Gregory's out. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, let me come over. I don't know if we have any new super chats that are not read yet. Deputy Dave, what's up, Deputy Dave? That's a that's in pounds. He said in pounds. Deputy Dave, Deputy Dave says just a small donation to get my bigotry levels back within government guidelines. Yes, that's that's good. Um, the you could have used like some sort of like a mask, or maybe a mask emoji or something like that. But we'll let this one slide because it's in pounds, and pounds are worth significantly more than dollars. Okay. Illuminati Logan Schlosser. Who else? Illumin I like how you saw Illuminati with a A-U-G-H-T-Y. We got a low let's play in there imploring remonstrance. Okay is virtue signaling the mask and I, I appreciate that. Uh, super chat donators are philanthropists says law let's play. Kind of are, man. Well, telling vegans oh. that they've been brainwashed is actually just one of the gaslighting techniques I want to highlight. That was good. That was good. There you go. Good timing. The super chat, that is, that is philanthropy right there. That's philanthropy on your behalf. For all of you who are not sending Streamlabs and super chats, you better give a big thanks to the people who do because they're the ones who keep these streams going. These streams are not supported by YouTube, as you can see from our longtime viewers who are always, multiple times, being unsubscribed from the channel, YouTube that hides this channel. Why you think that is? You think maybe that algorithm's picking up some keywords that it doesn't like? You think so? You think so? I, I wonder what those keywords might be. I wonder what those topics might be. All right, but hey, we're here. We're trying to do some good in the world. And we're trying to enjoy a nice, uh, short five-hour live stream as well. But, um... Let's, uh, we got Little Big Toe donates five bucks. Last super chat of the night, I think, unless somebody wants to give a last minute donation. He sends five bucks. Says the fact, the fact, the fact, the fact. 
And we're going to close this show. Young Virus is gone, but Young Virus is gone, but in honor of where is your Come on, Young Virus. There we go. Young Virus is out, but we're going to close the show. We're going to listen to Young Virus's song. We got to. Where is? Here we go. No, I can't even find it. All right. Young Virus, I blew it. We'll watch your, we'll listen to your song next time. <sighs> Young Virus, shout out to Young Virus. Working so hard on these tracks. And we haven't even played them yet. Um, Young Virus, I owe you another apology. And all you, all you uh, callers also owe Young Virus an apology. Because we haven't been able to get to this track quite yet. But here we go. I found, I got it here. And we're going to do it. I have to. It's way past my bedtime. I got to wake up early in the morning because that's what I got to do no matter what. I'm probably not going to get to bed till 1.30 or so. But it was well worth it. It was well worth it hanging out with all you guys. And Man, we had some of the coolest call-ins that we've ever had tonight, didn't we? We had some good callers tonight. Um, young Virus. Now, I, have, I have not seen this yet. I got two seconds in. But Young Virus's previous track, The Fact, The Fact, The Fact, featuring Ask Yourself, uh, Vegan Gains, J. Dyer, and Primal Edge Health, one of the dopest tracks ever. He's got another one. He's got a new one. Let's see if it, if it makes... Now listen to... Excuse me. We'll see if this, uh, if this is as good as the original, the first track from Young Virus that we've admired many times. Big shout out to Young Virus. Thank you for these tracks, man. These are hilarious. Now listen to me. Now listen to me, you brain dead. Listen to me, you brain dead fucking idiot. I want you to deliver a sound argument that establishes that someone is delusional in virtue of their gender and sex different. Can you do it? Yes or no? This is ask yourself. Wait, is ask yourself like a trans activist now? <laughs> what is this? Young virus, everybody. <laughs> All right. We're out of here. We'll see you guys next time. You guys want more of these streams? Support them. You can find more at our website, primaledgehealth.com. There's a link in the description down below. Uh, you can become a member of primaledgehealth.com, get in on our weekly coaching calls, and I'll see you next time on the next stream. 
And uh, we'll keep doing these as long as you guys keep supporting them. Later, guys. With the cost of living going up across the country, you deserve a solution that offers some change. BJ's Wholesale Club members can save an extra 50 cents per gallon at BJ's Gas when they spend $100 in club or with curbside pickup. Stop what you're doing and head over to your local BJ's to get the savings you deserve. Not a member? Join today at BJ's.com or in the club. In-club purchase and gas purchase must be made on the same day. Learn more at BJ's.com gas.